Facial injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. Catch the best prep football show in the country. Ken Trahan's original prep football report. Friday nights from 6 p.m. to midnight during the football season on WRKN. Picayune, New Orleans. 106.1 Nash Icon. Welcome to Countdowns of the Original. Live from Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria. Serving up St. Louis style food with a New Orleans flair at 515 Harrison Avenue on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, New Orleans, and at nashfm1061.com. The Countdown Show is also heard on Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge, Sports Talk 97.7 FM Ruston Monroe, WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Countdown to the Original is presented by CrescentCitySports.com the best prep sports site in Louisiana with the state's best scoreboard. The Countdown Show is also presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. Countdown to the Original is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive locations throughout the New Orleans area, by Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Rigo, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Waterview Restaurant in Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area, Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue. Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport by Copeland's of New Orleans in Kenner, Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie, Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner, Moe's Pizza in West Wego, Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna, Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie, Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boy's Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Po' Boys in Delhi on St. Charles Avenue, Katie's in Mid-City, and by That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie. There's Po' Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, and by Sunray Grill in Gretna. Now let's head live to Francesca's by Katie's Deli Pizzeria for Countdown to the Original. Here are your hosts, Les East and Jude Young of Cumulus Radio New Orleans and CrescentCitySports.com. Welcome to Countdown to the Original. As you can tell, it is John Curtis Patriots Night here at Francesca's by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue. We have the John Curtis cheerleaders here, and we have a lot of other Patriots. And if you want to come by and join in, have some good food and some good company, we're at 515 Harrison Avenue. I'm Les East. I'm joined by Jude Young, and we'll be joined momentarily by head coach J.T. Curtis, it is week eight of the high school football season. We'll be counting down to Ken Trahan's original prep football report over the next hour, and then we'll have the most comprehensive coverage of tonight's football games at the top of the hour with Ken and Roe Brown and everyone in the studio. Week eight already, Jude. 
Yeah, time flies, and we're getting to these important district battles more and more each week, kind of stacked towards the end of the season in a lot of cases. Battles for power points and the importance there as far as seating and buys on the line. So we'll try to keep a track of all of that tonight around the state. And one of the bigger games of the weekend is tomorrow at 2.30 p.m. at Tad Gormley Stadium, John Curtis and St. Augustine in a District 9-5A matchup, which is why we're able to have Coach J.T. Curtis with us tonight. How you doing, Coach? I'm doing well. Let me make a correction. They okay. changed the game time to 6.30. Okay. Yeah, oh. we moved it. To, there was some back and forth on it for some reason. I don't know, but we got a final word on mo Monday or Tuesday that we're going to go 6.30 tomorrow night at Ted Gorman. But it's a big district ball game. Playing St. Eric High is uh, always a challenge. They have a, a talented team. They've lost close games. Games that, that they had an opportunity to win, and, and it just didn't have a break go their way. So, you know, anytime you play them, you got to expect to get their best shot, and, and they're capable of beating anybody on any given night. And you lost a couple of close games. Yeah, we did. Uh, you know, uh, two games on the last play of the game, both mm -hmm. <laughs> two weeks in a row, and and I think, I think it challenged our team. I, I think it, it made them recognize the importance of, of not uh, going through the motions of preparation, but to have the edge that you need in order to be the kind of team I think we're capable of being. And, and I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I was really worried going into that game last week. Uh, Acadiana is... Uh, an excellent football team. You know their reputation. It had not changed. They had opened their game up a little more uh, with some passing. Uh, but but we went out and played. We, we responded to the loss, and our kids went out and played, and hopefully we're going to build on that. And looking at that two-game stretch, you lose to Holy Cross on the last play on a Hail Mary, a wild play, then the two-point conversion, what was obviously a great football game. Uh, did you feel during that week that your team was affected by the – to lose like that, you almost rather lose yeah. by 20 than yeah. lose like yeah. that. Well, it, you know, it was a tough loss, and, and if it, this would make it even tougher. Uh, the, the Turner boy knocked the ball down, and one of our kids dove to try to ensure the knockdown, and instead of hitting it with his hands, he hit it with his face mask, mm. and the ball bounced right. And – and, and heads up to the kid from Holy Cross that made the play, uh, the receiver that made the play. So it was difficult. Uh, but, you know, my mantra is always and will always be we get ready for the next opponent. And, and that's the challenge that I think we have to live by as human beings as well as in athletics, that we can't control tomorrow, but we can control today. What our, our preparation and, and how we approach today, I think, is the most important thing. And, and I think we learned a great lesson in life that's going to carry those young men a long way. And then after that, the next week, you lose another very tough game, as you said, on the last play of the game to Archbishop Rummel. But you bounced back against a very good Acadiana team last week. Did you see that focus, that commitment in practice last week leading up to the Acadiana game? I don't game? think there's any doubt that it, it got their attention. Uh, they had several inter-team meetings, inter-squad meetings, where they sat down and talked with one another. And, and really and truly, less, they practiced hard, G. They really did. And, and I think they just got together with each other and said, we need to carry that same intensity level to the field. And 
uh, when you have a team that's that's got some veterans on it, sometimes you have a tendency to get a little complacent. Uh, and our defense is is a young defense, and it, it's growing and getting better. And I, I think they got together and said, "Hey, we got to put this thing together to accomplish the things that we want to accomplish." Because look, there's no question what our goal is. You know, we, we're gonna we're gonna hope to compete uh, in the playoffs for a state championship, and and we work to to do it that way. And. Uh, I think I, I think they've got a refocus that should help us do that. And you obviously have the offensive firepower and probably more balance and more ways to threaten the defense yeah. than a lot of your past teams, which is saying a lot. But defensively, you mentioned that they're young. The question becomes, the Acadiana game, was it simply a matter of guys fulfilling their assignments better than they had been doing, or is it changes that were made uh, by the staff? I think the staff did a great job in, in the preparation for Acadia. And look, I'm telling you now, it is a chore to get ready for them, because mm -hmm. they are different than anybody else you play. I mean, they're totally different. And and our guys did a great job of, of scouting and getting some things that we thought would be beneficial to us that we were able to take advantage of. Our young linebackers have matured, and, and I think they're playing better in games. Uh, you know, you, I, I tell people there's no, uh, there's no substitute for experience. There's no substitute for putting your hand on the ground and, and going to work in a game that is highly competitive. And, and I think our linebackers really played well. Both of them had uh, one had 13 and one had 14 tackles between them. Uh, and, and so when your linebackers can make plays, it means that your front is creating some opportunity for them. And so I think the combination of those two things worked in our favor against Katie Adam. Now, I'm, I'm going to follow your lead on this because we would be remiss if we didn't bring up the, this coaching record that's looming out there. But you told me a while back, first day of preseason practice, you addressed it with your team. Yeah. You said, we know what the record is. We're not going to talk about it anymore. We're just going to put it aside. Three more wins. You become the winningest football coach of all time. And we want to acknowledge that. And if there's anything you want to say, you can say it now. And then, like your team, we'll put it aside and move on. Good. Yeah. You know, obviously it's there. It's the elephant in the room. But mm -hmm. honestly, as I told you, I, I, I misrepresented a little bit to you in this. After the loss to Rummel, I walked into our team meeting and I said to them, guys, I told you when we started, I didn't care about wins. I don't care about the win. We didn't play well. I, let me rephrase that. I, I, I've made this comment and I really mean this. I can't stand when a, a team loses and somebody says, well, they played good, we played bad. Look, we played hard against Rummel. They played well. They executed their offense. They outperformed us in some areas that we didn't anticipate. They played well. And I told our guys, forget that game. It's over. Let's move on to the next one. That's the most important. So we did bring it up again to say, because I, I know there was disappointment in the stands uh, right. with people, with mamas and daddies and grandpas and grandmas, and I get that. But... That's not what's important for the team. What's important for the team is what we're going to do tomorrow night at 6.30. That's what our focus is. And a lot of things a head coach can control, and nobody has more experience at it than yourself, but you can't control the talk around the team, no. families, alums, it, it, within the school community. And I know that has to be a real challenge this year because it's such a significant achievement. 
Well, and, and you know, social media has opened mm. up so many more avenues of people that think they know. And this is what I say, and I, I'll say it in front of you all, I'll say it on the radio. People think they know. They don't know. The only ones that know what went on or what happened in a game were those guys that sit down and watch that tape and are able to decipher what was the difference between a successful play and an unsuccessful play. Oftentimes it has nothing to do with what you see, it's what occurred in the interior line or what it incurred in a misread by a quarterback that nobody else sees. And so what we said to our kids is, be respectful to your parents, be respectful to your friends, pay no attention to them. They don't know. And as Jim Mora famously exactly. told the media, <laughs> you think you know, but you don't, and you never, ever will. But you notice. <laughs> you can ask Ed Daniels about that. He God. loves to talk about it. Coach JT has a little bit more tact than Coach yeah, Mora. Yeah, you finesse that a little more than Coach Mora did. Uh, so, uh, well, tell us a little bit about your team. We know what to expect from a Curtis team. You're going to play good defense. You're going to run the veer very well. You're yep. going to play good special teams. Uh, tell us about how well you're doing those things this year. I think we're doing them better every week. And as I said to you, our defense is certainly maturing and growing. Uh, our secondary has been challenged by really good skill people. Look, it's not just a Holy Cross group that has, has skill. I mean, there's guys in our, in our league that have guys that can run and, and can throw and, and catch the ball. Uh, again, I mentioned our linebackers are maturing. They're, they're getting better. One's a sophomore, one's a junior, and I got a one that's a senior. Actually, two sophomores and one senior. So I think they're growing into their perspective. Uh, our defensive front is not as big as some I've had in the past, but they're quick. They got good speed. And, and again, I think they're maturing. Offensively, uh, our offensive line is really good. They really are. And, and uh, if we can stay healthy, which I think at this point we're pretty good, uh, we ought to have a chance to move the ball against anybody we play. And uh, they've got to be able to answer that bell. Michael Turner is a threat. The good thing that, that he brings to us, believe it or not, in the option game is people got to double cover him. And when you start trying to put two on one and open something else up, and, and Jeff uh, has been, a Jeff Curtis, my uh, coordinator, has been able to take advantage of that. So uh, Michael is a weapon that sometimes is not seen. But again, when we get down to break the, the film down and we look at how they're playing, we can see how we've been able to take advantage of people that are trying to double cover Michael. Now, the LSU commitment that Coach was talking about is certainly somebody that is part of a great skill set of players that you have on that side of the ball. But when we get a little time later on, we want to be able to focus on the backfield, your quarterback, but yeah. obviously we're a little short on time, but that's as outstanding a group as there is in the city and maybe in the state, Les. Absolutely, and uh, we'll get to that as we move along on Countdown to the Original. We're going to take a quick break now, but... Don't go anywhere. When we come back, we'll get the statewide weather report with Hank Allen from ABC 26, WGNO. And then we'll be joined by Hunter Bauer of GoPreps.com. And uh, we'll chat with him for a few minutes, and then we'll start getting previews from the biggest games around the state. So stick with us on Countdown to the Original.
If you demand excellence, Petri Transport Services will handle any waste disposal project you have. With over three decades of experience, Petri Transport Services provides masterclass service with client satisfaction in mind. Locally owned and family driven, Petri Transport Services understands customer values and the importance of safety, professionalism, and quality with no contract required. Let our service speak for itself. If you need a trash dumpster, grease traps, or a septic tank, call Petri Transport Services at 985-351-0608 or visit PetriTransportServices.com. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-8695. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-575-8695. That's 800-575-8695. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the All-State Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th All-State Sugar Bowl. New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by All-State, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans and Company. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. OMG, hot and crisp nacho fries are back. And there's even more fries to love now at Taco Bell. But it's now or never. Yeah, these fries covered in bold Mexican spices with nacho cheese sauce are only here for a limited time. At participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only, while supplies last. Heading for the game? Need to dress right? Ready for some game previews? Time to get you ready for the evening with more of Countdown to the Original. Here's your statewide weather forecast with meteorologist Hank Allen of WGNO ABC 26. Hey everybody, happy Friday. Another great evening for football here across the state. Pretty straightforward forecast this evening. No rain chances, super dry air for just about everybody north of I-10. Now it does get a little bit muggier here as you get into southeast Louisiana, but those dew points as you get north of I-10 really already down into the 40s and 50s. So low humidity, that's going to make for pleasant conditions tonight, but those temperatures will be on the mild side. Really just about everybody across the state here will start the games anywhere from 75 to 77 and then we'll drop down into the low 70s by the end of the games, right around 71 to 73. No rain, low humidity, beautiful conditions with clear skies, but certainly those temperatures above average here for this time of year, and we'll stay warm as we go through the weekend as well. Hope you have a great evening. I'm WGNO Chief Meteorologist Hank Allen for the original. Thank you, Hank, and uh, welcome back to Countdown to the Original on John Curtis Night. And we are joined now by Hunter Bauer, of our partner at GoPreps.com. Hunter, how are you doing? Hey, guys. How are y'all doing this evening? We're doing well. Jude and I are joined by head coach J.T. Curtis, and it is week eight of the high school season. And why don't you pick out a couple of games that you're going to be watching especially close tonight? 
Yeah, it's a, it's a slew of games tonight that, you know, have implications, whether it's uh, district play or, or trying to get a, uh, a good seed for the, uh, the upcoming playoffs. Um, one of the big ones I'm looking forward to tonight is uh, Central of Baton Rouge at Zachary. Uh, key race in the district 4-5A battle. Uh, Central was edged out by Catholic of Baton Rouge. Uh, at the end of last week's game, it was a really good game. Catholic edged them out, but... Uh, you know, I think this could be a good test for Zachary. They haven't really been tested in the last few weeks. So, you know, could this serve as a wake-up call for the Broncos? Um, Central's looking much improved under Coach Semino this year, including three shutout victories. Uh, so certainly, you know, uh, a game that could surprise Zachary if they're not on their, uh, not on their A game. Uh, Central's much improved this year. And then, uh, you know, above the, uh, above I-10, um, you know, you got Darbon Wood at Calvary Baptist, which is uh, a key game in that district as well. And a lot of things have been said over the last few weeks. So uh, certainly, uh, certainly a good game for everybody to look forward to. Uh, Calvary has one of the one of the best uh, offenses in the state. Uh, a lot of weapons on offense, but Darbon Wood is really good at controlling the ball, uh, and they're off to uh, one of the best starts in their school history, uh, averaging uh, or limiting uh, district opponents to seven points per game in district play. And then really the the other game that I'm looking forward to is uh battle of the undefeated tonight, Gina at Bunky. Uh Bunky seven and and first season under Jimmy Hillman, uh off to their best start since twenty fifteen. Uh they ranked ninth in the state with forty five points per game. Uh their junior quarterback Dylan Compton uh combined a thousand yards rushing and passing with thirty five touchdowns on the year. Uh but Gina enters the game undefeated as well. Uh Especially after last year, they started with an 0-4 record last year, so they're definitely much improved. Defense is allowing only 15 points per game. Uh, tailback Derek Jones has uh, uh, close to 1,200 yards rushing on the year. So a wink of add some separation for Gina. They're currently ranked number one in their division. Uh, I think Bunky's sixth or seventh in their division. So either way, a win for either team uh, could boost them up in the power ratings. Gina has a little bit tougher schedule, uh, strength of schedule. Uh, they've beaten teams like Leedsville, Mangum, and Tioga. So, uh, Bunky's really going to have to be on their heels tonight as well, uh, with penalties and special teams playing a major role in that game. Well, last week, Hunter, uh, the game that you mentioned first as the big game to watch was Acadiana against John Curtis. And I know, like everyone else, you had to be impressed by what the Patriots were able to do in that one. And I know you yeah. wanted to get a chance to talk to Coach Curtis about that. And obviously, so much going on in his great career. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, one thing that uh, I pointed out last week, and, and Coach Curtis can touch on this, is, you know, Acadiana came into that game the leading offense in the state, 52 points per game, and, and uh, Coach Curtis and the Patriots held them to zero, which is, uh, I think, the first time in three years they had been shut out. So, uh, you know, Coach Curtis, uh, that was such a huge win, and, and really it set the, the tone for Acadiana, Acadiana's game tonight uh, against Southside in a big district battle. Southside trying to take advantage of maybe uh, seeing what they could have done uh, against, uh, against John Curtis last week. Well, you know, you hit the nail on the head. They they came in with that great scoring uh, at 52 points a game and, and uh, really playing well. And, and we had been stung, uh, to be honest with you. We were talking about that in our pregame show, uh, our pre-scoreboard uh, show. And, and our kids were just ready to play, and our coaches did a great job of preparation. And uh, shutting a team out like that is quite an accomplishment. You're right. They are a very good football team, though. Don't let anybody tell you anything different. 
the Dubetta kid playing quarterback, I think, has given them a weapon, both uh, run and throw, that has maybe opened their offense up for them a little bit. People can't just crowd the line of scrimmage because he's capable of getting it downfield. They've always had good skill players. Uh, I, I think they're a team that is going to be very difficult to stop uh, on a consistent basis. Yeah. Well, Hunter, Hunter, we got to let you go, my friend, with these previews stacking up. But we encourage everybody out there to check out all of your great content at gopreps.com and that great podcast we've been able to start in our partnership at Crescent City Sports, <laughs> you and Ken Trahan, every Wednesday. If you want to know what's going on in the state every week in high school football, a good 20 to 25 minutes, sit down and listen to what you and Ken have to say. Hunter, we're really enjoying being able to work with you, and thanks for joining us again tonight, my friend. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Coach Curtis, it was great talking to y'all, and y'all have a good night. Thank you, Hunter. Thanks, Hunter. And that was Hunter Bauer of GoPreps.com, our partner, our partner here at CrescentCitySports.com. And now we're going to start with our pre previews, and uh, we're going to get to all of those games that Hunter brought up. But first off, we have St. Amant at Dutchtown, and Patrick Hemel has the preview. Patrick. Hey, Les. It's going to be a war is an often and many times overused analogy when it comes to sports. And while, yes, my Army Black Knights are in town, and I will be in attendance tomorrow, LSU threw us some bouquets, camouflage in the end zone. Army is probably going to be the one having trouble finding the end zone. Tonight, I do believe it's going to be a battle, though, a battle between two evenly matched Central Paris teams, very similar in ability, who share strength on defense. Both defenses will run to the ball and be in position to make plays. The advantage on offense may go to the Griffins, especially in the backfield with Gary Dukes getting the tough yard and Lakeidron Harvey, a speedster, can take it to the house. And Ethan Oquan gives them an athlete at quarterback who calls, carries it on several quarterback runs. The Griffins unleashed Carter Hanbury, their do-it-all outside linebacker, now comes in during heavy packet situations. I expect a new wrinkle from that look this week. The Gators are down their starter at running back Kyron Kraft was out last week with an injury and backup Miles Dennis left the game against Denham in the fourth quarter with an apparent injury. Babin at quarterback will need to continue to progress for Santa Mar to be effective on offense. The oftentimes overlooked part of the game until something goes wrong. Dutchtown has at times had the groupies missing extra points and game altering field goals. All Saints fans can understand that. Santa Mar has punted their opponent inside the 10 several times, one being crucial in a win over EA a couple weeks ago. Santa Mar doesn't like, doesn't have the likes of Dylan Carpenter now standing on the LSU side of the field tomorrow. Their best player may be cornerback Caleb Ricks. When touchdown goes to the air, they may want to stay away from him. I expect a great game tonight. It'll come down to the wire, I believe. 14-13, 21-20, one-score type of game. It's been a long time since Santa Mar was 8-0 on the season. Thank you, Patrick. And Darbon Woods is at Calvary, and Philip Wardell has the preview. Philip. Yes, sir. We got a great crowd on hand tonight for this District 1-2A championship. In essence, uh, you know, we're talking our last two undefeated teams in the district with Calvary and Darbon Woods. It's homecoming here at Calvary, so there's a huge crowd, lots of folks out tailgating today, and a lot of interest in this game of, of two un, unbeaten teams this late in the season. 
Thank you, Philip. And as we talked about a few moments ago, Acadiana is at Southside, and Nick Fontenot has a preview of it. Nick. Yeah, it's a big 3-5-8 matchup between Acadiana and Southside. Uh, Southside, of course, plays their home game in St. Martinville, so we're out here. It's a uncharacteristically warm evening um, for football tonight uh, in St. Martinville. But Acadiana comes in uh, after a, a big loss last week. To, to John Curtis. So it could be a circumstance game where Southside's catching him after a loss and Acadiana might have got, got woken up. This is eerily similar to last year where Acadiana lost to John Curtis and Southside came into Bill Dotson Stadium, upset the Wrecking Rams, then went on to win the District 358 championship. So Southside's actually the defending district champions into this game trying to repeat and Acadiana's trying to knock them off. So it's a, it's a little bit different. Uh, of a circumstance than it was last year where uh, Acadiana was uh, was the hunted Southside's almost almost 100 now. So it's a, it's a three-team race for the district championship between these two teams, Acadiana Southside, and of course the Karenko Golden Bears. So this will be a big one in determining that district champion. So Acadiana taking on Southside tonight at St. Martinville and the winner will be in the driver's seat for that district championship. Thank you, Nick. Lafayette Christian is at Westgate and Neil McClellan has the preview. Neil. Hey guys, any other year this would probably be a top five or top ten contest, but this year it's going to be a little different. Lafayette Christian, six and one, two and zero oh in District Four Four A, coming into place Westgate five and two, one and one. The issue for Westgate, the home team, is the fact that starting quarterback broke his collarbone three weeks ago and has been ruled out for the year. Starting running back has been dealing with a leg injury. An offensive lineman's been dealing with an injury. There have been a couple of starters on defense that are dealing with injuries. So Westgate's a walking mash unit. Lafayette Christian comes in, and it's all about their LSU commit quarterback, Juwan Johnson, who's been leading an offense that's been scoring more than 50 points a game and twice this year has topped 60 points. The Knights come in as a distinct favorite in this game. Westgate's pretty much one-dimensional now with their running back, Tobias Johnson. And if Lafayette's, Lafayette Christian's defense can just load up the box, they'll pretty much stop Westgate. And I think Westgate's defense may be in for a long night with this Lafayette Christian offense. Okay, thank you for that preview, Neil. And we're going to go ahead and take another break, but there's a whole bunch of other big games that we're going to be previewing when we come back on the other side of this break. Still to come later on, Ed Daniels of Friday Night Football, and it is John Curtis night here at Francesca's. So stick with us on Countdown to the Original. Get Macy's lowest prices of the season on incredible specials you need for fall. Like 55 to 65% off dressy and everyday coats for him and for her. 30 to 60% off dazzling fine jewelry during our diamond sale. And 65% off comfy sheets and bedding from Charter Club Damask to stay warm on cooler nights. Plus, download the app for even more great deals at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Your floors can go from clean to dirty fast. From juice spills, whoops, to muddy paw prints, to little sticky finger marks. Good thing your Swiffer WetJet works fast, too. Swiffer WetJet easily cleans everyday messes as quick as they happen. The next mess is right around the corner. So grab your Swiffer WetJet and just spray, push, all clean. 
There's no doubt about it. Fear and frustration are at an all-time high. People are worried. People are saying, what's coming around the next corner? Some people are so frustrated, I just want to get away from everything. King David felt the same way. Psalm 55, he said, oh, if I had wings like a dove, I would fly away and then I would be safe. Well, unfortunately, we don't have wings right now. And so how do we survive? Number one, we must be intentional with God's Word. The Word of God has withstood the test of time. In God's Word, we hear words of life, strength, direction, and encouragement. At LifeGate, the priority is the Word. Sunday morning at 10 o'clock, we will be in the Word. Join us at 1317 Butternut Avenue in Metairie. You can check us out on Facebook at LifeGate Church Ministries. In the meantime, at the end of that chapter, David said it this way, so cast your burden on the Lord and He will sustain you. Well, that ought to hold us until we all have wings to fly away. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. OMG, hot and crisp nacho fries are back. And there's even more fries to love now at Taco Bell. But it's now or never. Yeah, these fries covered in bold Mexican spices with nacho cheese sauce are only here for a limited time. At participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only, while supplies last. We're counting down to the original on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans. WSLA, 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge and Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston Monroe and at CrescentCitySports.com. Now back to Les East and Jude Young at Francesca's by Katie's in Lakeview. Welcome back to Countdown to the Original and we're going to resume our game previews and next up is a game you can watch live at CrescentCitySports.com. It is Holy Cross and Edna Carr at Morris Jeff and Lenny Van Gilder has the preview. Lenny. Les, good evening from Algiers. A perfect night for football. It is homecoming for Carr and I will tell you a half hour before kickoff, the home side is jam-packed with people. They are anticipating this one tonight. It's 6-0 car against 6-1 Holy Cross. The two top teams right now in the Catholic League standings, the winner at the end of the night will be sitting in first place and, uh, make, you know, could either, uh, could either be car really in the driver's seat or perhaps a, a log jam at the top with a Holy Cross win. Holy Cross was 6-0 as well before last week. They lost to Brother Martin in a game that, you know, Brother Martin really controlled the tempo on. You know, we, we heard about it last week. Holy Cross only had six offensive possessions. They anticipate getting a lot more than that and want to be able to do that this evening. And it'll be interesting to see when this Holy Cross offense goes against a car defense that is only allowing seven points a game. That's going to be the matchup and the side of the ball to watch. And it should be uh, very entertaining to see just how this Tiger team responds after last week. Meanwhile, car is just being car. Now, they have not blown any doors off early in the Catholic League, but when it's gotten late in game, they have put things away. It was 7-7 against Jesuit late in the third quarter, and then they scored the last 28 points for a 35-7 win right here last Friday night. Wade Kaiser and I will have the call at the top of the hour at CrescentCitySports.com. I'm Lenny Van Gilder for the original. Thank you, Lenny. Mandeville is at St. Paul's, and Sam Francis has the preview. Sam. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's a beautiful night here in Hunter Stadium, guys. It is. We're 26 minutes away from kickoff and I'm looking at the visitor side and the home side. Things are filling up. It should be an electric atmosphere out here tonight with these two cross-town rivals here. Mandeville's right down the street. We're right here in Covington. Always a battle between these two. Mandeville has some really good players on offense. they got a really good running back, good receiver. 
they move the ball well. Hey, St. Paul's, they play good defense, and we're hoping that, uh, you know, that we can play some solid defense, have a really good game out here tonight. And, um, hey, looking forward to this great uh, rivalry. Continue. Thank you, Sam. Tioga is at Neville, and Mike Creighton has a preview. Mike. Yeah, Tioga's coming up to Forsyth tonight to Bill Ripple Stadium. It'll probably be the last time we play them for a good while. Looks like we're moving up to 5A, and they'll be staying in 4A or Division 2. We'll be Division 1. Uh, they've got a athlete, they say, is a pretty best, uh, one of the best athletes in the state, plays all the way. And gives it, and you know, uh, Neville. I would like to see Neville have a one game where they play 100% Neville offense and defense instead of the the defense just carrying the the load. And if you want to watch it, all you got to do is go to YouTube and watch Neville football and ask for it, and you can watch it live on uh, YouTube. At, uh, so this will should be a really good game at six and one and six and one. Thank you, Mike. Newman is at Country Day, and Jacob Senat has the preview. Jacob. Hello, Mr. Luck. Newman lost quarterback Arch Manning last year, but have still found a way to dominate this season. It's an impressive start being 6-0 and this year. Their last game, they beat Dallas out 29-24, and Country Day comes into this game 2-5 and with a very impressive win over the Willow School last week, being 38-14, to and Country Day has now won a game at home this season, and tonight they're looking to get their first win at home on the year and to give Newman their first loss on the season. I'm Jacob Cena for the original. Thank you, Jacob. Gina is at Bunky, and Lamar Gafford has the preview. Lamar. And we have the game of the year here in central Louisiana between the 7-0 Gina Giants and the 7-0 Bunky Panthers. And big, big matchup here for this one here because – Gina's coming in, like I said, 7-0 and right here. Derrick Jones, one of their top running backs here in the area, and he's definitely has been a guy that has been a solid player for Gina so far this season. Last week against Bolden, he had only four carries, but it was a, it was pretty much an easy game in, this, in that one where he had 90 yards and three touchdowns. On the other end, you have a Bunky Panther team. This is their best record that they've had in 20 years since 2003, and now, of course, they have Dylan Thompson is their guy at quarterback. Over the last two games, he has at least accounted for at least 750 yards and 13 touchdowns. So trying to stop him should be a, a tall task here for these Gina Giants. But once again, this is Lamar Gafford from the Bunky um, taking a look at Gina and Bunky. This is Lamar Gafford with the original. Thank you, Lamar. Slidell is at Covington, and Scott Meyer has the preview. Scott. Good evening, guys. We've got the Slido Tigers coming in at 2-5 and five overall, 1-3 and three in the district, versus the Covington Lions, 3-4 and four overall, 2-2 two and two in the district. Slido coming fresh off of a win, big win over Ponchatoula, 18-14 last week. The Tigers are led by quarterbacks Corey Cousin and running back Travell Watts. The defense is giving up 27 points a game, while the offense is scoring just 14 points a game. The Covington Lions coming in with a win over Hammond 2019 last week. The Lions are led by Brandon Coakley at quarterback and Justin Chapman at running back. The Lions defense is giving up 23, and the offense is scoring 21. So oldest rivalry in the parish. Last year, Slidell defeated Covington 36-7, to and Slidell is now on a five-game win streak against the Lions. So should be a good one. Big, big game for the Lions trying to stay in the playoff hunt. 
and uh, of course for Slidell as well. So should be a good one here at Jacksonville Stadium. And Scott Meyer reporting for the original. Thank you, Scott. Brother Martin and Rummel will meet at Joe Yenny Stadium, and Matt Sims has the preview. Matt. Yeah, last looking forward to a good one here tonight. It's a banged-up Rummel team, but they come into this game on a three-game winning streak. Last week, they beat St. Aug 21-14 to to improve their record to 4-3 and three overall, 2-1 and one in the Catholic League. Defensively, they forced three turnovers and held St. Aug scoreless in the fourth quarter to help preserve the victory. Jaden Martin had a big game for them early in that uh, contest, 17 rushes for 107 yards and two touchdowns before exiting with a knee injury. And General Buggage was also 10 of 11 for 125 yards before he got banged up as well. But both of those players are expected to play today. Jaden Martin didn't practice, but they are going to uh, dress him out. He's going to play tonight, and they're going to need him because they're coming up against a Brother Martin team that's also won two straight and is coming off a huge victory against previously undefeated Holy Cross last Friday, 22-19. to The Crusaders are 5-2 and on the season, also 2-1 and in Catholic League play. They showed dominant offensive line control last week as they rushed it 40 times for 257 yards to control the clock against Holy Cross. And you can bet they're going to want to try to establish that same dominance again tonight. They're going to be led by Jordan West, who had 27 carries for 137 yards and two touchdowns last week. And also he's complimented with Trayshawn Ware, who had five rushes for 69 yards and a touchdown. So looking forward to a really good one here at Joe Yenny tonight, expecting a big crowd. In this contest here, I'll be bringing you updates all throughout tonight. I'm Matt Sims for the original. Thank you, Matt. Central is at Zachary, and Eric Brown has the preview. Eric. Hey, gentlemen, we got a big game tonight between the Zachary Broncos and the Central Wildcats. Um, here at Zachary High School tonight, this is a game that Zachary head coach David Brewerton refers to as an old-school rivalry. And let's talk about the old-school rivalry a little bit here. Zachary's dominated that old-school rivalry. They won last year 42-28 versus Central. The last time the Wildcats beat the Broncos was back in 2016, and I believe, I'm not 100%, I believe I was at that game covering the game for CrescentCitySports.com. It was 20-19 Central, but that was seven years ago, the last time the Wildcats took down the Broncos. Zachary comes in. Um, of course, with, with championship admirations every year, this has been a, one of the best programs in the state. Uh, lost in the semifinals a year ago to Ruston. This year they've been dominant 6-0, and and their last four games they've won 54-6, 48-7 versus West Monroe. They, they've blown out opponents 51-0 last week against Scotlandville. Their only real competition this year was St. Aug when they beat them 17-7 a little over a month ago, a game that I was at. So Zachary's been pretty dominant. Central, on the other hand, they're a program on the rise under coach David Seminole, the former Catholic Bear coach, and they, he took his old team out of the wire last week, losing 48-38 in a game that they easily could have won. Central led by a quarterback, Jackson Furman. They also have a tight end who's a commit to Southeastern that you need to watch out for by the name of Aiden Wilkerson. He's a beast as a tight end. They have a running back named Damon Blockers who has almost 700 yards rushing. Zachary has a pair of big-time receivers in Tyson George and Trey Daz Green, a pair of seniors, nearly 1,000 yards combined with Green headed to LSU as a commit. And Zachary's starting quarterback is Hudson Spangler, but we'll also see Caleb Gonzalez. They usually run a two-quarterback system. So I'm expecting an excellent game tonight from Zachary, Louisiana, and I'll be here all night with your report. For the original, this is Eric Brown. 
Thank you, Eric. Booker T. Washington and Jesuit are going to meet at Tad Gormley, and Justin Manali has the preview. Justin. Hey, good evening, guys. Uh, we're here at Jesuit for senior night. Uh, Jesuit's coming off a of back-to-back losses against Brother Martin and Carr after defeating St. Aug 13-7. Um, you know, it's a tale of two halves. The last two weeks, Jesuit was beating Brother Martin at halftime 3-0 and tied to Carr 7-7 at halftime and just couldn't finish those ball games. Uh, so they'll be looking for a full game. Uh, complete performance, try to find some ways, to, you know, maybe pop in some big plays. Uh, their two wins this year, two and five team. Slidell and St. Aug, you know, they've scored 10 points and 13 points respectively. And, you know, they got to find a way to score some points. Um, uh, tonight against the Booker T. Washington team that started the season with four straight losses, uh, but have won three straight. So uh, it's a huge game for both teams, you know, as we get closer to the playoff seedings and, and trying to fight to get in. Uh, and, and I would say, that tonight is a must-win for Jesuit as they face Holy Cross and Rommel to finish the season uh, just to get into the playoffs. And, you know, the good thing is tonight I think, um, you know, Pete Carmichael talked to the Jesuit Blue Jay offense, and I think we're going to score some points tonight. So this is Justin Ellis for the original. Thank you for that, Justin. Turlings is at St. Thomas Moore, and Kevin Foote has the preview. Kevin. Yes, normally a great matchup between these two. FCM has kind of dominated the series in recent years, but the games have been very competitive. There's a lot of wondering how competitive will this night be. Uh, Turlings was undefeated, and they went to St. Charles and kind of got their hats handed to them again. They bounced back and had a victory thanks to two pick sixes over a good Westgate team, although Westgate was playing without its starting quarterback who got hurt the previous week. But then last week was the alarming 62-3 to loss to Lafayette Christian. Uh, St. Thomas More is yet to play Lafayette Christian. And STM having a different kind of a season this year. More of a defensive team. Good offense, but really good defense. And so we'll see if they can continue to rattle St. Uh, Turlings' offense. Turlings had quarterback, I mean, running back issues early in the season. So never really got that, that running game going. And, of course, they don't have their fantastic receiver who graduated a year ago. So we're, we're kind of waiting to see if Turley's going to be back or not. St. Thomas Moore just finished their senior night activities about to face Turling's 5-2, and two, St. Thomas Moore 7-0. and oh. We're going to take another quick break, but stick with us. When we come back, we will be joined by Ed Daniels of Friday Night Football on John Curtis Night at Francesca. Stick with us. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-410-6744. 800-410-6744. 800-410-6744. Optima Tax Relief. 
Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. If you demand excellence, Petri Transport Services will handle any waste disposal project you have. With over three decades of experience, Petri Transport Services provides masterclass service with client satisfaction in mind. Locally owned and family driven, Petri Transport Services understands customer values and the importance of safety, professionalism, and quality with no contract required. Let our service speak for itself. If you need a trash dumpster, grease traps, or a septic tank, call Petri Transport Services at 985-351-0608 or visit PetriTransportServices.com. Ken Trahan here with Scott Craig of Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. We both love high school sports and the St. Louis Cardinals. That's a big amen. And we both love great food in a great location. That's a bigger amen. Francesca by Katie's has it all. That includes daily specials, building your own sandwiches and pizzas, delicious burgers, scrumptious salads, and a kid's menu. Francesca by Katie's is also host of Ken Trahan's Original Prep Football Report. We love supporting our area schools. It's a shame not everybody can go to Brother Martin. Or Rommel. If you don't come, you're to blame. You'll be glad you came. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. We're getting closer to game time and reports from all over the state on the best prep show in the country. This is Countdown to the Original at Francesca's by Katie's on 106.1 Nash Icon, NashFM1061.com, CrescentCitySports.com, and on the Original Network. Welcome back to John Curtis Night on Countdown to the Original, and thank you to the John Curtis Patriots cheerleaders for their fine performances here during the show. And now we are going to be joined by Ed Daniels of Friday Night Football. Ed, say hello to the star of Friday Night Football, Coach J.T. Curtis. They know the star and very highly compensated, so no question. <laughs> Ed, is there any truth to the rumor that you've been trying to get JT to bring the cheerleaders to the studio to cheer you on? And he just wanted yeah, to try to pump him know. up a little bit. You know what? If that's, if that's what Coach wanted to do, he could do whatever he wanted. I don't tell him anything. Where you at, Ed? I'm at the Rumble Brother Martin game. All right, a fine ball game. Yes, sir. Uh, well, I gotta, we got to get your thoughts on the game we're broadcasting on CrescentCitySports.com tonight. Holy Cross at Edna Carr. Going to be a lot of special athletes on the field at Morris Jeff tonight. Well, I mean, you know, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be a really good game. Uh, you know, I mean, I would imagine that um, there's going to be a few points scored in that game too. So, um, you know, I, I'll be very curious to see how. Um, I mean, Carr thinks they can score on anybody, so um, I don't. I don't know if they're going to employ the same, um, you know, same strategy that Brother Martin did last week, holding Holy Cross to six possessions. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't think we're going to see that. So um, that'll be a very, very interesting game. Well, Ed, uh, say hello to uh, Coach Curtis. Do you have a question for him, or do you want to go over the game plan for tonight's show? Whatever you want. I don't, I don't, Ed, I don't know. Is he coming to work tonight? I mean, you know, I, I have no idea. Is he, is he coming in or what? If, if I don't, I'm not sure the show will go on because nobody else can get you calmed down prior to the uh, yeah, well, look. Well, you know what? Here's, I'm going to tell you a secret, Les, okay? All right? All right. It's ten fifty-five thirty. 
and he's still in the sports office marking scripts. Okay? And I have to tell one of the directors, go fish him out of there and tell him to come to the set. All right? So, I mean, if you want to know what gives me a heart attack, the co-anchor not being on the set at the beginning of the show is probably a problem. I, I, would, I would like to tell you he's lying, but he's not lying. He's telling the truth. But that's okay. because he's as cool as a cucumber, just like he is on the sideline. You on the oh no no I've no 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 I've I've seen I've seen the other side of that you know no 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 don't don't don't, don't you know don't come with that okay because that's that's a that's a little bit of a misnomer. <laughs> well, Ed, you got to tell us about the other games of note that you're covering around the area and beyond with your great team at WGNL. No. Well, I mean, one of the games we're going to be at tonight is Mandeville St. Paul. Huge rivalry, St. Paul's 4-0 in the league. And uh, we're going to be at Pope John Paul tonight. They've won five games. They have a nice little team. And, um, you know, they're very, very excited about what they're doing. They're hosting Independence. So we'll be at Lakeshore and Pearl River. I think that's going to be a really good game. So, you know, I know Pearl River wants to win that game very badly. And I think that's going to be a good ball game. It sounds like you have the North Shore blanketed. Well, you know, look, uh, here's the deal. We go to the best games wherever they are. And um, if, if you've got a great game, we're going to find you. And Coach knows that. Yep. And, and that's why the show is the hit that it is and has been for such a long time. And, uh, Ed, we're going to let you get back to work because we know okay. you have a lot to do. But uh, thanks for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you and the coach on Friday Night Football. All right, Coach, if you want to bring me some food, I'm, 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 not, uh, <laughs> I'm not opposed to that, okay? I'll put it in the refrigerator. I'll eat it after the show, okay? That's a deal, buddy. All right, buddy. You guys have a good one. Take care. Thank you. That's Ed Daniels of Friday Night Football, and uh, we have a few minutes left with uh, Coach Curtis on Countdown to the Original and uh, before we send it to the studio at the top of the hour, you know, one thing I wanted to bring up, I've been talking to a lot of people about you for a story I'm going to do at CrescentCitySports.com. And there are so many coaches in this area that just admire the, the, the people on your staff who either played for you or have coached for you, for, with you for a long time or both because it's that Curtis system and everyone on your staff has been in it for a long time and that they say that makes a huge difference when they go against you. Oh, I, I don't think there's any doubt. Consistency of performance is what you strive for and when you consistently are able to teach and are able to, and look, that's all coaching is. Coaching is teaching, no different than a classroom. And when everybody's on the same page and we know what we're trying to get accomplished in terms of of the big picture, uh, that's very important. But what really is important is the little things that we are able to do together that we've done over and over and over for years and years. And I think there's no question it, it makes a big difference. Uh, you know, I get the question all the time, how much longer can you do this? And when you have a staff like mine that is able to uh, work together and, and be able to uh, congealed together without having any conflict or any uh, adversity or an animosity. And a lot of times you don't see that, but it can happen. Uh, it makes it work very pleasant, and I'm very fortunate. 
And it's a real family feel, obviously, not only because of blood relation, your sons being so heavily involved, but you're able to keep that continuity because uh, not just the success, but what you mentioned that's so important that people get along. They're all pulling in the same direction. Yeah. And if you don't have that amongst the coaches, you can't have that amongst the players. No. And, and believe me, the one thing I've learned through the years is you cannot fool kids. You do not fool kids. They know. They pick up if things are not the way they need to be. And we're very – and look, it's not that any of us are yes men. We all have input into what we do. And then we come together with the decision that we've, that we've made, and we're going to support that decision and, uh, and approach it from that perspective. And I think it, it, it lends itself to the continuity that you're looking for offensively. I, look, off the subject just a tad, I think that's what the Saints are going through just a little bit. I don't think they have found themselves, if I had to say anything negative, and I don't like to say anything negative about coaches, I think Derek Carr not playing in the preseason has hurt them. I, I, I know I think they were trying to protect him as a, as, a, as a franchise quarterback, but it takes time to get that stuff worked out. And, and, and I think that we're seeing at this point some signs of what can happen and, and not having any preseason work, I think, hurts. So that continuity is so important. And especially when you were in one place for nine years and you're coming exactly. to a new place with new players, new exactly. coaches. Exactly. So, but hopefully they can work through that as the season progresses. But uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, step aside just momentarily. Uh, you've been listening to Countdown to the Original, and when we come back on the other side of this break, it will be the start of the original Ken Trahan's original prep football report, and Ken and Roe Brown and the crew in the studio will take over. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Countdown to the Original live from Francesca by Katie's Deli Pizzeria, featuring St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair at 515 Harrison Avenue on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, New Orleans, and at NashFM1061.com. The Countdown Show is also heard on Talk 107.3 FM, Baton Rouge. Sports Talk 97.7 FM, Ruston Monroe. WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM, Slidell. Countdown to the Original was presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best prep sports site in Louisiana with the state's best scoreboard. The Countdown Show was also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. Countdown to the Original is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Wego, by Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, and by the RL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Porterview Restaurant in Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area, Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue, Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport, by Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner, Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie, Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner. Moe's Pizza in West Rigo. Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna. Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie. Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie. Fat Boy's Pizza on Metairie Road. 
by Mike Sirio's Po' Boys in Delhi on St. Charles Avenue, by Matsumori Pizzeria in Metairie, Beer's Po' Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road, and by Sunray Grill on Belchase Highway in Gretna. Now, stay tuned for the most celebrated, longest-running, most comprehensive prep football show anywhere, Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report, coming up next on 1061 Nash Icon, the original network, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to the 29th year of Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge. Sports Talk 97.7 FM Ruston Monroe. WSLA 1560 and 93.9 FM. The original is also brought to you by CrescentCitySports.com with the state's best scoreboard and best prep coverage. The original is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The original is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, by Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area. Segnet Landing and Swamp Tours in West Rigo, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Quarter View Restaurant in Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area. Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue, Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport, by Copeland's of New Orleans in Kenner, Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie, Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner, Moe's Pizza in West Rigo, Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna, Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie, Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie, Fat Boy's Pizza on Metairie Road, by Mike Sirio's Po' Boys in Delhi on St. Charles Avenue. By That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie. Bears Po' Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road. And by Sunray Grill on Belchase Highway in Gretna. Now it's time for the best, most comprehensive prep football show in Louisiana. Here's your host and creator for the 29th year of the original from CrescentCitySports.com, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, and Delgado Baseball. Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director, Ken Trahan. And a pleasure. Good evening. Welcome to year number 29 and week number 8 of the original. Along with Rudy Dixon and Daryl Ashley, our producers taking care of business here this evening. Emmanuel Peppas, our scoreboard operator. Of course, my co-host, Ro Brown, who joins us in a moment. And unless he's Jude Young, we'll head out to Francesca's as well. I'm Ken Trahan. So glad you're with us this evening. And we're ready to roll, and we always get started. We're telling you about our great New Orleans quarterback club sponsored by the R&L Carries New Orleans Bowl, Prep Player of the Week for CrescentCitySports.com for Friday Night Football and for the original for week number seven. Destrahan Senior Linebacker Collage Cobbins of Destrahan High School. Cobbins, 14 tackles, three for loss, broke up a pass, and returned an interception, 28 yards for a touchdown, and a 38-7 win over Terrebonne in a game stream live on Crescent City Sports. 
Coached by Marcus Scott, Cobbins will be honored at the year-end meeting of the Great New Orleans Quarterback Club Tuesday, December 12th at the Cannery on Toulouse Street. And we have our next Quarterback Club meeting next Tuesday, the 24th, with Courtney Gaucher of Tulane, Marlon Favorite, John Fordcade, Nelson Stewart, among others. And we look forward to having you there on that day for that get-together next Tuesday at noon. Of course, Ro Brown, my co-host, joins me now. Ro, it's always Hello. a pleasure. How you doing, buddy? How you doing, Kenneth? Week eight, it's flying. The time is flying. It is flying. It has flown, really. It's flying. It's Week flown. Eight. It's good. Week eight. We We're got happy. Some good games, so got some good games, so you know, district okay. time, getting down to nitty gritty time in districts all around the state. That's a good thing. No doubt. People can watch Car and Holy Cross live at CrescentCitySports.com. Mm-hmm. That game underway as we speak. Car is threatening. Uh, to start that ball game, having taken the opening kickoff and driven down the field in that one. And, of course, we'll update that among many games to come here tonight. Can tell you that Brother Martin has scored right away on his first possession. Long touchdown pass oh. to lead Rommel as they've just scored with 10 4 to play in the first quarter. And the extra point is good. Mm-hmm. So it's 7 nothing Brother Martin, 10 4 to play in the first. So fun night tonight, Ro. Yep. And Absolutely. I know, I know you always enjoy talking to the gentleman I'll introduce now as it's John Curtis Christian Knight at Francesca's. At 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview, that's where Jude Young and Les East are standing by with your friend of mine, J.T. Curtis. Gentlemen, good evening. Good evening, Ken. And uh, I'm sure as you heard earlier, we had the uh, John Curtis cheerleaders uh, whipping up the crowd into a frenzy. (laughs) And uh, it has been a fun night, as it always is, for John Curtis night. And head coach J.T. Curtis is here, so fire away. Well, I'm going to let Roe go first. Since Rose the elder statesman here, I'm just the elder, but he's the elder statesman. So, row fire away. JT, you remember the last, first time I interviewed you? Golly, I, I, I know, I know Let me say this. What's your it name? Was a long time ago. You had a big district game coming up. Uh, a big district game. And you had players like. Sam Smith. Uh, who else did you have? I think Manny was on that team. Manny Michelle was on that team. Yeah, yeah. And the big thing was whether or not you could stop a running back named Reggie Reginelli. Yep. Yep. That was some, I'll tell you what, that was, that was some good, good football. I yes, did a, it was. I did, a, I did a program, I did a thing the other day, and his wife was on there, Reggie's, and I really had a good time talking to her, talking about her dad, his dad, who was as good a football coach as ever coached in his city, uh, uh, Big Reg, and, and uh, that was some really hard-fought, tough physical games that uh, we grew uh, we grew our teeth on. Mm-hmm. That was 1978, because it was Reggie's senior year, I think, I think. So it's been that long. I think we won. <laughs> <laughs> you did most of the time. You know, After yeah, year that's, one, that's that, a pretty that's, easy that's, guess. That's really not difficult to guess, <laughs> JT. Okay, over the last, you yeah. know, what, you know, 45 years, it's not that difficult to yep. guess. <laughs> uh, and I want to say one thing also. You know, yeah. I, I Say you, one thing. Heard you talking about, uh, early, about teaching and coaching and all that kind of stuff. And remember that line? I think I probably told you that. Coach Eddie Robinson told me one time, if we could get 
coaches to do more teaching and teachers to do more coaching, we wouldn't have any problems in education. And I think that's what you've been doing for 50 years. Well, and I'm going to tell you, Coach Robinson is 100% correct, and, and that's why he was a great football coach and a great leader and mentor of young men that he was. And I think anybody that played for Coach didn't only talk about him as a football coach. They talked about him as a father figure, a mentor that, that meant more to them in their life. And, and I think that same thing that needs to happen in the classroom and that, and that, and that kids need to know that teachers care about them uh, as a person, as an individual, as they, as coaches should also. JT, Ken Trahan, listen, great to have you with us as always, and continue prayers for your family. I'll leave it at that. Uh, that's a given. It goes without saying. And you had your Hall of Fame last week, uh, your Athletic Hall of Fame inductions. That was pretty special, wasn't it? Oh, you know, it really was uh, to see those uh, uh, the three male athletes and, of course, the female athletes in uh, uh, Monique Dupard and, and JB, who came back, who was uh, our first dominant pitcher uh, in, in softball and a great player at Nickel State, and and and, and uh, Greg Dubrock, who uh, was just one of the one of the most competitive uh, players that I've ever coached. But uh, and his brothers all played for me, and they that whole family was was that kind of competition. And of course, uh, Jonathan Wells. Uh, who, who really spoke to the student body in an assembly and got them all riled up and had them all cheering. And uh, he's just that kind of guy about his competitive spirit. And then uh, finally, Michael Stonebreaker, who, uh, you know, was a two-year All-American at Notre Dame and uh, into the uh, College Hall of Fame and uh, to be inducted into ours. It was, it was just a great night. We had a, a, a wonderful banquet for him on Thursday and then the induction officially at the uh, game at the Shrine Arn Airline on, uh, on Friday night. It was, a, it was a memorable night for all of us. Well, obviously it was a great night, some great names, and of course a great tradition with a great program that uh, obviously looked the part last week. I know that's the team you want to see play moving forward. It is. It is. We, we, I thought we played the kind of game defensively that we're capable of playing, uh, very physical. Uh, and as I mentioned in, in our show prior to this, that uh, I think we're maturing and growing defensively. We're a young defense. I've only got three seniors that, that uh, contribute uh, in any way. And, and our young guys are starting to step up and, and starting to get their uh, feet on the ground and not be overwhelmed by uh, the environment because they've been in some tough environments and and I think you have to be able to do that. There's no no uh, nothing like experience. Yep. When you experience it, it's not like practice. It's not like talk. It's like being under the gun. And I think they're getting better and better. I, offensively, I think we played the way we're capable of playing. Uh, our quarterback did a great job in running our offense, and we have great depth uh, at our running back. And uh, we, we had a just we had an overall uh, really solid ball game. All right, he's J.T. Curtis, John Curtis, Christian United Francescas, and we'll go back and check in with them in just a bit. We can pass on a few scores to you of what's transpiring right now. Uh, Car six nothing over Holy Cross in the first. Uh, St. James seven nothing over Donaldsonville in the first. And as mentioned, Brother Martin, 7-0 over Rumble in the first. Lakeshore leads Pearl River 7-0 in the first quarter. Lutcher 3-0 over Assumption in the first quarter. Newman leads Country Day 7-0 in the first quarter. LaRonger 3, Archbishop Hannon 0-0 also in the first quarter of that game. And we can tell you as well that Holy Cross has just scored. And 
Yep, touchdown and waiting for the extra point. See if they take the lead at 6-6, extra point pending. Benicia Restaurant, 134 North Carrollton Avenue, serving New Orleans since 1957. Benicia open for dinner six days a week. Closed on Tuesdays, signature pizza pies, fried eggplant sticks and artichokes, chicken parmesan, chicken marsala, fresh fish dishes, and more. Venetia. NewOrleans.net is the website. Eel College Inn, a New Orleans tradition, open 4 to 10 Tuesday through Thursday, 4 to 11 Friday and Saturday at 3000 South Carrollton. College Inn has daily specials, including the oysters of Vardy, the great pole boys. The shrimp's really good. Of course, you can get the shrimp, barbecue shrimp appetizer. It's delicious. The steaks are awesome. Lamb shank, too. And then once you finish, go to Rock and Bowl. Enjoy bowling and music, a New Orleans tradition. Eel College Inn. Go to collegein1933.com. And thanks to Two Tonys. 8536 Pond Street, Boulevard on West End, open Tuesday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. Fresh fish and seafood items grilled, blackened or fried, family owned and operated since 1987. Two Tony's, delicious Italian dishes, po' boys, many salads as well. They make it from scratch. They've got a banquet room too for your needs. Two Tony's, 8536 Pond Street, Boulevard on West End. And that's Amori Pizzeria, took care of us tonight. 4441 West Metairie near Clearview. Chicago-style pizza, New York-style pizza, great pasta, great lunch specials every day. Seafood's great. Creole Creamery ice cream as well. And it is thatsamoripizzaonline.com. Time out here. Back in a moment with reporters on the original. At Simply Safe, our 24-7 lifeguard protection helps stop crime in real time. Because during a break-in, every second counts. And these days, every dollar counts. Right now, get 45% off any new system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash radio. It's U.S. News and World Report's best home security of 2023. Advanced home security, 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Doug. With Liberty Mutual, you can customize and save hundreds on your car insurance. But what to buy with those savings? Yep, I bought a sound effects machine. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Savings may vary underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates excludes Massachusetts. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Hi, this is Troy and Tracy Duhon with Giving Hope, and we're celebrating our 10th anniversary of the Giving Hope Gala. Join us at the Hyatt on Saturday, November 4th, as we celebrate a decade of hope. It is a privilege to serve the people of this great city. We'll have Demario Davis, Mike Haas, Tommy Tucker, Sola Kim, LBJ, and Glenn Boyd. So don't miss the Giving Hope Gala. Go to givinghopenola.org to register. And remember, love changes everything. It's time to head to the stadium playing fields to hear from our reporters on Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 FM Nash Icon New Orleans, the original network, and at CrescentCitySports.com. Sunray Grill, 2600 Bell Chase Highway in Gretna, a must-stop West Bank Classic, Thai riblets, nachos, shrimp tacos, fish quesadillas, Wonderful ribs, they've got it all, and they'll take care of your party needs. Holiday, hey, you got a party, they're ready for you. 
they got the menus for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and more. Sit back and enjoy it. Sunray Grill. Go to sunraygrill.com. Mike Sirio's Po' Boys, 133 St. Charles Avenue, the staple of downtown New Orleans for Po' Boy Dining. Large overstuffed Po' Boys, salads, soups, much more. And, of course, they got a lot of specials named after your local football teams that you love. Sirio's Po' Boys. Go to Sirio's Po' Boys. Dot com to get your po' boy need. St. James 14 to nothing now over Donaldsonville. Still in the first quarter. Booker T. Washington scores, and they make a two-point conversion. Lions lead Jesuit 8-0 in the first quarter. Newman 14, Country Day nothing in the first quarter of that contest tonight. And Destrahan leads Sulphur 7-0 in the first quarter in that game. All right, to the playing fields we go. First up, let's check in on the game at CrescentCitySports.com live right now. Big one in 95A, Holy Cross and Carr, and Morris Jeff Stadium. Here's Mr. Kirkwood. Good evening, mister. Hey, good evening, Ken. How are you? Good. What's happening? Listen, man, this is a pretty exciting game. Uh, with 728, uh, a three-yard touchdown by Diane Wilson of Carr to give Carr a 6-0 lead. Right on the ensuing kickoff, Holy Cross takes it down to... The car 20, uh, Kieran Smith with a one-yard touchdown with 6.36 left in the first. Holy Cross 7, car 6. All right, mister. Thank you very much. Newman Country Day. Jacob seen out there. Jacob, good evening. Good evening, Mr. Ken. It's currently 14 nothing. Newman is winning with six minutes and 30 seconds left in the first quarter. Will Lozell rushing for a one-yard touchdown after Eli Lute found an Eli's friend found Andrew for a 43-yard completion to put them at the one-yard line. And then Bland for Country Day threw a pick-six to Jack Nesser to make the score 14 nothing with six minutes and 30 seconds left in the first quarter. I'm Jacob Cena for the original. And it is Mike Garcia standing by. It's East Ascension, Denham Springs. Good evening, Mike. Yeah, Ken, uh, so far right now about 6.51 here left in the first quarter. East Ascension just now kicked a field goal. 31-yarder is good. Denham Springs opened up the game, started driving down the field, got just over into East Ascension territory, and then, of course, a three and out, uh, a blocked uh, punt gave East Ascension the ball pretty much in the red zone, uh, and pretty much the defensive uh, stand for Denham Springs stopped them. Uh, 6.51 here left in the first quarter. East Ascension 3, Denham Springs nothing. I'm Mike Garcia for the original. Lakeshore now leads Pearl River 13 nothing, 115 to play in the first quarter. 13 nothing. Lakeshore jumping out on Pearl River in that district game tonight. And we will tell you that Signet Landing at 450 Laracini Street, West Wego, just off the West Bank Expressway, is a delicious restaurant featuring local delicacies. The crawfish pie, the crab cakes, they're great. The pork chop, seafood platter, outstanding. The bread pudding's incredible. We have our show there on Wednesday nights, our Saints Hall of Fame show, live from 6 to 7. On Wednesday nights at Signet Landing, where they have swamp tours as well as part of Gatortown. Open six days a week, closed on Tuesdays. Visit SignetLanding.com. For more information, let's check in on LaSalle at Logan Sport with Matt Martin. Matt, good evening. Good evening. Got off to a real quick start here in Logan Sport. It's homecoming for the Tigers, and they're happy to be playing another Tigers, the LaSalle Tigers. Logan Sport got on the board first with a touchdown run from Jacqueline Jackson, followed by a touchdown pass from Stevie Holloway to Duartez Chapman. Both two-point conversions fell incomplete. So with about three minutes to go, four minutes, four minutes to go in the first quarter, your score, Logan Sport 12, LaSalle nothing. All right, thank you. Send them all touchdown. Patrick, email with a report. Patrick. 
Okay, we're coming down to the end of the first quarter. Touchdown won the toss. Penn sent him on back at the nine-yard line, sent him on three and out. Touchdown gets the ball, great field position, three and out. Touchdown, Santa Maul gets a great punt return, flips the field, gets in touchdown territory, misses a field goal. This touchdown ball, start of the second quarter, 20-yard line for senior night here on the Griffin campus. I'm Patrick Email for the original. All right, thank you very much. And now we check in on Acadiana Southside, a big one in 3-5-8. Here's Nick Fontenot of the Acadiana Advocate. Nick? We got 20 seconds to go in the first quarter. Acadiana up on Southside. Seven to six. Southside scored first after a fake punt by Acadiana. Gave him great field position inside the 40-yard line. And on the next play, a 39-yard touchdown pass. And Southside's in the end zone going up six. After Acadiana got the ball back, Morris all the way down the field. Got a touchdown. We think we shut out last week at John Curtis, so it was good to get offensive points. And now we are just about to enter the second quarter. So 11 seconds to go in the first quarter. And it's a heavyweight fight as advertised. Acadiana up seven to six. All right, thank you very much. Two possessions, two touchdowns for Brother Martin. Looking great. Lead Rommel 14-0, a minute left in the first quarter of that game at Joe Yanni Stadium this evening. Messina's at the terminal, Lakefront Airport, open 8-3 to Tuesday through Sunday with two unique banquet rooms, the atrium and walnut rooms, blue plate specials. You can enjoy brunch. You can watch the planes fly in and out. Perfect place for weddings, galas, reunions, special events. Messina's at the terminal, 6601 Stars and Stripes Boulevard and Lakefront Airport, New Orleans. Thanks to Moe's Pizza, 1112 Avenue H in West Wego, home of the original big 21-inch pie. Moe's uses only the freshest, authentic ingredients. Many sandwiches, muffaladas, bread pudding, great homemade lemonade, Moe's, Open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Go to mospizzanola.com for more information. It's Magnolia School of Excellence at Haynesville tonight. Dwayne Woodard is on the scene. Hey, Dwayne. Good evening, guys. We're about two minutes before kickoff or middle of the match. We're right now. Homecoming here is painful. The big question is tonight, um, Coach Franklin moved up six eighth graders to the varsity squad tonight just to see if we can get a little depth as we get ready to go into the playoffs. All right, Dwayne, we'll check back in with you when that one gets underway again. That's a 7.30 start. It's East Valenciana at Dunham. Scott McLean has an update. Scott? Hey, what's up, guys? It's 3.41 left in the first quarter. Competitive game, 14-6. Dunham over East Feliciana. Highly competitive game. Big hits, big plays. Great night tonight for football. All right, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Destrahan has taken a 14-0 lead over Sulphur, 224 to play in the first quarter. Destrahan smoking early. Big rivalry game, East Jefferson, West Jefferson, at Hoss Master Stadium. Carl Ninny is there. Carl, good evening. Hey, good evening, Ken. Uh, we have 326 remaining in the first quarter. West Jeff is up 7-0. Uh, West Jeff received the ball first, and uh, they drove down. They had a 55-yard drive, drove down, scored a touchdown on a run, but it was called back on a holding penalty. Uh, a few plays later, quarterback Warren Mays took it in himself for nine yards. The PAT by Robar Lenez was good. Uh, East Jeff got the ball. They went three and out. West Jeff is now driving. They got the ball uh, on a 39-yard line of East Jefferson. Uh, so we have 326 remaining in the first quarter. West Jeff seven, East Jeff nothing. This is Carlene reporting for the original. All right, thank you, Carl. Let's check in now on Booker T. Washington and Jesuit. Tag Gromley, here's Justin Manali. Justin? Hey, good evening. Uh, it's 540 left in the first quarter. Booker T. Washington up 8-0. Um, over Jesuit. Jesuit's first possession had a first down 
Uh, and then an interception by Booker T. Washington. Um, his Jesuit, so Booker T. Washington interception into Jesuit territory. A broken play, touchdown pass by Booker T. Washington. Jesuit's now got a stop on defense, got the ball. Actually, Jesuit got the ball back and fumbled. Uh, second turnover, first two possessions. Jesuit has got a stop now at the Booker T. Washington 14-yard line with a third down and three coming up with five minutes and ten seconds down 8-0. This is Justin with the original. All right, Justin, thank you. Lafayette Christian at Westgate, Neil McClellan of the Acadiana Advocate. Neil? Hey, guys, with 2.15 left in the first quarter, Lafayette Christian just scored their second touchdown. They're lining up for the extra point right now. It is up. It is good. And Lafayette Christian's up 14-3 over Westgate. The Knights took the opening kickoff, drove the field, scored on a touchdown run. Westgate responded with a 30-yard field goal. Lafayette just responded to that with a touchdown, and Lafayette's about to kick off to Westgate for Westgate's second possession. So with 2.15 left in the second quarter, it's 14-3, Lafayette Christian. Neil McClellan for the original. All right, Neil, thank you. Punch Jewel is at Fountain Blue in District 65A. Logan Graffy is there. Logan? Well, Ken, we have a low-scoring affair already, and we are in a run attack versus a run attack, and we are already in the second quarter, and it's ticking down already. Right now, Ponchatoula has a slim lead of 7 to nothing over the Fountain Blue Bulldogs. All right, Fountain Blue off 7 nothing in that one. Thank you very much. Let's check in now with Lamar Gafford. Big game in central Louisiana, Gina and Bunky. Hey, Lamar. Hey, to you too, Ken. And right now, Bunky is leading uh, Gina 6 to nothing with 1.28 to go in the first quarter. Uh, Dylan Thompson, he rushed it in for a touchdown, two-yard touchdown run uh, just to put uh, Bunky on the board here. And looks like Gina right now, they're driving on the uh, 15-yard line. Just got a first down here, so they're trying to see if they can even up the score right here. But right now, Bunky 6, Gina 0 with 122 to go in the first quarter. This is Mark Gaffin with the original. All right, Jesuit has scored. They kicked the extra point. Still Booker T. Washington 8, Jesuit 7, late first quarter. Let's check in now on the Willow School at home at Breeze Family Field against Ben Franklin. Here's Chris Roberts. Hi, Chris. Oh. Hey, Chris. Hey, Ken, how's it going? But, but, yeah, we, 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 I mean, right now we're at 3.15 left in the first quarter, um, and it's still a scoreless game. But, yeah, it's uh, just the Nerd Bowl 2 um, continuation of last year's crazy game. That's a homecoming here, so the crazy atmosphere. But, yeah, so far no points on the board. But, Ben Franklin has driven twice um, deep in the Willow territory and turned the ball over uh, twice. But, yeah, currently we have, uh, we have currently scored 0-0. Oh, oh, three minutes of the first quarter. Chris Hobbs for the original. Thank you, Chris. They go to the second quarter. Central leading Zachary 7-0. Terrebonne leads East St. John 7-0 with a minute left in the first quarter of that game. Let's check in with Sam Francis. Big rivalry, Mandeville and St. Paul's in District 65A. Hey, Sam. Hey, hey guys. How y'all doing? Good. What's going on, hey, buddy? We're about, to, hey, we're about to start the second quarter here. Mandeville's leading this one 3-0. It's been a heck of a defensive battle. Mandeville took the opening kickoff. Drove down the field, got three points out of it. St. Paul took the next drive, went all the way down to the one, then over, snapped over the head, got it back to 21, and they missed the field goal. We're sitting here at the end of the first quarter, score three nothing. All right, thank you, Estruma Bonneville and Mus Berlino. Jarquez Hobson is there. Hey, Jarquez, good evening. Doing today? What's going uh, on? It's, just a, it's a great game going on right now. Uh, right now, they just kicked off. We're down. Bonneville is down seven. Stroma has 16. Um, Bumble has yet to take the field on the offensive side. David Perry, 
He has stripped the uh, stripped the running back for um, a run back of 70 yards for a touchdown. But the sum of their run game has been very unstoppable, and they're up 16-7 right now in the first quarter with three minutes and four seconds to go. 16-7 is Struma, correct? Yes, sir. All right, got it. Thank you very much. Brother Martin off and running at Joe Yenny Stadium against Archbishop Rumble. Here's Matt Sims with an update. Hey, Matt. Hey, Ken. Yeah, Brother Martin. Also, a hot start here. They lead 14 to nothing with 11-12 to play in the second quarter over Rumble. They uh, received the ball to start the game, quickly marched down the field, scoring on a 51-yard touchdown pass to Rex LeBlanc that made it 7 to nothing. They held Brother Martin to a four and out as the Raiders went for it. On fourth down and three, that came up a yard short. They gave Brother Martin back the ball, uh, the ball back at their own 35. They then went on a 13-yard play, scoring on a one-yard touchdown run by Jordan West to make it 14 to nothing. And that's where we're at right now. Brother Martin 14, rumble nothing. 10:48 to play in the first half. I'm Matt Sims for the original. East Ascension takes a three nothing lead over Denham Springs, and Jesuit has just scored. They now lead Booker T. Washington 13-8 with 4:20 to play in the first quarter of that game. Live at CrescentCitySports.com. It is Holy Cross 7 and the car 6 as they go to the second quarter of that game. Watch it live at CrescentCitySports.com. Always free. It is Central and Zachary. Big matchup tonight. Eric Brown is on the scene. Eric, good evening. Hey, got to me pretty fast. I got 11 minutes and 39 seconds to play in the second quarter and the score is 7-7 between the Central Wildcats and the Zachary Broncos. Central scored first. It was on their second drive. They went 10 plays down the field. Uh, running back Damon, Damon Blocker scored on a 13-yard play, on a 5-yard run, excuse me. That made it 7 nothing. Central. Zachary, looked like Central's defense had stiffened up. They got a big sack for minus 10 yards. And then on the very next play, Zachary, 87-yard touchdown pass from Hudson Spangler to Trey Dez Green to even the score up. That's where we stand right now. It's Central's ball deep in their own territory. 11 minutes, 5 seconds to play in the first half. It's 7-7 Central and Zachary. Reporting live from Zachary, this is Eric Brown for the original. Green Oaks leads North Caddo 6 to nothing. Let's check in now in District 65A. Slide Elliott Covington. Here's Scott Meyer. Scott? Good evening, guys. Right now, with the start of the second quarter, it's Covington 7 Fidel 7, coming getting on the board at the 5.30 mark of the first quarter. Brandon, covering the lines, taking over deep in, in Tigers territory at the 28. One play, Brandon Copley hits Jawan Brock on a 28-yard touchdown pass. That extra point was good. With Slidell coming right back. 70 play, 53-yard drive. That drive was capped off with a 10-yard Travel Watch touchdown run at the 156 mark of the first. So right now, with 11.46 to go in a second, it's Covington 7, Fidel 7. This is Scott Meyer reporting for the original. All right, thank you very much. Rose, some early thoughts? Mm. Well, Brother Martin, very impressive. Getting better and better. nothing. Yeah, getting I was going to say, yeah. you know, it's one of those situations where you can tell that uh, Mark has his team getting better and better as they, as, as they tend to do. Uh, that's why they reached the finals last year, as a matter of fact. The big win in central Louisiana, 6 nothing. Bunky over... Gina. That's what I heard. Yep. And I think it's uh, our game on Crescent City Sports. It's still 7 6. Holy Cross over Edna Carr. Yeah, slow extra point attempt by Carr was blocked mm-hmm. and uh, didn't really get off the ground with the kick. And Holy Cross scored and they made their extra point. So 3 0 Mandeville. There you go. Over St. Paul. Paul in 6 5 8. Yep. Big matchup yep. and big rivalry to, to say the least. All right. End of the first quarter. Denver Springs 3 is East Ascension 3. They're tied 3 3. End of first quarter. St. James 14. Donaldsonville nothing as they go to the second quarter in that one. Lakeshore has scored again. Lakeshore leads Pearl River 20 to nothing. 7.50 to play 
in the first half of that game. Gina and Bunky now tied 6-6, 11-53 to play in the first half. Gina Bunky tied 6-6 in a big one there. All right, let's check in now with Cody Futrell standing by. West Monroe is at uh, Washtaw Parish. Hey, Cody, good evening. Good evening, Ken. Uh, it's 14-7. West Monroe just took the lead here. Uh, we got 11-37 and counting left to go in the second quarter. West Monroe started off the game uh, with a great field position after a muff punt by Washington. set West Monroe up, and uh, Hayden Federico, after a couple of penalties, pushed West Monroe back from the goal line. Well, Hayden Federico found Grant Emerson in the back of the end zone for a 22-yard touchdown reception. Washington wasted no time on the uh, next West Monroe possession. They forced a fumble in uh, West Monroe territory, and in two plays were in on a quarterback sneak to tie it up. Uh, the, just moments ago, West Monroe forced a punt from Washington, and it was uh, blocked. And Tyler Roar picked it up and returned it for a touchdown to get us to 14 to 7. West Monroe leading Washita 1058 and counting here in the second quarter. Reporting for the original is Cody Petro. All right, Cody, thank you very much. It's Pearl River at Lakeshore, and it's Roland Skinner with an update. Roland. Hey, Tim, with 750 left remaining in the second quarter, it's Lakeshore 20, Pearl River 0. Lakeshore took the opening kickoff 58 yards on eight plays with a one yard touchdown run by Audrey Grove. After a three-and-out by Pearl River, Lakeshore went on a 63-yard seven-play drop, uh, two-yard touchdown for Arger Grove, second of the game. Uh, Pearl River went three-and-out again. Lakeshore then took it 85 yards on seven plays with a Bobinard quarterback sneak. And uh, that's where we're at right now in the second quarter. It's the Titans 20, the Rebels 0. This is Roland Skinner for the original. Berwick and unbeaten number one E.D. White Catholic. Bubba Hebert has an update. Hey, Bubba, good evening. Hey, Ken, it's uh, eight minutes left in the uh, second quarter. E.D. White's up 14-7 to and marching right down the field, on a, apparently on the 12-yard line. They started off the game with Berg getting the ball first and absolutely running it down E.D. White's throat for the first time on the first drive of the game since week two. After that, E.D. White responded well with a three and out and immediately punched one in to make it 14-7, and then they just scored again to make it 20-7, to waiting on extra point now. Well, let's wait and see if they make the extra points since since they just scored. So twenty to seven, Edie White with the lead yeah, now. It's, it's the first time Edie White's got punched in the mouth in uh, at least five or six weeks, which is kind of something they probably needed before uh, they'll make a deep run um, towards the end of the season, where the competition's really going to ramp up with Sam Houston next week and St. James after that. And, and the field goals being attempted. Extra point. And. Waiting to see if they convert. Defense really stepped up right yeah. after and, uh, and has pushed um, yeah. two, three and outs immediately. Extra point is good, 21-7. All right. E.D. White, 7.55 left in the second quarter. All right, Bubba, thank you. Lutcher, 10-0 over assumption, 5.54 to play in the first half. Higgins is at Bell Chase. David Myers is there. Hey, David. Hey, how you doing? We got uh, Higgins against Bell Chase at uh, Bell Chase. It is 7 minutes, 55 seconds left. You got Bell Chase up 14-0. Higgins took... To open a kickoff, and on the first play of their possession, they fumbled. Bell Chase took went 20, 30 yards for the first touchdown. Um, Higgins has not really been able to do anything. Uh, Bell Chase, every time they touched the ball, they scored. And just now, Higgins went on a four plays uh, tur- uh, turnover. Uh, they had a little drop going, but then they got stalled on uh, the Bell Chase's 40 yard line, and they just turned the ball over after uh, fourth down. And Bell Chase is about to come back out with first down. Uh, really nothing too great or not great here. Just uh, Bell Chase playing Bell Chase's game, and Higgins just trying to slow him down. Um, like I said, he's got uh, Bell Chase 14, Higgins 0, uh, with 7.55 left in the first half of the play. All right, thank you very much. 
Let's check in now on St. Louis Catholic and South Lafourche with Jason Bertrand. Jason? Yes, sir. Over here we've got uh, 436 left in the first half. St. Louis up 7 nothing. South Lafourche deferred in the first half. Uh, St. Louis threw a pass to the end zone. It was called back for pass interference in the first quarter. Uh, South Lafourche got their first drive going. St. Louis held on fourth down. It was a heavy mix of pass and run by South Lafourche on that first drive. Uh, St. Louis was able to uh, to hold Lafouse on fourth down as well, and then uh, Grant Monte scored with 2:02 in the first quarter to make it seven and nothing. Uh, St. Louis drove down to the two yard line. Uh, South Lafouche forced a fumble at the two yard line with 10:36 left in the second quarter. Right now, South Lafouche is inside the 20 yard line and driving with 3:54 left in the first half. All right, thank you very much, North Shore and Hammond in 6:58. A. Here's Bill Gallagher. Hey, Bill, what's happening? Hey, guys, we're coming out of a timeout here with 2.43 left to go in the second quarter. Hammond trails North Shore 14 nothing, but Hammond does have the ball right now just onto the North Shore side of the field. It's second down and long at about the 45-yard line. And this game opened up with North Shore going three and out to start the game. We just had a big completion downfield down to the eight-yard line by Hammond. They're looking to try and score here before the end of the half. Again, uh... North Shore went three and out, but then their defense has done what they've done all year and has just made it very difficult for Hammond to move the ball. North Shore's put two long drives together. Both of them capped off by short Ramon Williams, the sophomore running back, has gotten two touchdown runs. Right now with 224 and, and the clock winding down, Hammond has it first and goal from the eight, and they hand off, don't get anywhere. So we'll have second and seven right now with 212. Left to go in the first half, and Hammond trailing North Shore, but threatening. It's 14 and up, and this is Bill Gallagher for the original. Right, 14 nothing Panthers on top. Before we get to break, Patrick Taylor, Sarah Rita, Joe Brown. Here's Rodney McDonald. Hey, Rodney. Hey, how you doing? With 28 seconds left in the second half, Patrick F. Taylor, zero, Sarah T. Reed, zero. Second quarter, right? Second quarter, correct? Yes, sir. I got it. Second, Second quarter. Got it. All right. Uh, Thank you, Rodney. Appreciate that. Alexandria leads Pineville 22 to nothing in the second quarter. Caldwell Parish 14, Buckeye 7 in the second quarter. And Holy Savior Menard over Rosepine 13 nothing in the second quarter. Mike Coppage, many more up next when we continue on the original. If you're like me, hair isn't just hair because hair is confidence. Hair is identity. Hair is everything. And I love that I can find beauty steals of 50% off by hair care must-haves like Lola V and Color Wow. Amazing deals on shampoo and conditioner pairs from Redken and Living Proof. And new product launches from my favorite brands like Dyson and Whey. All at Ulta Beauty's gorgeous hair event. Happening now until October 21st. So hurry, shop in store, online, or try pickup today. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Conditions may apply. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com discover this is danny hi it's jen coolidge i just want to thank you for making me feel so special i earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries that's great but with discover cashback debit we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases anything else i can help you with are you hungry because everyone left after the asparagus sorbet 
Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. With reporters all over Louisiana and the best school board in the state, it is the best source for prep football in Louisiana. Ken Trahan's original prep football report through Nash Icon 106.1 FM and through CrescentCitySports.com. Now back to Ken Trahan. Reginelli's Pizzeria, 10 locations throughout the New Orleans area in Baton Rouge and in Houston. Reginelli's is uptown in Lakeview in the Garden District on Pointers in Elmwood, on Clearview in Metairie and in Kenner. They feature calzones, pastas, soups, salads, and sandwiches. They're all great. Open seven days a week. Go to Reginelli's.com for more information. Quarterview Restaurant, 613 Clearview Parkway in Metairie. Open Tuesday through Sunday, including for lunch Thursday and Friday. With the freshest seafood and most authentic Italian dishes anywhere. Quarterview with elegant, different dining rooms and banquet rooms to suit your every need. The pull boys, the sandwiches, pasta dishes. The New Orleans favorites, a taste in New Orleans, crawfish and shrimp, HFA, much more. Go to quarterview.net for more information. And we can tell you that Jesuit now leads Booker T. Washington 16-8 early in the second quarter. Rustin all over West Washita, 34 to nothing in the second quarter. Newman leads Country Day 21 to nothing in the second quarter. Belchase 21 and Higgins nothing. That game is in the second quarter as well. And Lutcher still leads Donaldsonville 14 nothing in the second quarter of that game. Let's check in with Mike Coppage of the Acadiana Advocate, who's standing by. Hey, Mike, take it away. Hey, Ken. We have an interception just as you put me on the air. Uh, I'll this quarterback, Zach Malvo, just went to the end zone, and Jalen Wilson, Cecilia, intercepted it. Opelousas uh, so is up 8 to nothing. We're at the 6.50 mark of the second quarter. Opelousas took the opening kickoff and drove uh, 84 yards on 16 plays with a steady diet of running from Deshaun Ford, and Ford carried for a one-yard touchdown. Cecilia had a chance to cash in. They got in the red zone, but on fourth and uh, set, on fourth and six from the seven-yard line, the quarterback keeper lost eight yards. So we're uh, at the 650 mark in the second quarter. I'm Lucas eight, Cecilia nothing. All right, thank you very much. It's LaRanger 17, Archbishop Hannon 7, second quarter. LaRanger 17, Archbishop Hannon 7. That game is now in the second quarter. And North Cato and Green Oaks tied 6-6 as they play into the second quarter of that contest. And it's Terrebonne 14, East St. John nothing, second Whoa. quarter in that one. And Gina has taken a 12-6 lead over Bunky in the second quarter of that showdown in central Louisiana. Let's check in with Pierce Health Patterson at Joe Zimmerman Stadium against Archbishop Shaw. Hey, Pierce. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, Sean Coach Hank Tierney is inching closer and closer to his 315 career victory. Charlize Patterson, 28-7 to with 8.48 left in the first quarter. The Eagles have scored 21 unanswered points. Their points have come almost every way imaginable. They've scored on a touchdown run, a pass reception, a fumble return for a touchdown, and then a few minutes ago, an interception return for a touchdown. Again, it's Shaw, 28 Patterson 7, 8.48 left in the second quarter. 
All right, thank you. Independence of Pope John Paul II. Ryan Joseph with an update. Ryan? Hey, Ken, eight minutes to go until halftime. It's Pope John Paul 21, Independence 6, but the Tigers are inside of the 10. All right, outstanding. Good game. Thank you. Halftime, it's Patrick Taylor and Sarah Reed tied scoreless at halftime in that contest. And with that, let us now check in with Hunter Smith on Ruston and West Washington. Hunter? Hey guys, Hunter Smith here down in Cadeville, Louisiana. It is all Bearcats here tonight. Five minutes, 25 seconds to go in the second quarter. Bearcats up 34 to nothing. They already have their second offense in the game, and uh, it's been all Bearcats. Uh, Hunter Smith is the original. All right, Hunter, thank you. Great game at CrescentCitySports.com. 523 to play in the first half. Carr and Holy Cross are tied 14-14. Good game. We expected it, and we got it. Live at CrescentCitySports.com. Dot com. Kirk Smart standing by. Good game. Walker and live. Okay, Kirk, good evening. Good evening, guys. Uh, actually, it's, 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 a, it's all Walker right now. Hmm. We got 5-0-1 left to go in the half. Uh, scores 20 to nothing. Uh, Walker with 11-0-2 going in the first quarter. Troy Sills uh, hit Jamari Evans on an 82-yard pass. The PAT was no good. And then with 7-27 to go in the first quarter, Clyde McClendon had a 45-yard run. Niall Allen's PAT was good. And with 9.13 to go in the, in the second quarter, still hit Evans again for a 16-yard pass. And the PAT was good. And number 22, McClendon, just ran him in for a six-yard run, waiting on the PAT with 4.34 left to go in the half. Walker 26, live oak zero. And still waiting on the extra point. Oh, boy, I'm, that's a surprising not so much who's ahead, but the, the, the margin is a surprise to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Walker Speed has just showed up tonight, uh, and Live Oak hasn't had an answer for it yet. Uh, I would imagine uh, Coach Hutch Gonzalez is going to hit the locker room, and uh, it's just been a comedy of errors on the Live Oak side mm-hmm. um, all night long, and it's just one of those games. It's just, it's just been steamrolling since the, since the first snap. Yep. We'll wait and see if they make the extra point. While we wait for that, Central leads Zachary 10-7. In the second quarter, uh, Brother Martin reads Rummel 14-6 to in the second quarter. And uh, Rummel misses the extra point. Boy, they've had trouble with that of late. Very unusual for them, but they have on a regular basis. 14-6 second quarter in that one. All right, what about the extra point? Any idea? Uh, the extra point just went through, and it's okay. good. So you had 27 to nothing with 434 left to go in the first half. Walker right. over Labo. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Let's check in now with... Kyle Woods, who's standing by. Hey, Kyle, good evening. Hey, Ken, how are you? Good. What's going on? Uh, Nagas was up 13-7 to with 6.23 left in the half. We've had two big runs, I mean, two big pass plays. Cameron Davis caught two touchdowns, one for about 40 yards, the other one for about 70 yards. He took to the house. We give up a touchdown on a reverse halfback pass that left the guy wide open and they walk in the end zone. We just stopped him fourth and about – 13 to take over from our own 20. Looks like it's going to be second and about eight from our own 26-yard line. All right, and Natchitoches Central up on Parkway. Give us a score again. 13-7. 13-7. Got it. Thank you very much. Let's check in with Chris Snell, Richwood at Union Parish. Hey, Chris. Ken, we got two minutes to go here before halftime. And the farmers are driving. The farmers are actually down right now, 16-13 to the Richards Rams, who it's a very surprising. Uh, but the farmers right now are driving. They're down 
on the Richwood 11-yard line right now, looking to go in before half. But with just two minutes left to half, the Richwood Rams are up 16-13. to 13. All right, thank you, Zachary. Scores, they take a 14-10 lead over Central in the second quarter. Here's Philip Wardell, big game. Darbon Woods at Calvary Baptist. Hey, Philip. Calvary just went up 21 nothing with 150 left to go in the second. Uh, all three touchdowns have been rushing touchdowns by James Simon. Calvary Baptist in control, 21 nothing over Darbon Woods. Thank you, Philip. And Jimmy Davis, Mangum at Faraday. Hey, Jimmy, what's happening? Hey, guys, uh, we got three minutes and 22 seconds left uh, till halftime. Uh, Faraday got Mangum uh, down here for homecoming. Faraday homecoming. Mangum up right now, 30 to 6. 30 to 6, Mangum on top of Faraday. All right. Appreciate that. Thank you. Hanville leads HL Bourgeois 21 nothing in the second quarter. 21 nothing. Hanville over HL Bourgeois in the second quarter of that contest tonight. And we thank our good and great friends at where they go? Copeland's Restaurants in New Orleans <laughs> tradition with the right spice. I hate when the page turns. Crawfish <laughs> beignets, great. Sandwiches, awesome. Steaks, various pasta dishes. They're under construction right now to make them even nicer. Penthouse salads, terrific. Copeland's and Kenner, New Orleans, Harvey, Slidell, Covington, Oma, Baton Rouge, Lafayette, Alexandria, Monroe, and Shreveport. Visit copelandsofneworleans.com for more information. St. James 28, Donaldsonville nothing in the second quarter. Lakeshore 20, Pearl River 6 in the second quarter. E.D. White 21, Berwick 7 in the second quarter of that game. Back in just a moment with all the scores from CrescentCitySports.com with Emmanuel Pepys on the original. Many times during these last few years, it's been quite easy for all of us to be discouraged at times. <laughs> Boy, I can tell you about that. But one thing I have learned, there is an answer that will keep us strong during trying times. This is Michael Green with a LifeGate word of encouragement. In one of the parables, Jesus tells the story of a seed that was planted into soil. And he said, and immediately, the evil one came to steal that seed. Well, as you read it a little bit further, you realize the seed is the word of the Lord. Hebrews 4 tells us the word of the Lord is quick, powerful, and sharp. That's the key. That's the secret. And during these trying times, I don't see how we can survive without the word of the Lord in our hearts. Protect the word. Read the word. Stay in the word. That will keep you strong. Join me and Linda this Sunday at LifeGate. We start at 10 o'clock. We're at 1317 Butternut Avenue in Metairie. Or check us out on Facebook, LifeGate Church Ministries. Join us at LifeGate, where the priority is the Word. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first First Philip. Scores, scores, and more scores. The scores are rolling in. You've got them on Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report here on 1061 Nash Icon. 
CrescentCitySports.com, and the Original Network. Here's your Louisiana Scores First scoreboard update with Emmanuel Pepys from CrescentCitySports.com. And we begin with Opelousas Catholic, who leads North Central 22 to nothing as they play in the second quarter there. It's Glenbrook 36, plain dealing nothing. Logan Sport 12, LaSalle nothing. Vermilion Catholic leading Centerville 21 to nothing. Just hitting the half, Wachita Christian leads Cedar Creek 14 to nothing. It's Winfield and Red River tied at six apiece. Welsh 21, Lake Arthur nothing. Homer leads Arcadia 6 to nothing. It's Loyola Prep 14, Lakeside nothing in the second quarter. Mansfield 27, Lakeview 6. Oak Grove leading Madison 28 to nothing in the early second quarter there. It's North Lake Christian 8, St. Thomas Aquinas 7. Mangum leading Faraday 30 to 6. It's Vinton 8, Grand Lake nothing. Menard 13, Rose Pine nothing. North Caddo and Green Oaks tied at 6 apiece. It's Newman 21, Country Day in the sec- uh, nothing in the second quarter. Pope John Paul II 21, Independence 6. Lauraville leads Ascension Episcopal 8-3 in the second quarter. As we just heard a moment ago, Calvary Baptist leads Darwin Woods Charter 21-0 in the second quarter. Final from earlier today, Livingston Collegiate beats Sophie B. Wright 24-14. It's Sterlington leading North Webster 21-0. Richwood leading Union Parish 16-13. Basile 14, Port Berry nothing. Opelousas leading Cecilia 8-0. It's St. James, 28, Donaldsonville, nothing. Caldwell Parish leading Buckeye, 14 to 7. It's E.D. White, 21, Berwick, 7. Gina leads Bunky, 12 to 6. It is Turlings Catholic leading St. Thomas More, 10 to 7. St. Louis, 7, South Lafouche, nothing. St. Michael leading Terra, 20 to nothing in the second quarter. It's Lafayette Christian, 14, Westgate, 3. Leesville, 30, LaGrange, nothing. Lakeshore leading Pearl River 20 to 6. It's South Terrebonne 28, Morgan City nothing. It is Eunice leading DeRitter 6 to nothing. Evangel 28, Minden nothing. Shaw 28, Patterson 7. LaRanger leading Archbishop Hannon 17 to 7. It is Lutcher 10, Assumption nothing. Bell Chase leading Higgins 14 to nothing. It's Mandeville 3, St. Paul's nothing. Natchitoches Central 13, Parkway 7. Ponchatoula leading Ponchatoula leading Fountain Blue, seven to nothing in the second quarter. There, it's North Shore fourteen, Hammond nothing, Jesuit sixteen, Booker T. Washington of New Orleans eight, Ruston thirty-four, West Wachita nothing. It is Central Lafourche leading Thibodeau seven to six, Walker up twenty-seven to nothing on Live Oak, East Ascension and Denham Springs are tied at three apiece. It is Slidell and Covington tied at seven. Carr had, now has the lead over Holy Cross. It's 21-14 to 14 in a game you can watch on CrescentCitySports.com. Alexandria leading Pineville, 22 to nothing. It's Baton Rouge Catholic, 21. Baton Rouge Woodlawn, nothing. Houghton and Benton tied at 6. It is Acadiana leading Southside, 7-6. Dunham leads East Feliciana, 22-6. That's in the second quarter. Also, it is Douglas leading Abramson, 14 to nothing. The Willow School leads Ben Franklin, 7 to nothing. It is now, as we update some scores, Turlings Catholic now has a 17-7 lead over St. Thomas More. It is now Alexandria 36, Pineville nothing. Caldwell Parish now leading Buckeye 21-7. It is Loyola Prep leading Lakeside 28-0. And a couple of scores before uh, we send it back here. It is, as we mentioned, the Willow School late in the second quarter leading Ben Franklin by the score of 7 to nothing, and Estruma leading Bonneville 
16 to 7. Ken, back to you. All right. Thank you. John Curtis, Christian Knight at Francesca's by Katie's 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. That's where Les East and June Young are standing by. We turn it over to them now. Gentlemen. Well, thanks, Ken. Uh, Coach Curtis had to leave. You know, of course, he has to, you know, carry Ed Daniels throughout <laughs> Friday night football. So he has a, a busy evening ahead of him. And, of course, a big game tomorrow with St. Augustine. Uh, of course, the I guess the place to start is that car Holy Cross game that's on CrescentCitySports.com. We picked it because we figured it would be one of the biggest games of the night, and it's kind of living up to that billing. Uh, car up 21-14, and I think Holy Cross is going to wind up with more than the six possessions it had against Brother Martin last week. True, but uh, uh, Holy Cross took a 14-6 to lead in the game, a couple rushing touchdowns in the red zone, and then uh, Carr able to bounce right back. We figured it would be a back-and-forth game, but importantly, Cougars with an interception in Holy Cross territory to punch it in and now trying to score once more, although uh, having problems handling the football and trying to take a broken play they may actually score on it anyway and they do so it looks like Carr is about to be up two touchdowns against holy cross late in the first half but other games of note to look at here tonight uh really surprising emmanuel said it was 17 to 7 turlings over 24 to 7 now it's 24 to Whoa. 7 in that ball game and uh Hey, Turlings last week, 62-3. to You're going to get a focused effort by a good football team after suffering like they did last week against Lafayette Christian, against their rival St. Thomas Moore is undefeated. Obviously, those Cougars can come back in a hurry with their explosive offense, but that is a bit of a surprise. And uh, we were watching, speaking of Lafayette Christian, a 14-3 lead over Westgate in the first half. We know those teams in that district, really good football teams across the board, but really surprising and, and good to see uh, when you lose like that and you know the Rebels are that good, particularly offensively, uh, that they're able to bounce back here and certainly put themselves in position against STM. And then uh, sticking with the Lafayette area where there are a lot of big games tonight, as there always are when that district gets underway, Acadiana 7-6 to six over Southside. And, of course, tying it into John Curtis' night, you figured Acadiana would bounce back with a, a strong effort after being shut out uh, by the Patriots last week. And so far that's uh, one of the marquee games of the night, and it's certainly um, – shaping up to be one that's probably going to go to the wire. Uh, Richwood 16, Union Parish 13. That's a little bit of a surprise. Sure. We know the farmers, though, can score points in a hurry, so that's one to track and see how long it at least stays close. Maybe it will. And you mentioned Acadiana. They're now up 14-6 to six to update that against Southside, and you figured Acadiana would give a great effort. And Southside, one of those newer schools, but already cranking out a, a lot of talent and a lot of speed seems to be sort of very, very Westgate-esque, it seems to be, the type of teams that they're building in that area. So they can certainly bounce back in a hurry and have been good so far this season but yeah we, we wind up talking about the Lafayette area a lot particularly mm -hmm. in 4a but we don't want to forget Karen Crow they're getting challenged by a six and one Sam Houston team maybe going a little bit under the wire because they were hammered by Acadiana a couple weeks ago 15 to 14 at last report as Karen Crow just took the lead a little while ago we'll see if that one stays close for a while because we know Karen Crow is loaded they've been blowing through opponents into week eight so far and do we have an update on Terrebonne and East St. John? I think that was 14-0. 14-0 in the second quarter. We've got a report coming up here 
At the start of the next hour, we have a reporter and there. And I can, I can chip in. Apparently, St. John has kicked a field goal, but still 14-3. Terrebonne, pretty impressive start in that contest. And let's see, Zachary 14, Central 10. That figures to be one of the big games of the night, and, and it's living up to its billing as well. So Central, uh, Central last week, obviously a heartbreaker, a real battle against a Catholic, but uh, not deterred, and that's another one of those strong districts and those teams matching up at this point of the year, producing some good ball games. Yep, Slidell Covington. Calvary being Calvary. Yeah, Slidell Covington tied 14-14 at the half. That's a good one. A Calvary Baptist 21 nothing. Yep. Slidell playing better football after mm -hmm. a really rough start to the season. But we know how even that district is, so uh, they obviously didn't lose hope because they were really struggling, particularly on the offensive side of the ball early in the season. Neville all over Tioga, so that was supposed to be a good game, but it's 30-7 to Neville. Late second wow. quarter, and Central Catholic leads Hanson Memorial 10 to nothing at the half. And Rommel kicks a field goal after he missed an extra point to make a 41-yard field goal. 14-9, Brother Martin, with two seconds left in the first <laughs> half of that, turning into a good well, one as Ken, we thought it would be. Ken, you keep saying it. You know, this Rommel team's so banged up, but they just keep coming to play and finding answers and tapping into their depth. And it all goes to coaching. They're just a really well-coached football team, and they're doing a lot of things lately not to beat themselves and give themselves a chance in these games. We know Brother Martin wants to pound the football, and they've had trouble pulling away from people because they're not as explosive on offense as maybe they've been the past few years. So Rummel doing what they need to do right now after Brother Martin got off to such a strong start. Brother Martin's much improved, and in, uh, in Rose saw Rummel last week. And, you know, for one half last week, you saw why Rummel beat Curtis. Rummel was really good. They are. When they were healthy. Uh -huh. I mean, when really they, good when they were healthy. Yeah, when, when, they, <laughs> when they've got all their arms and legs and fingers and everything, yeah, they're pretty good. And by the way, Buddy. And, and young. And yeah. got some young people there. Too. And General Buggage is playing tonight. He got shots in his shoulder this week. And Jaden Martin's playing with a hyperextended knee tonight. He so, was in a sling, wasn't yeah, he? I mean, you know, <laughs> neither one of them practiced all week. But they're, they're playing tonight. They're still minus the other seven, six, seven starters. But... Playing uh, hard and playing a Brother Martin team that's much improved. 14-9 Crusaders at the half. And as Jude mentioned, 27-14 car over Holy Cross Live at CrescentCitySports.com. And Ed mentioned it earlier, Ro, you expected points to be scored in that game. That's what we're seeing. Absolutely. Look at it this way. Carr beat Holy Cross last year 54-7. So, yeah. you know, they've doubled their point total. You bet. All right, let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the original network. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune-in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. You've got the right frequency and the right show for all Louisiana fans. It's Ken Trahan's original prep football report on 1061 Nash Icon. NashFM1061.com, CrescentCitySports.com, and the original network. Chateau Cafe, two locations, 139 Allen, Tucson Boulevard and Lakeview, 701 West Esplanade in Kenner with a drive through Chateau Cafe, outstanding breakfast, including grit bowls, omelets, waffles, pancakes, lunch and dinner items, salads, sandwiches, daily specials, gourmet coffee, open seven days a week. Go to ChateauCafe.com. And Central City Barbecue, a five-star, award-winning restaurant, 1201 South Rampart Street. Open seven days a week, 11 to 7, Monday through Thursday, and until 9 p.m. Friday through Saturday. Smoked rib tips, the pork nachos, the smoked wings, the beef ribs, the pork ribs, the smoked turkey, smoked chicken, boudin, you name it, they've got it. Entertainment outside on the patio. 
Go to catering at centralcitybbq.com. And we salute Bears Pool Boys and Gennaro's. Best Pool Boys in town, bar none. The onion ring's great. Every burger you could possibly conceive of. They've got the furry, the best roast beef anywhere. Grilled shrimp, pull boy salads, open daily for lunch, weekdays for dinner. Visit Bears, 3206 Road at Causeway Boulevard for an outstanding, inexpensive dining experience. Wish you hear the numbers and you hear the beeps and everything else going off. North Cattle, 12-6 over Green Oaks as they go to halftime. It's Central leading Zachary, 16-14 at the half. They go back and forth. What a game that is. Eric Brown is on the scene there. We'll have a report coming up from that. Destrahan at halftime over Sulphur, 17-0. Bulldogs have a really good defense. Uh, excuse me, the Wildcats have a really good defense. Newman, 21 Country Day, nothing at the half. Newman, 21 nothing at the half over Country Day in that one. All right, back to the playing fields we head now. And first up, we'll check in with Matt Piku, who's standing by. Hey, Matt, what do you have? It's uh, 39 nothing U High with Glen Oaks uh, at halftime. 39 University High on top. Boy, they're good. <laughs> All right, Matt, thank you. Appreciate that. Let's check in now with Jonathan Oglesby. It's Cedar Creek and OCS. Old rivalry. What's happening, Jonathan? Hey, guys, we are over here at Cedar Creek. Washtenaw Christian's on the road over here. About to come out of halftime, but a quick first half. Uh, OCS is leading the contest with a score of 14 to nothing. Uh, several came, OCS came out of the Came out right out of the gate, making several nice passes. But Cedar Creek stood up, uh, shutting them out on a fourth down situation. Uh, but Cedar Creek wasn't able to convert. Uh, LCS shut them down, was able to put the ball back in the end zone one more time. Uh, but Cedar Creek also came up with an- another fourth down, uh, fourth down stop for them. So coming out of the second half here, we'll see how uh, the, both the Cougars and the Eagles uh, take the field for this second round. But uh, coming into the beginning of the third quarter, Washington Christian leads Cedar Creek score 14 to nothing. This is Jonathan Oglesby with the original. Sulphur's at Destrahan. Ben Parkett is there. Hey, Ben, what's going on, man? Halftime right now. And tonight at homecoming, they're presenting the court right now. But the scores are Destrahan 17. It's a nice self with zero. It is a halftime score. All right. 17-0, Destran. Thank you very much, Ben. Enjoy the halftime homecoming there. All right, let's check in with Smokey Leonard, who's standing by. Smokey, good evening. Hey, Ken, how you doing? We're at halftime here in Springfield. The Hawks enjoying a 16 to nothing lead. The Hawks scored first as they had a short field. They moved it in from 33 yards out and a short run in there by Miguel Bunn to move it out to 6 to nothing. They went for the two-point conversion. That was good. It was 8 to nothing. And in the second quarter, they drove the ball 55 yards down the field, and it was capped off by a 16-yard run by Jarvis Brister. The extra point was good, two-point conversions, and that's why we stand at halftime. This is Smokey Leonard for the original. Okay, 16 nothing Hawks. 16 nothing St. Helena on top. Sean Oob standing by St. James Donaldsonville. Sean. Hey, we have, uh, we're in the second quarter. We have four minutes. Uh, eight seconds remaining. St. James is up 28. Donaldsonville has eight. And right now, Donaldsonville has the ball deep in St. James territory on the 10-yard line. It was a thrilling uh, first place. St. James uh, ran it back for 82 yards on the kickoff. Uh, run by number 23, uh, Jakai Villanova, and the PAT was good. So we've been uh, scoring pretty much all night, and we can't wait to see what Donaldsonville is going to do because they have the ball right now. And it's tw- Sean Oob with their original. 28 to 8, correct? Yes, that okay. is. Okay, all right, thank you. All right, Turley's Catholic 24, St. Thomas Moore 14, late second quarter. Turley's Catholic 24 14 
over St. Thomas More Jesuit has scored. They lead Booker T. Washington 23-8 to late second quarter in that one. That's Booker T. Washington of New Orleans. East Ascension 17-3 to over Denham Springs at halftime now. Willow School 10 and Ben Franklin nothing. That game has gone to half. And at halftime, St. Louis Catholic 7, South Lafouche 6, 7-6. St. Louis Catholic over South Lafouche at the half. Iowa leads Lake Charles College Prep 21-10 late second quarter. And Kaplan over St. Martinville 15-12 to late in the second quarter. Let's check in with Mike Creighton on Tioga and Neville. Mike? We got 38 seconds left in the first half. Neville's up 30-7. to uh, Okay. Uh, Tioga has about 60 yards minus in offense. Their only score is a touchdown uh, kickoff return from Norris. He's, he's really good, uh, but Neville's really dominating. We've had the ball five times. We've scored five times. And we have the 23 seconds left at the uh, 30-yard line. All right. 30-7. to, seven. 30 to seven, uh, Neville on top. Thank you very much for that update. Let's check in now with Eric Brown on Zachary Central. Eric. And, Ken, we got a good one here tonight at the Bronco Corral and Zachary. It's 16-14 at halftime. The Central Wildcats with the lead over the Zachary Broncos. But to cap off the scoring here in the first half, the first points were scored by the Central Wildcats. Damian Damon Blocker scored, capping off a 10-play drive on a five-yard touchdown run with just 42 seconds to play in the first quarter. The Broncos of Zachary would come back and even score at 7-7 as Trey Dez Green, 87-yard catch for a touchdown from Hudson Spangler to even a score at seven. Central comes back, takes a 10-7 lead on a 31-yard field goal from Nathan Zimmer. But then, as soon as they kick the ball off, the lead was short-lived as Tyson George returns the kick 88 yards to Pater to give the Broncos a 14-10 lead. But then Central goes down the field in eight plays, capped off a 91-yard drive, eight plays, three minutes, 29 seconds, and Aiden Wilkerson catches a nine-yard touchdown pass from Jackson Fernand to put the Central Wildcats ahead 16-14 as the PAT was no good, and that's where we stand at the half. The score is the Central Wildcats 16, the Zachary Broncos 14, and by the way, I'm here up here in the press box with the Libra team, and he says he has no scoop for Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, Rose not happy. Tell him about get that. on his job, okay? Tell him I want something in the next two hours. <laughs> He's not happy about that. Tell Eric. him, Eric. Tell him. Let him have it, man. Beat him up. All right, Eric. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Big game in Central Louisiana. Gina looking good. Twenty-four to six over Bunky late second quarter. Gina twenty-four. Bunky six in that one. Let's check in on Buckeye at Caldwell Parish in Central Louisiana. Melissa Gramet has an update. Hey, Melissa. Hey, how are y'all? Good. What's going on? Uh, we are 26 seconds left right before halftime, and the Spartans just took the lead 28-21. Uh, Spartans got the opening drive and went down the field and scored. They had a big kickoff return, uh, and then we sort of went in and out. We had a big play from Adam Brodnax to Hayden Boone that set up a touchdown run by one and only Jim Burley, and then we sort of back and forth, and we somehow – fought our way back in this ball game. So, so uh, Caldwell Parish 28, Buckeye 21, late second, right? Yes, sir. Got it, Melissa. Thank you. Appreciate that very much. Let's check in with Tony Clark on Central Lafouche and Thibodeau. Tony? Hey, yeah, we uh, Thibodeau just kicked the field goal to go up at half. So right now it's uh, Thibodeau 9, Central Lafouche 7. 
at halftime. Nine seven Thibodeau on top. Thank you. Chris Roberts, Willow School, Ben Franklin. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Yeah, we get, we get, we get, uh, I mean, right now it's halftime. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm just Willow 10, Ben Franklin 0. Yeah, Jesus, Ben Franklin can't get out of your own way. They have four turnovers. Like, three are in the, like, oh, I mean, like, oh, I mean, three of those were in the Willow Red Zone. Like, two of those were picked up by Willow's defensive back, Tyrell Johnson. Um, but yeah, we have that. Yeah, after one of the turnovers, um, it was a 57 yard touchdown pass. From Jacob Yeshade to Daryl Franklin, um, on the day right before halftime, um, it was a 24-yard field goal by Maxwell Milo um, to put Willow up 10-0 on Ben Franklin at halftime. Yes, Chris Roberts for the original. All right, Chris, thank you. 10 nothing at the half. Appreciate that. North DeSoto rolling 40-12 to over Huntington right near the end of the first half. North DeSoto 40, Huntington 12. Susan Herring updates Homer at Arcadia. Susan, what's going on? Well, it's halftime, and we're up 22-6. We uh, threw a touchdown pass, but it was incomplete right before half, and we'd have been up a little further. But we're doing pretty good. All right, Homer 22, Arcadia 6 at the half. All right, Susan, thank you. Appreciate that. Slide L. Covington, here's Scott Meyer. Scott? Shut up. Hey, hey Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, guys, good evening. Go ahead. Hey, it's halftime here at Covington High School. It's Covington 13, Slide L 13. Slide L taking advantage of a block punt situation. They take it over at the Covington 18-yard line. One play, Travell Watts takes it in from 18 yards out. However, that extra point was missed. Well, Covington coming right back. Five plays, 61-yard drive. Brandon Coakley hits Brandon Merrick on a 36-yard touchdown pass. That came at 156 mark of the second quarter. There was a penalty on the extra point. Covington elects to go for two. They did not make it. And so right now we're knotted up at 13. Covington is flat out. This is Scott Meyer important for the original. All right, Scott, thank you very much. Episcopal leads Northeast 33 to nothing of the half. 33 nothing Episcopal over Northeast of the half. And Vanderbilt Catholic leads Ellender 41 to nothing at halftime. Archbishop Shaw 35, Patterson 7 at the half. And Ascension Catholic 22, Covenant Christian 3. That game is at the half as well. Let's check in now with Rick Whittington, who updates Iowa and Lake Charles College Prep. Rick? Yes, sir. It's, it's halftime right now. Score is Iowa 21, LCCP 10. Here it's been the Bushnell show at quarterback. Rush, rush, rushing touchdowns, two, and he threw one to his brother for a touchdown. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, Rick. Live at CrescentCitySports.com. It's Holy Cross and Endicar. And here's Mr. Kirkwood. Mister. Hey, guys. This, this has been a pretty exciting one here. Uh, five twenty-three left in the second quarter. Tyrone Wilson with a thirty-yard touchdown reception run. Uh, Jerron Francis with a two-point conversion. Holy Cross car. I mean, Holy Cross fourteen car fourteen. Uh, Dayon Smith with a twenty-yard touchdown run with three twenty-three left in the second quarter. Car twenty-one. Holy Cross fourteen. Don Johnson with a 15-yard touchdown run with 2.27 left in the second quarter to end the half. Car 27, Holy Cross 14. 27-14, Carver, Holy Cross at the half. Thank you very much, mister. Also at halftime, St. Mary's 35, Montgomery nothing. St. Mary's good team, 35 nothing over Montgomery. That game has gone to the half as well. And again, Slide Ellen Covington tied 13-13 at the half. Let's check in now with Patrick Emel. Who's standing by? Hey, Patrick, what's going on? Hey, Ken. Just started the second half. Dutchtown got the ball, and they're driving after the uh, opening kickoff. They lead 7 to nothing. 
it was LaKeedron Harvey with a long run, then Ethan Okoye with a long run, and they got inside uh, Wildcat territory and brought in the heavy package with Carter Hanbury, and he went in from about four yards to put the Griffins up right before half. And Santa is had their moments, had their opportunities, just not able to cash in. Dutchtown's getting after Babbin, the quarterback, uh, pretty good. But been a good football game. Knew it would be a one-score game before it was all said and done. I'm Patrick Email. 10.30 left to go in the third quarter at Griffin Field for the original. Thank you. St. James 35, Donaldsonville 8, a minute left in the first half. 35-8, St. James leads Donaldsonville. A meet is in Albany, and Kendrick Brazil is there. Kendrick, what's happening? How you doing? Uh, right now, you have time. You're up to 18-3. Uh, overall, man. 18-3, is that right? Yes, sir. 18-3. Warriors on top of the Hornets at the half, Amy. All right. Thank you, Kendrick. Appreciate it very much. All right, let's check in now with Toby Todd, who's standing by. Hey, Toby, what do you have? Hey, it's halftime here. Airline 28, uh, Bird 14. Uh, airline, uh, Bird, Bird scored with about a minute left to make it 21-14, and then Airline came back and scored uh, with 12 seconds left to, to get a two-touchdown lead again uh, here at halftime. All right. Thank you very much. Gina now leads Bunky 24-14. 14 seconds left in the first half. 24-14, Gina, over Bunky. Let's check in now with Nick Fontenot of the Acadiana Advocate, who's standing by with Acadiana Southside in the big one. Hey, Nick. Just had the second half kickoff. There was 12 minutes to go in the third quarter. Acadiana up on Southside. 14 to 6. The end of the first half ended with an Acadiana interception down to the one. So you kind of threw it in the air. It died in the air. Kind of threw it off the back foot. And Southside intercepted it in the one. Looks like Acadiana just got a turnover deep in on territory. So 11.54 to go. They'll have the ball deep in that in the game. Look, Acadiana's been dominating this football game everywhere but the scoreboard. So as long as Southside's hanging around, they'll have a chance. But right now it is 11.54. To go in the third quarter, and Acadiana is up on Southside 14 to 6. All right. Thank you very much. North Cato 18, Green Oaks 12. Late first half, North Cato 18 and Green Oaks 12. Again, they play in the final minute of the first half there. Slaughter Charter at Kentwood. Bradley Robertson under the tank. Bradley, what's happening? Yeah, we are in the second quarter here with 41 seconds left. Before halftime, Kentwood is up 33 nothing. 33 nothing Ruse. 33 nothing Ruse over Slaughter. They're looking good. Good team. They're going to make a deep run this year. All right. Thank you, Bradley. Appreciate it. No doubt about it. And let's check in now with Jacob Sinat. All right, Jacob, what do you have? Hello, Mr. Kim. It's currently halftime. Newman is winning 21 to nothing over Country Day. It started off with quarterback Eli Friends throwing to Peter Leaf for 43 yards down the field. That, in, that ended the drive with a one-yard rushing touchdown by Will Lizelle. And then on the next drive, Jack Nesser had a 33-yard pick-six to increase the lead for Newman, 14 nothing, And then <clears throat> Eli Friend rushing for 13 yards to increase the Newman lead, 21 to nothing, with 8 minutes and 30 seconds left in the second quarter. And Country Day will receive the ball at the end of half. It is 21 nothing Newman over Country Day. I'm Jacob Cena for the original. Okay, thank you. And here's Kevin Foote, Turling's Catholic St. Thomas Moore. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hey. Well, we have just recently gone to halftime and had a very exciting first half. Turlings, which you know got beat 62-3 to last week, obviously had a very good week of practice because they came out, jumped all over STM.
started the SCM actually scored first on an 18 yard touchdown pass to Landon Strother. Charlie Mater kicked a 37 yard field goal. And then Turling's got a 11 play, 86 yard drive in a little over five minutes. Got a um, touchdown pass um, to Travis Gallion, a very nice 49 yard touchdown pass. Then onside kicked and recovered. And, and hit, after hitting Bradford Kane for 50 yards, a one yard touchdown pass to KJ James gave. Turling's a 17-7 lead. That lead then grew on an 8-yard touchdown pass to Jack Purser to 24-7. That's when FTM got going through a um, touchdown pass. No, actually, Hutch Swilly had a 13-yard touchdown run. And then with 35 seconds to go in the half, FTM goes 75 yards on two plays. Hmm. Landon Straw, the 48-yard touchdown catch with 15 seconds left. So our halftime score is Turling's Catholic 27 STM 21. Wow, what a game. All right. Thank you very much, Kevin. Another wild game at the half. LaRondra 30, Archbishop Hannon 28. LaRondra 30, Hannon 28 at halftime. Speaking of that neck of the woods, St. Thomas Aquinas at North Lake Christian. Nick Chetta with an update. Hi, Nick. Hey, guys. About 6.54 left in the uh, third quarter. Right now it's a tight ball game. Uh, North Lake is up 8-7. to seven. Been a defensive battle. Um but both these teams very playing with a lot of passion, so it's an exciting atmosphere. And as I said, it's 6.50, timeouts, uh, third quarter, North Lake 8, St. Thomas Aquinas 7. Good game. All right. Thank you very much. LaSalle at Logan Sport. Here's Matt Martin. Matt? Well, the Logan Sport Tigers are trading the homecoming crowd to quite the treat here in the second quarter. Uh, Logan Sport exploded for 30 points. Holloway led the quarter off with a 56-yard touchdown pass to DeAvery Robinson. Followed that up with a six-yard touchdown pass to Duartez Chapman. Then Jacayden Carter broke loose for a 45-yard touchdown run, followed by Holloway with a 15-yard touchdown pass to Jordan Michelle. Three two-point conversions after those four touchdowns. Chapman on a two-point conversion. Tanasha Bland on two-point conversion run, and the same combination all the way to Jordan Michel on the touchdown. Uh, LaSalle did get on the board with a, a short two-yard run by quarterback Kendrick Morrow. The extra point was blocked. So at halftime, score here in Logan Sport on a homecoming night, Logan Sport 42, LaSalle 6. All right, thank you very much. Bell Chase, 28 to nothing over Higgins. 10.06 to play in the third quarter. Before we get to break, Justin Manali updates Jesuit and Booker T. Washington of New Orleans. Justin? Hey, good evening, Ken. Uh, since we last left, it was 8 nothing Booker T. early in the game after a couple turnovers by Jesuit. Uh, the game since twi- uh, switched over in Jesuit's favor. Bo Perez had a, a rushing touchdown to cut the score to 8-7. Um, after that, a botched kick on the uh, ensuing kickoff. Jesuit recovered with a short field. Uh, capped off by a touchdown run by Patrick Berrigan. Jesuit got a stop, got the ball back, kicked a 37-yard field goal by Ethan Cabos uh, to put the, the score at that time, 16-8, with 2 minutes, 39 seconds left in the second quarter. Uh, Booker T was stopped on actually a, I'm sorry, in the first quarter. Uh, Booker T converted on the fourth and long and then got to the Jesuit uh, one-yard line and stopped on the fourth and one. After 16-8, Jesuit went on a 99-yard uh, scoring drive, capped off by a three-yard Bo Perez run to make the score 23-6 with six seconds left in the first half. Uh, that's the score here at halftime. Jesuit 23, Bo
Booker T6. Jezza 23, Booker T6. This is Justin for the original. All right, Justin, thank you very much. Sarah Reed takes a 6 nothing lead over Patrick Taylor. Sarah Reed 6, Patrick Taylor nothing. 5-17 to play in the third quarter. A brief timeout. Back to our reports with Mike, Dwayne, Carl, and more as we continue on the original. Let's head out. The theater's about to close. Wait, what does that sign say? A warning, watch your step? No, next to it. If you are 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of serious consequences from RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, compared to adults younger than 60. Hmm, I didn't know that. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. RSV vaccines, including Pfizer's, are available. Learn more at bewareofrsv.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account to PayPal or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill up. If you demand excellence, Petri Transport Services will handle any waste disposal project you have. With over three decades of experience, Petri Transport Services provides masterclass service with client satisfaction in mind. Locally owned and family driven, Petri Transport Services understands customer values and the importance of safety, professionalism, and quality with no contract required. Let our service speak for itself. If you need a trash dumpster, grease traps, or a septic tank, call Petri Transport Services at 985-351-0608 or visit PetriTransportServices.com. It's the one and only. Thanks for tuning in to the best prep football coverage anywhere on Ken Trahan's original prep football report on 1061 Nash Icon, Nash FM, 1061.com, and the original network. Desi Vegas Seafood and Prime Steaks, 111 Veterans and Lake Avenue, open Monday through Friday for lunch and dinner, beginning at 1130, open for dinner Saturday and Sunday. Use the private room for special events. And, of course, they've got great appetizers. The meatballs are terrific. Of course, the shrimp tasso barbecue, the tuna tataki appetizer, the salad louis, the lobster tails, but, of course, the steaks mm. are absolutely the best at Desi mm. Vegas. Visit DesiVegasSeafood.com. And don't just settle for boring old frozen pizza for dinner. Head over to Fat Boy's Pizza, where size matter. The large pies measure 30 inches across, but that number scarcely does it justice. When you see that 30-inch pie, your whole world got smaller and your idea of pizza got bigger. Delicious pizza choices, mouth-watering chicken wings, garlic knots, and more. Fat Boy's Pizza. Go to EatFatBoy'sPizza.com or follow on social media, EatFatBoy'sPizza. All right, and we can tell you that... It is Lutcher 10, Assumption 6 in the third quarter. Lutcher 10, 6 over Assumption in the third quarter in that contest. Back to the reports we go, and here's Mike Garcia. Mike, what do you have? 
Yeah, Ken, just under 11 minutes here in the third quarter. Uh, had uh, the first quarter of the game here end in a tie 3-3, three to three. Uh, but then, of course, the mistakes happened for Denham Springs. East Ascension with a short field on their uh, drives, basically, of 34 and 54 yards of the total. They had a one-yard touchdown run early in the second quarter, and then, of course, uh, Jonathan with an 18-yard touchdown pass uh, after a reception and a fumble by Denham Springs just outside their own red zone. Once again, just under 11 minutes here in the third quarter right now, East Ascension 17, Denham Springs 3. I'm Mike Garcia for the original. And let's check in with Scott McLean. Hey, Scott. Hey, guys, 73 degrees tonight, beautiful night for football. 29-14 to start the second half. Eastfeld just took it to the house on the opening kickoff. 29-14, Dunham. All right, thank you, Scott. And here's Carl Ninney, East Jefferson, West Jefferson. Carl? Hey, Ken, we're at halftime. It's West Jefferson 21, East Jeff 7. Uh, scoring for West Jefferson, they scored on their first possession with the uh, William Mays on a nine-yard run. East Jeff uh, scored on a five-yard TV pass Henry Lee to Henry Lee from uh, Bester. The Titus scored at seven with 8.59 remaining in the second quarter. Then West Jeff scored on a five-yard touchdown run by Alfred Savant. That PAT was good with 5.26 to make take a 14-7 lead. And then uh, late into the second quarter, West Jeff scored with 19 seconds remaining on a five-yard touchdown run by Antonio O'Quinn, and the PAT was good to give us our score, 21-7, West Jeff over East Jeff. All right. Call me for the original. Thank you, Carl Magnolia School of Excellence in Haynesville. Here's Dwayne Woodard. Dwayne. Hi, guys. We're about five minutes. We just went to halftime. It's 28 nothing. Painful. Painful got on the board with five minutes before 54 seconds left in the first on a 22-yard run by Donnie Critton. Then at uh, 2.38 left in the first, Isaiah uh, Washington connected on a 59-yard touchdown pass to uh, Byrus Burns to make it uh, 14-0. And then uh, just a few minutes later, with 29 seconds left in the first, uh, Lonzo Jackson Jr. took it in for nine yards out. And then uh, to cap off the scoring in the first half, Uh, Lonzo Jackson Jr. took it in again at the 7-12 mark uh, in the second quarter to make it 28 nothing, and that's where we stand at halftime at homecoming. So. All right, thank you. Lamar Gafford, Gina, and Bunky. Lamar? Okay, we're right now at the half here at Bunky, and right now it is Gina 24, uh, Bunky 14. Bunky just got on the board right before the half ended here. But a uh, second rushing touchdown by Jimmy Thompson. But so far, Gina, a couple of rushing touchdowns by uh, Zachary Hunter, uh, a receiving touchdown, and he also had a rushing touchdown on Jake Sweet. Also, Derek Jones, he had a, a rushing touchdown as well. But so far, a lot of ball game here in this one. But right now, Bunky Trail, Gina, 24 to 14. Lakeshore leads Pearl River 27 6, less than three minutes to play in the third quarter. Lakeshore 27 to 6 over Pearl River. And it's now Bell Chase 35, Higgins nothing, 636 to play in the third. Bell Chase 35, Higgins nothing in the third quarter of that one. And with that, it's time for a scores first scoreboard update in conjunction with CrescentCitySports.com. Best sign on the web, best scoreboard ever. Here's Emmanuel Peppas. Thanks, Ken. And we begin with Central Catholic, who leads Hanson 16-8. That is now in the third quarter. White Castle leading St. John 14 nothing. 
It's Opelousas Catholic 36, North Central nothing. St. Mary's 35, Montgomery nothing. Westminster Christian leading Sacred Heart 14 to nothing at the half. In the third quarter, it's St. Frederick 40, John Paul II of Texas nothing. Glenbrook leading Plain Dealing 36 to nothing in the second in the at the half. Generette leading Highland Baptist 28 nothing. Kentwood 33, Slaughter Charter nothing. Logan Sport 42, LaSalle 6. It's Vermillion Catholic 21, Centerville nothing. Wachita Christian leading Cedar Creek 14 to nothing. It's Red River 12, Winfield 6, St. Helena 16, Springfield nothing. Welsh 34, Lake Arthur nothing. Homer 22, Arcadia 6. It is Mansfield leading Lakeview 48 to 12. Oak Grove 42, Madison nothing. Episcopal 33, Northeast nothing. Oakdale 53, Pickering nothing. It is North Lake Christian 8, St. Thomas Aquinas 7. Mangum leading Faraday 30 to 6. It's General Trass 15, Vidalia nothing. Vinton and Grand Lake tied at 16 apiece. It's Homer Christian 21, Jefferson Rise Charter nothing. North Caddo and Green Oaks tied at 12. Pope John Paul II leading Independence 28 to 14. It is Newman 21, Country Day nothing. It's Calvary Baptist leading Darwin Woods Charter 21 to nothing. Lauraville 16, Ascension Episcopal 3. It is a Livingston Collegiate who defeated Sophie B. Wright earlier today, 24 to 14. That's a final. Northwest leads Pine Prairie, 42 to nothing. It's Sarah Reed, 6, Patrick Taylor, nothing in the third quarter. Basile, 14, Port Berry, 8. It's Union Parish leading Richwood, now 20 to 16 in the third quarter. Opelousas, 14, Cecilia, nothing. University Lab, 39, Glen Oaks, nothing. St. James, 35, Donaldsonville, 8. Iota, 50, Mamu, nothing. Iowa, 21, Lake Charles College Prep, 10. It is Kaplan, 15, St. Martinville, 12. Abbeville, 12. Erath, 6. Amit leading Albany, 18-3. It's Wassman, 25. Bastrop, nothing. Caldwell Parish, 28. Buckeye, 21. E.D. White, 43. Berwick, 14. Gina leading Bunky, as we just heard a moment ago, 24-14 at the break. It's Port Allen, 16. Collegiate of Baton Rouge, nothing. St. Louis Catholic, 7. South Lafouche, 6. St. Michael, 35. Terrace, 6. Turlings Catholic, 27. St. Thomas More, 21. Lakeshore, 27. Pearl River, 6. Leesville, 30. LaGrange, nothing. It is Lafayette Christian leading Westgate, 21-3. South Terrebonne, 28. Morgan City, nothing. Bruley, 13. McKinley, 12. Eunice, 14. DeRitter, 10. Evangel leading Minden, 49 to nothing. It's North DeSoto, 40. Huntington, 18. Shaw, 35. Patterson, 7. LaRanger, 30. Hannon, 28. Lutcher, 10. Assumption, 6. West Feliciana, 22. Bel Air, nothing. Willona Shreveport, 30. Bozier, 7. The Willow School, 10. Ben Franklin, nothing. Bell Chase, 28. Higgins, nothing. St. Paul's, 14. Mandeville, 10. Natchitoches Central, 13. Parkway, 10. West Monroe, 28, Wachita, 7. It's Ruston leading West Wachita, 41-6. Hanville, 28, H.L. Bourgeois, nothing. It is Jesuit leading Booker T. Washington of New Orleans, 23-6. Thibodeau, 9, Central Lafouche, 7. Walker leading Live Oak, 27 to nothing. It's East Ascension, 17, Denham Springs, 3. Slidell and Covington tied at 13 apiece. Destrahan has scored again. They now lead Sulphur, 24 to nothing in the third quarter. It's Dutchtown shutting out Santamont, 14 to nothing. West Jefferson, 21. East Jefferson, 7. Terrebonne leading East St. John, 14 to 3. It's Alexandria, 50. Pineville, nothing. Carr leading Holy Cross, 27 to 14. Brother Martin, 14. Rummel, 9. It is Barb leading Lafayette in the third quarter, 14 to 7. 
Karen Crow leading Sam Houston 22 to 20. Baton Rouge Catholic 28. Baton Rouge Woodlawn nothing. Just starting the third quarter, Baton Rouge Central leading Zachary 16 to 14. Acadiana attacks on a field goal. They now lead Southside 17 to 6. It's Airline 28 and Bird 14. And as we just heard also a moment ago, Haynesville leading Magnolia School of Excellence 28 to nothing at the half. Ken, back to you. St. Martin's Episcopal 42 to 6 over West St. John in the third quarter. St. Martin's 42. West St. John 6, that's now in the third quarter of that game. We'll take a time out here. We'll return with more reports from the playing fields as we continue with more on the original. Meet Bruce. Hey there. He's a busy soccer dad who's trying hard to learn the game. Go for the end zone. Whoops. Luckily, other things come easy, like banking with Chase. On a tip from his banker, he set up autosave in the Chase mobile app. So what are you saving for, Bruce? Father-daughter soccer camp. Smart bankers, convenient tools, one bank with the power of both. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Autosave requires a Chase checking and savings account. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Paid for by Lexicon Services. Meet Bruce. Hey there. He's a busy soccer dad who's trying hard to learn the game. Go for the end zone. Whoops. Luckily, other things come easy, like banking with Chase. On a tip from his banker, he set up autosave in the Chase mobile app. So what are you saving for, Bruce? Father-daughter soccer camp. Smart bankers, convenient tools, one bank with the power of both. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Autosave requires a Chase checking and savings account. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. Now are you finding out that you're doing more administration than actual law practice? Lexicon can help. Lexicon is a legal technology provider with over a decade of experience streamlining administrative tasks like timekeeping, billing, and more. So you can focus on maximizing billable hours and increasing client satisfaction. Call 855-4-LEXICON or visit lexiconservices.com slash go to learn more. Paid for by Lexicon Services. 29 years of consistent excellence in Louisiana prep football. We've got you covered for six hours each Friday night. It's Ken Trahan's original Louisiana prep football report on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans, the original network, and at CrescentCitySports.com. Francesca's Deli Pizzeria Catering by Katie's. Conveniently located at 515 Harrison Avenue, New Orleans, home of the original. Every Friday night, Monday through Saturday, Francesca's every type of sandwich you can imagine. Sundays, muffaladas, great pizzas, you name it. Frips are unique. They're great. Make sure you get an order because they got them in three different phases, and they're great. Uh, superb salads and sides. Pizza's fantastic. If you like Katie's, you'll love Francesca's. And Geo's Pizza Spaghetti House, 4941 West Napoleon at Transcontinental. Serving memory for over three decades. Best homemade pizza around. Pasta, salad, sandwiches, and a purely Italian atmosphere with Italian music as well. Open for lunch and dinner Tuesday through Friday. Dinner Saturday. Go to geospizza.net. Let's check in with Sam Francis on Mandeville, St. Paul. Sam? Hey, guys. How y'all doing? We're here at 2 minutes and 51 seconds left in the third quarter. St. Paul's is leading this one 14-10. So we scored right before half right there. St. Paul scored right before half with a nice throw. So 
where they've been up 14-10 now. It's been a good third quarter here, mostly defense, yeah. All right, thank you very much. Willow School now leads Ben Franklin 17 nothing. 10-25 to play in the third. Willow School 17, Ben Franklin nothing. Lakeshore 34-6 over Pearl River. Lakeshore 34-6 over Pearl River now early fourth quarter. Let's check in with Tarquez Hobson, who's standing by. It's Truma Bonneville. Tarquez, what do you have? Right now we have Bonneville at homecoming. They're down 13-30 to 30 with their strong lead. Um, the strong again, their offense, they have so many different plays. They're running the ball. They're throwing the ball. Bonneville, we're just kind of struggling right now on the offensive side. But defensively, we're, we're definitely doing you know, what we got to do. So right now, again, the game is at halftime with two minutes and 40 seconds left into the third, going into the third quarter. Bonneville has 13, and Estroma has 30. 30-13, to 13, Estroma over Bonneville. Thank you, Tarquez. Let's check in now with Roland Skinner on its Lakeshore Pro River. Hey, Roland. Hey, Ken. With 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, it's Lakeshore 34, Pro River 6. Pearl River got on the board right before halftime with a Sashad bad 41-yard touchdown run. Uh, to start the third quarter, both teams traded turnovers. Lakeshore then went 35 yards on seven plays with Audrey Groves' third touchdown of the game. Uh, Pearl River had another turnover on the kickoff, the ensuing kickoff, and Lakeshore uh, led the Bo Bernard quarterback sneak for another touchdown. Titans 34, uh, Rebel 6. This is Roland Skinner for the original. Hi, Roland. Thank you very much. Let's check in with Jacob Seenout. Hey, Jacob. Hello, Mr. Ken. It is, there's four minutes and 11 seconds left in the third quarter. Newman still up 21 nothing. They just stopped Country Day, who threw past the 50 for the first time in the second half and pushed them back to the 40-yard line. And Country Day just punted the ball away to Newman at the 25-yard line. It is three minutes and 59 seconds remaining in the third quarter. 21 nothing. Newman over Country Day. I'm Jacob Cena for the original. Zachary now takes the lead, 21-16 on Central in the third. Zachary, 21 and Central, 16. David Myers updates Higgins and Bell Chase. Hey, David. Hey, how you doing? we got uh, 11 minutes and 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Uh, you got Bell Chase up 35-0 to over Higgins. Uh, it's pretty much been Bell Chase this whole game. Uh, Belchers has not been stopped on one drive. Every time they got the ball, they drove down and scored. Uh, Higgins looked like they had a chance to score just now. They were down to the 20-yard line, and they just had a sack with a, and a turnover on down, so Belchers has the ball again. And like I said, this is uh, Belchers 35, Higgins 0. You got 11 minutes and 20 seconds left in the game. Uh, this is David with the original. Uh, Oakdale beat Pickering 53 nothing. Oakdale 53, Pickering nothing. And Episcopal has beaten Northeast 40-8. to Episcopal 40, Northeast 8, that is a final. Cody Fitrell, West Monroe, Washtenaw Parish. Hey, Cody. Hey, Ken. Uh, we've got a long one here today. Uh, just uh, just started the second half. Uh, still 10-54. Let's go third quarter. West Monroe in control of this one. Leading Washtenaw 28-7. These two teams were tied 7-7 early in the first quarter. Washtenaw has not been able to take any advantage of uh, any of their opportunities. Uh, and West Monroe, even though with a ton of uh, penalty uh, problems in the, on offense, has found a way to uh, through the air to uh, take control of this one. Hayden Federico, three touchdown passes in the first half for uh, West Monroe, and they lead this one 28-7 with 10.50 left to go in the third quarter. Reporting for the original, it's Cody Petrell. All right, Cody, thank you very much. St. Louis Catholic, South Lafouche. Here's Jacob Bertrand. Jacob? Yes, sir. 242 in the Left in the third quarter, score was 14 to 6. But then the first half, had a pass interference on St. Louis on third and four in the end zone with 220 left in the second quarter. Then there was a personal foul with 214 left on LaFouche to push them back. Made it fourth and goal. South LaFouche scored touchdown with 150 left in the first half on a wide receiver fast six play. 
two-point conversion is no good to make a 7-6 St. Louis at halftime. Uh, I'm sorry, St. Louis took over with 144 left in the half. Pearson drove the ball down the field, attempted a 42-yard field goal with 23 seconds wide left. The team back on the first drive, South Lucia's Orgeron and 21 drove the ball on the opening drive, started down 40. Orgeron punted down to inside the five-yard line. St. Louis escaped out, out of the end zone with third and nine. Graham Monte took a handoff, ran 30 yards to the first 25. Kyle Turner carried the ball to the five-yard, and Luke Pearson drove it in. Well, one-yard touchdown run to 434 left in the third quarter to make it 14-6. And at this moment, South Lafouche is driving at the 50-yard line with 149 left in the... All right, lost in there, but you got the score. Patrick Taylor now has tied Sarah Reed 6-6 late third quarter. Sarah Reed 6 and... Patrick Taylor, six. Both have missed extra points. Destrahan has scored. They lead Sulphur 31-0 in the third. Let's check in with Bill Gallagher, North Shore Hammond. Hey, Bill. Hey, guys. We have 223 and counting down left in the ball game here at Hammond. And the score is still 14 to nothing. North Shore. North Shore has been in control of this game throughout. They have the ball right now near midfield, driving, trying to put this thing on ice. Hammond has had the ball in first and goal situations on three different times tonight, and the North Shore defense has shut them out on all three occasions. Three, two of the three times, North Shore has forced Hammond to turn the ball over on downs after having it first and goal from inside the 10-yard line. And another time, Hammond fumbled the ball, and North Shore recovered on the three-yard line. So, again, three times first and goal for Hammond, and they have come up with no points, and North Shore's offense has done just enough with Ramon Williams with those two short touchdown runs after this long, sustained drive, and North Shore is now at the 45 of Hammond with a minute 24 ticking down, and they are seconds away from being able to go into victory formation and walk out of here with a 14 nothing win. For the original, this is Bill Gallagher. All right, Bill, thank you very much. Sterlington 28, North Webster nothing, late third quarter. Apparently, they've called the game off. Things got a bit chippy, and they called it off late in the third, 28 nothing. Sterlington over North Webster. Let's check in now with Bradley Robertson, Kentwood Slaughter Charter. Bradley? Yes, sir. We're at halftime now. Kentwood 40, Slaughter Charter 0, doing their homecoming festivities right now. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. And let's check in with Matt Sims, brother Martin Rummel. Hey, Matt. Very Ken, we have 29 seconds to play in the third quarter. Brother Martin leads 21-9. Uh, Rumble got on the board in the second quarter after a botched punt snap. Gave Rumble the ball at the Brother Martin 26-yard line. He scored one play later on a 26-yard touchdown run. Extra point was no good, made it 14-6. And last play of the first half, Christopher Wallace nailed a 41-yard field goal to make it 14-9. We started the second quarter. Both teams just kind of trading possessions back and forth. Brother Martin had a um, third down and eight from their own nine-yard line. Seth says that connected on a 91-yard touchdown pass to Easton Royal to extend the Brother Martin lead to 21-9, to and that's where we're at now. 20 seconds and counting to play in the third quarter. Brother Martin 21, Rumble 9. This is Matt Sims for the original. All right, thank you, Matt. Zachary 21, Central 19, 439 to play in the third quarter of that one. Patterson and Archbishop Shaw Pierce off with an update. Pierce? Charlie's 41 to 7 with 6.43 left in the third quarter. The story is Shaw Coach Hank Tierney is about 18 minutes away from his 315th win. 
And another side note, Shaw defensive back Dallas Bourne has returned two interceptions for touchdowns against Charlie's 41-7, 629 left in the third. All right, thank you very much. Two pick sixes. That's pretty special right there for Bourne. Really impressive. All right. Uh, Terrebonne 14, East St. John 10, third quarter. Terrebonne 14, East St. John 10 as they continue to battle in that one. Let's check in with Andrew Mancuso, who's standing by Morgan City, South Terrebonne. Andrew, what do you have? Yeah, it was about a minute left in the third quarter. South Terrebonne's leading Morgan City 35-0. to zero. Andrew Mancuso from the Swamp, South Terrebonne. Thank you very much. It's car 27, Holy Cross 17. They play later in the third quarter. Car 27, Holy Cross 17. In that contest, live at CrescentCitySports.com. Car on the move as we speak. Scott Meyer updates Slidell Covington. What do you have, Scott? Hey, guys, right now with 20 seconds to go in the third quarter. It's Slidell 20, Covington 19. Covington getting on the board, taking over at 7.48 to go in the third. Brandon Coakley finds Justin Chapman on a 14-yard touchdown pass and catch. The extra point was no good. Slidell took one play, 54 yards. Quarterback Corey Kuhan scores from 54 yards out. They did make the extra point. That came with 2.17 to go in the quarter. So right now, with 20 seconds to go in the third, it's Slidell 20, coming to 19. Scott Murray, according to the original. Hob Number Cafe, 5928 West Mattery Avenue in Mattery. is a Mattery tradition since 1977. Daily lunch specials are great every day. Crawfish and corn bisque, onion rings, crawfish nachos, grilled chicken club sandwich, every pasta you can imagine, various seafood platters. They're available for catering nudes. They have the Alexander Room for banquets and weddings as well. Hobnarmer Cafe. Go to HobnarmerCafe.com for more information. And Hooters Restaurants, 2781 Bell Chase Highway in Terrytown, 4748 Veterans Boulevard in Metairie. With wings any way you like them. Great sandwiches, seafood, multiple televisions for your sports. Nice girls as well. They're open for lunch and dinner. Hooters has everything you want. Go to Hooters.com for more information. Let's check in with Bubba Hebert, who's standing by. Bubba, what do you have? Yeah, uh, four minutes left in the third quarter. E.D. White's up 56-14. to 14. Um, After that, the first initial drive from Berwick of the game, they scored once again in the second quarter, but it's been all Cardinals since then. Way more athletic. Speed is, is, is showing a lot tonight. They, they're ripping off runs 40, 50, 60-plus yards, multiple different athletes all over, everywhere. So they're starting to put reserves in now. We can... I know it's not the fourth quarter yet, but this one looks like it's pretty much in the books at this point, Kim. Understood. Thank you. Lakeshore 41, Pearl River 6. Four minutes to play in the game. Lakeshore 41 and Pearl River 6. Again, four minutes left to play in the game. And it is East Ascension 17, Denham Springs 3. They go to the fourth quarter, East Ascension 17, Denham Springs 3. Now we check in on Walker and Live Oak. Here's Kirk Smart. Kirk? Hey, guys, when we left off, it was 27 to nothing. Uh, Walker over Live Oak. With two seconds to go before the halftime, Rex Schultz kicked a 51-yard field goal. Uh, school record for Live Oak. Uh, after that, again, it was just all all Walker with 9.15 in the third quarter. Uh, Jaden Berdallis returned third punt in, in, in three games for an 88-yard touchdown. Allen PAT was good. It made it 34-3. to and in the third quarter, 151, Clyde McClendon ran a two-yard touchdown run. Again, PAT from Allen is good. It made it 41-3. to We are at the beginning of the fourth quarter. All right, thank you. Destrahan has scored again. Leads Sulphur 38-0. Late third quarter, Destrahan 38, Sulphur nothing. A brief timeout. Back with all the scores from CrescentCitySports.com with Manny Peppis when the original continues. 
Sometimes I struggle to get to sleep. My body stopped for the day, but my mind is still running. So I take ZQuil. ZQuil, the world's number one sleep aid brand, has a range of non-habit forming products to fit you and your family's needs. Invest in a great night's sleep for the best you tomorrow. I'm awake and ready to take on anything. Better days start with ZQuil nights. Explore our products at ZQuil.com. Use as directed, keep out of reach of children. Using data and technology, the NFL is helping drive innovation in better performing safety equipment. As a result, helmets are becoming safer at an unprecedented rate. For the first time this season, both NFL quarterbacks and linemen have helmet options that are designed to meet the demands of their positions and help keep them safer. Learn more about how the NFL is advancing player health and safety and building a better game at nfl.com slash player health and safety. Let's head out. The theater's about to close. Wait, what does that sign say? Warning, watch your step. No, next to it. If you are 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of serious consequences from RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, compared to adults younger than 60. Hmm, I didn't know that. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. RSV vaccines, including Pfizer's, are available. Learn more at bewareofrsv.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. With over 15 acres of cars and trucks at the Lamarck Automotive Complex, there must be a reason. Buying a new car shouldn't be complicated. That's why our expert staff is here to help. I've been selling new Ford cars and trucks since 1970. It's over 50 years. Wow, there must be a reason. With your lifestyle and budget in mind, our finance team works hard to be the best in the business. Only at Lamarck Ford, at the Lamarck Automotive Complex. There must be a reason. You want all of the scores? Want them now? This is the place. 1061 Nash Icon, Nash FM 1061.com, and CrescentCitySports.com. Here's your Louisiana Scores first scoreboard update with Emmanuel Pepys from CrescentCitySports.com. And we begin with St. Martin's, who leads West St. John 42-6. It's in the third quarter. It's Opelousas Catholic 43, North Central nothing. Westminster Christian leading Sacred Heart 14-0. It's St. Frederick 40, John Paul II of Texas nothing. In the third quarter, Glenbrook leading Plain Dealing 63-12. Generette, 28, Highland Baptist, nothing. Kentwood, 44, or 40, I'm sorry, Slaughter Charter, nothing. Logan Sport leading LaSalle, 42-6. Uh, to six. It is, in the third quarter, Central Catholic leading Hanson, 16-8. Wachita Christian, 21, Cedar Creek, nothing. Carr has just scored. They now lead Holy Cross 34-17 to 17 in a game you can watch on CrescentCitySports.com. Red River, 18, Winfield, 6, Homer leading Arcadia, 22-6, Welsh, 34, Lake Arthur, nothing, Mansfield, 48, Lakeview, 12, Loyola Prep, 38, Lakeside, nothing. In the fourth quarter, St. Thomas Aquinas leads North Lake Christian, 13-8. Couple of finals that ended early, Oakdale defeated Pickering, 53-0, and Episcopal just wrapped up Northeast, 40-8. Other scores in progress, Vinton and Grand Lake tied at 16 apiece, Menard still leading Rose Pine, 13-0, Pope John Paul II, 28, Independence, 22. Westminster Christian Lafayette, 15, Lafayette Renaissance, 12. Laurelville leading Ascension Episcopal, 16-3. It is Beekman Charter, 34, Ringgold, nothing. Calvary Baptist, 35, Darwin Woods Charter, nothing. Livingston Collegiate in the final this afternoon defeated Sophie B. Wright, 24-14. to 
They go to the fourth quarter now. Patrick Taylor and Sarah Reed tied at six. Sterlington in a game that was called early defeats Northwebster 28 to nothing. Port Berry and Basile now tied at 14. That's in the fourth quarter. It's Opelousas leading Cecilia 14 to seven. Also, University leading Glen Oaks 53 to nothing. It's Iota 50, Mamu nothing. Iowa leading Lake Charles College Prep 21 to 10. It is Abbeville leading Erath uh, 12 to 6. Wasman leading Bastrop 25 to nothing. It is E.D. White, as we just heard a moment ago, leading Berwick 56 to 14. Port Allen leads Collegiate of Baton Rouge 16 to nothing. It's Northside 28, North Vermilion 8 in the third quarter. St. Michael leading Tara 42 to 14. In the fourth quarter, it's St. Louis 14. South Lafouche, 6. Leesville leading LaGrange, 50-14. to 14. Lakeshore, 41. Pearl River, 6. McKinley leading Bruley, 20-13. It's South Terrebonne, 29. Morgan City, nothing. Plaquemine leading Broadmoor, 29-0. It is Evangel, 66. Minden, nothing. Eunice leading DeRitter, 14-10. It is North DeSoto leading Huntington, 40-18. Uh, it's LaRanger, 30. Archbishop Hannon, 28. Shaw, leading Patterson 41-7. In the fourth quarter now, it's Lutcher 10, Assumption 8. St. Paul's leading Mandeville 14-10. The Willow School 17, Ben Franklin nothing. Bell Chase leading Higgins 35-0. It's West Monroe 28, Wachita 7. Natchitoches Central leading Parkway 20-10. It is Vanderbilt Catholic 41, Ellender 10. Hanville leading H.L. Bourgeois 28-0. And it is... North Shore leading Hammond, as we just heard a moment ago in the late stages, 14 to nothing. Thibodeau, 9. Central Lafouche, 7. Como and New Iberia tied at 13. Slidell, 20. Covington, 19. It is St. James leading Donaldsonville, 35 to 16. Jesuit, 30. Booker T. Washington and New Orleans, 14. Newman now leading Country Day, 28 to nothing. In the fourth quarter now, St. Elena leads Springfield, 22 to nothing. And a couple more before we send it back. Brother Martin leading Rummel, 21-9. It's Alexandria, 50. And Pineville, nothing. Terrebonne now leading East St. John, 14-10. It is Barb, 14. Lafayette, 7. Zachary, 21. Baton Rouge Central, 19. Just starting the second half. Baton Rouge Catholic leading Woodlawn of Baton Rouge, 28-0. Also, Acadiana leading Southside, 24-12. And it is now Gina, 24. Bunky, 22 in the third quarter there. Ken, back to you. All right, it's John Curtis Christian Knight at Francesca's. Let's send it back out there to Les East and Jude Young. Gentlemen? Well, Ken, we have a, a, a lot of the games that we thought would be close competitive games are shaping up that way as we get into the second half. A lot of one-score games between two Fairly evenly matched team, Zachary 21, Central 19, I believe I just heard. But I, I keep going back to Terrebonne 14, East St. John 10. That's one of the bigger surprises to this point. Terrebonne holding East St. John to just the field goal in the first half uh, certainly is eye-catching. And interesting that Lutcher 10-8 against a good 5-2 and two assumption team that had been scoring a lot of points. But Lutcher lately... Uh, not putting up the points we're accustomed to seeing them be able to rack up, but they've been really good defensively, and it looks like they may have to ride their defense tonight, holding on to that two-point lead late. Lutcher, take Lutcher, we have an update. Assumption leads Lutcher 14-10. Wow, so there you go. <laughs> so Lutcher's offense now uh, 
under the spotlight. They're going to have to come up with something there. So very interesting potential result in that contest. And obviously we've been keeping an eye on those Lafayette area games as well. Mm -hmm. And another one of the, the close games I was referencing, Gina 24, Bunky 22. That figured to be one of the more competitive games. You know, I'll get back to Carr here. It's 34-17. Mm -hmm. Car over Holy Cross, and you know Lenny Van Gilder on the preview mentioned how there had been a couple of Catholic League games where Car was. I think Brother Martin and Jesuit both were very competitive into the second half, and then Car just blew the doors off. This one, they haven't really blown the doors off. They took control and they did it earlier this time. And in the second quarter, they kind of opened up to a comfortable margin. So. A similar script for Carr, but they kicked in a little bit earlier against a team that's been one of the bigger challenges to them in the Catholic district thus yeah, far. Yeah, the uh, Cougars force a couple of first-half turnovers, turn them into scores. Holy Cross being tasked here to try to keep up and haven't been able to do it. Uh, unlike Jesuit or Brother Martin, who tried to play keep-away ball control, uh, against both of these teams, particularly what we've seen from Holy Cross. Edna Carr is not going to do that. They have athletes, especially on the back end of their secondary, to match up with these Division One wide receivers of Holy Cross, and we're seeing that. And they're also getting uh, pressure on Cole Canatella at key times, a couple of key times in the red zone we've seen in this game in particular. And I think what we're finding out is there's no great way to try and play Carr. <laughs> <laughs> you, can try and, you can try and run with them, you can try and slow them down, and you're probably not going to succeed either way. You have to tackle as well as you tackle all year long, no matter what your schedule is, to try to be able to compete with Carr because they have so many playmakers, and when they get guys in space, and they had a, a flag on this return, but they had a long return, and they usually do in games. They often score in special teams because of their return game. Just so many chances for them to put those skill position players to work against you. And uh, we know Holy Cross is very good offensively, uh, but to be able to match up with Carr uh, defensively, not a surprise that they're struggling, particularly having to play them in Algiers. What about District you know, 6-5A, St. Paul's in Mandeville? 14. 14-10. And, and again, this seems like this is St. Paul's every week. These are the type of games that they play uh, and they grind you out. And Mandeville's a good offensive football team, but St. Paul's, I, I doubt very seriously, there are too many times when they don't win the time of possession and they really rely on their defense. Kenny Sears does a really good job every week of sort of making the game script go his way. Well, and if you know who you are and you stick to who you are, no matter who the opponent is or what they want to do, and you do it well, you're going to succeed the way St. Paul succeeds. And that's what we try to do here with the remote when they come to us. We try to give five good minutes, and then we shut up, and we throw it back to the studio so Ken and Ro can do their thing. What an excellent transition that was. Hey, it's not nice five thing. minutes, okay? Nice I'm done. Yeah, Ro said it was a little more like 15. No, I'm just kidding. Good, good job. Good job, as always. Where are the cheerleaders when you need them? All right. Uh, as we get to break, to cheer Ed on at the studio. That's right. I hear you. As we, as we get to, to break and start the next hour, let's tell you that Central has scored. They take the lead, 25-21 uh -huh. on Zachary. Early fourth quarter, Central 25-21 over Zachary. Green Oaks 20, North Caddo 18, and another really good game tonight. All right, let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the original network. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app. We are WRKN. 106.1 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. The outcomes are in the balance with the games nearing an end. 
The finals are coming in. Remember where you get it first and foremost, where the state comes on Ken Trahan's original prep football report on the original network. Here's Ken. Willow School 24, Ben Franklin nothing early fourth quarter. Willow School 24 to nothing. Rustin defeated West Washita. Uh, and we'll get an update on that. Let's do that right now because here's Hunter Smith. Hunter, take it away. Hey, guys. Hunter Smith here at uh, Cable. Bearcats finished up on top 48-6, to running clock majority of the second half. It was pretty much all Bearcats the whole time. Hunter Smith the original. All right, Hunter. Thank you very much, Rustin Rolls. Uh, Jimmy Davis. Uh, all right, Jimmy, what do you have? Yes, sir. Uh, this is the end of the third quarter. Mangum 50-30-20. Barry invited us down for homecoming. All right. And nice of them to do so. <laughs> Very nice of them to do so. Calvary Baptist Arbon Woods, Philip Mardell. Philip? We got a final here. 35 nothing Calvary. 35 nothing Calvary Baptist makes a statement against Arbon Woods. They're the real deal. All right, Philip. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Let's check in now with Daryl Williams. It's Abramson and Douglas at Pan Am. Hey, Daryl. All right. It's uh, 10-19. Just started the third quarter. Uh, Douglas is up 20-0. to The quarterback, Raphael Reed, has two touchdown passes tonight. Uh, uh, Averson's getting beat pretty bad at trenches right now, struggling to move the football. 20 to nothing, third quarter. Douglas has the lead. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Darren. We appreciate that. Let's check in now with Kirk Smart on Walker and Live Oak. Kirk? Hey, guys. When we last talked, it was 41 to 3 with 11.51 to go in the fourth quarter. Hayden Jones hit Hayden Ray on the 29 yard TD pass. Schultz PAT was no good. We have 4.36 to go in the game. Walker 41, Live Oak 9. All right, thank you very much. And here's Chris Snell. Hey, Chris, what do you have? Kim, we got an actually interesting little ball game going here. There's a minute and 20 seconds left in the game, and Union just went up 33 to 16. But the interesting part was Rickwell was actually driving, had first and goal from the four with the score 27 to 16, looking to pick it to go in. They completed a fourth down pass. The runner went out of bounds at the one. The Farmers got the ball back on their one, drove it down 99 yards to put the game away at 33-16. to 16. So with one minute and 20 seconds left, the Farmers are up 33-16. to 16. All right, thank you, Neville Tioga. Here's Mike Creighton. Mike? We just ended the third quarter. Uh, Neville had the ball twice in the – three times in the third quarter. Scored twice. It's 44-7. Uh, Tioga has had two first downs on offense tonight. They probably have a minus 40 or 50 yards of total offense. Amazing. All right. Thank you very much. Upset has happened. Assumption beat Lutcher 14 to 10. Assumption knocks off a defending state champion Lutcher 14 to 10. What a win for the Mustangs tonight. That is huge to say the least. Lakeshore knocks off Pearl River easily 41 to 6. Lakeshore 41, Pearl River 6. That is a final score tonight. Washtaw Christian rebounds from a loss out of state. They shut out Cedar Creek 35 to nothing. Washtaw Christian 35 and Cedar Creek nothing. A final score. And uh, Jonathan Oglesby gives us a wrap on that right now. Hey, Jonathan. Hey, guys. You had a ride. Cedar Creek uh, got shut out by Washtaw Christian 35 to zero. Nice bounce back win for the Eagles coming back down here and beating up on one of their rivals here. Uh, defensively, it was just a phenomenal defensive game for, uh, for Washtaw Christian. Uh, I believe their their top player, you know, they only had about 115 yards on offense. Uh, that uh, Washington Christian led up on uh, on most all the plays. You know, Tate Hamby had a phenomenal ball game. Uh, younger running back Macon Leonard stepped in at running back, took the ball several times today. 
uh, had a had a really really good ball game. Uh, carried the ball well for us, and then uh, uh, sophomore quarterback Luke Green showed out. They uh, made several passes to Hamby, and also several passes to the other sophomore Patrick Turpin. Starting off the game, just driving the ball down the field. So it looks like the Eagles got a good bounce back. Uh, ready to roll into a uh, home game next week against Grant. So we're the team there at home. Uh, so we'll see how they can stack up against a bigger school. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. And Gina now leads Bunky 30 to 22, 227 to play in the third. Gina 30, Bunky 22. Let's check in with Mac Piku. Matt, what do you have? Uh, 56 to 7, University. That's a final? Final. All right, U High rolls 56 to 7. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate that. Wilbert Thomas, West St. John, St. Martin's Episcopal. Wilbert. Yes, sir. Uh, the score right now is 49 uh, 22, uh, St. Martin. With about six minutes left in the uh, third quarter. In the third quarter, 49-22 St. Martin's over West St. John. All right. Thank you. All right, thank you. Thank you. All right. Game of the night, maybe. Central Zachary back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Here's Eric Brown. Eric? Hey, Ken, I got a, I got a good one here tonight. It's 27 minutes and 35 seconds to play in the game, and it's Zachary 28, Central 25. So at halftime, it was Central ahead 19 to 14. 19 to 14. Zachary actually scored the first points of the second half, a touchdown to go ahead 21 16 as Cam Thompson scored on a 27 yard touchdown run. Put the Broncos out in front. Zach Central came back with a field goal to pull to within two points at 21 to 19. They drove down the field on a nine play, four minute, 20 second yard drive. Field goal cut the lead to 21 to 19 at that point. And Central would reclaim the lead. As they go down the field, on a six tapped off with a seven-yard touchdown, it was Jackson Furman throwing the ball to Keith Walmack. They went for two. The two was no good, 25-21 Central at that point. Zachary Broncos in the fourth quarter comes back and takes the lead on a 33-yard touchdown run by Cam Thompson, his second of the second half, to put the Broncos ahead at that point. 28 to 25, and that's where we stand with 7:35 to play. Central just punted the ball back to Zachary, so Zachary in their own territory around the 35-yard line. Seven minutes, 27 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. 28-25, Zachary leading Central. Reporting live from the Bronco Corral and Zachary. This is Eric Brown for the original. Newman 35 nothing over Country Day. Now in the fourth quarter, they near the end of that one. And Destrehan Sulfur here's Ben Parkett. Hey Ben, what's happening? Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben, are you with us? Hey, Ben, are you there? One more time, Ben. Okay, Ben. Ben's not there. so Look like a horse collar. Yes, I look like a horse collar. We'll, we'll try to go back to him. Let's check in with Sean Oob. Hey, Sean. Sean, go right ahead. Yes. Uh, we're in the third quarter. There's four minutes, 52 seconds remaining. St. James has 42. Donisonville has 24. And uh, right now, St. James has the ball on uh, Donaldsonville's 39-yard line. It's first and 10, and we got a real battle going on right now. Donaldsonville seems to be having an extra gear, and they're trying to catch up with us. So, again, 42 St. James, 24 Donaldsonville, third quarter, 4 minutes, 52 seconds. I'm showing you with the original. Thank you, Sean. West Monroe, 28. Washington Parish, 21. Late third quarter, West Monroe, 28. Washington Parish, 21. And and let's see here. What else we got? One more here. 
Yeah, yep, there it is. Terrebonne is scored. They now lead unbeaten East St. John 21 to 10. Eight minutes left. 21 to 10. It was, it is Terrebonne over East St. John 21 to 10 in that game. And with 209 left to play, still Brother Martin looking like they're going to win. They're, beat, they're beating Rummel 21 to 9. 209 left to play in the game. With that, let's try Ben Parkett again with Destrahan Sulfur. Ben, are you there? Hey, Ben, what do you have? Okay, at first time, six minutes left in the full quarter. Destran's up 38 to 0. And Destran driving around the 20 yard line. All right, 38 nothing, Destran. Thank you. Jesuit has scored. They lead Booker T. Washington 44 to 14 early fourth quarter. Jesuit 44, Booker T. Washington 14 early in the fourth quarter in that one. And uh, some pretty interesting games right now. Katie's in Mid-City, serving the New Orleans area since 1984 with great options. Open seven days a week. Katie's with swamp fries, bacon blue fries, great appetizers, chug grilled oysters, ribs, pizza, catfish manure, and more. The pasta dishes are great. It's Katie's in Mid-City, 3701 Iberville Street. Lakeview Harbor, home of the Lakeview's original burger. The best you'll find. Loaded baked potato is outstanding. Authentic food options all the time. Exceptional service. Full-service bar. Don't miss the outstanding po' boys, the potato skins, the wraps, the onion rings, the filet sandwich as well. Available for catering needs. It's Lakeview Harbor, 8550 Pond Street Boulevard on West End. Open 11 to 9 p.m. Sunday through Thursday, 11 to 10 Friday and Saturday. Visit, visit lakeviewharbor.us. And Rummel has scored. Brother Martin, 21. Rummel, 16. 156 left to play in that game. Probably an onside kick coming, I would think. Logan Graffia checks in with us. Logan, what do you have? Well, we got a final here out here in Mandeville, Louisiana. The Ponchatoula Green Wave just absolutely flooded the scoreboard over the Fountain Blue Bulldogs. Ponchatoula runs away with this one, 32-3, and they get another district win. 32-3 Green Wave winning tonight over Fountain Blue. All right. Thank you, Logan. Appreciate that. You know, that league again, a row. A lot of competitive games. North Shore, tough. St. Paul's trying to hold on to stay unbeaten. Ponchatoula is pretty good. You know, yep. Coming in Slidell, quite a rivalry game. We'll get a report from Scott Meyer coming up. That league's always fun to follow. 6-5A is always fun. Like you said, it's always, it's always so even. You know, I mean, every year it seems even. Uh, even the teams that maybe aren't in the, the running for mm-hmm. district, you know, they seem, you always seem like you get one of them knocking off one of the top teams late. And this will probably be no different this season. No doubt. And let's how about see. That? But how about that East St. John business? Well, I, I mean, again, an unbeaten team could be going down. Mm-hmm. You know, Terrebonne coming off of that loss that we had at CrescentCitySports.com, you know, against Destrahan. Could they have been looking ahead? Yeah. I mean, look, very possible, right? next week, yeah, they played Destrahan. No doubt. Melissa Grimet updates Buckeye and Caldwell Parish. Melissa, what do you have? Uh, it is 34-35 Spartan. Uh, we are driving. We are inside the five-yard line, and the quarter just expired. Uh, so it is second and goal for Buckeye right now. And Caldwell Parish up 35-34 on Buckeye, and they start the fourth quarter, and Buckeye has got a second and goal. All right. What a game. Thank you. Okay, Melissa, thank you. thank you very much for that update. We appreciate that. And, boy, that's turned into a good game. Uh, final score, Newman beat Country Day 35-0. Newman defeated Country Day by the score of 35 to nothing. That is a final. Onside kick, and Rummel recovers Whoa. at the Brother Martin 49-yard line with 154 to play. 
Raiders trailing 21-16. They have the ball and a chance with under two minutes left to play in that game. Imagine that. So that went down to the wire. And they just threw a deep ball in and out of the hands of the receiver. Oh, no, he caught it. Rumble completes a 45-yard pass to the five-yard line of Brother Martin. Wow. Watching this again, did he catch this ball? He did. What a throw by Buggage, and what a catch. Amazing play. Rumble is at the Brother Martin 5 with a minute 45 to play, trailing 21-16 to in another instant classic in that series and in that game. That is some finish coming at the five-yard line. The Brother Martin defense is going to have to bow up here. All right, let's check in with Toby Todd and Airline and Bird. Hey, Toby, what do you have? Uh, 11.56 left in the fourth. Airline 35, Bird 28. Bird scored 14 unanswered. Uh, they, they scored, uh, kicked it off of one of our uh, linemen on the uh, kickoff, uh, took it and scored in, in five plays. Uh, so uh, it's now a, a one-score game, 35-28. Uh, airline with 11.56, Bird about to kick off. All right, thank you very much. Destrahan, 45 self or nothing, three minutes to play in the game. Destrahan. 45 to nothing over Sulphur Boy. The Wildcats will have a great defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're really good. Yeah, I saw a little bit of them, uh, one of their replays or something last week, a couple of weeks ago. You know, Of course, they got the linebacker head at LSU, who's been a, a good player for, it seems, a very long time. And they are loaded, especially on defense. Records don't matter when West Jeff and East Jeff play, and they got a good one going. West Jefferson 27, East Jefferson 21, as they start the fourth quarter of that one. Homer and Arcadia, here's an update from Susan Herring. Susan? Hey, Susan. Hey, it's Cindy, but, um, yeah, we're uh, finishing up this game. There's about a minute and a half left in the game, and Pelicans are up 44-12 to 12 over Arcadia. Okay, 44-12, to 12, Homer leads Arcadia a minute left. All right, Susan, thank you very much. Let's check in with Rick Winnington, Iowa and Lake Charles College Prep. Rick? Okay, uh, Iowa is leading 28-22 with eight minutes and four seconds left to go. All right, great game. Thank you very much. Speaking of great games, 414 to play, Central 28, Zachary 28. 414 left, Central 28, and Zachary 28. Rummel had an injury to Chris Wallace. That's pretty important because Chris Wallace is Rummel's wide receiver. He's Another their kick, injury? He's their kicker, and he's their punter, and he just got hurt. And uh, so stay tuned for that. I mean, Rommel, can they afford any more injuries? No. They can't cow. afford them, but they're getting them. They're getting them anyway. All right. Update on the game at CrescentCitySports.com, Holy Cross and Car. Here's Mr. Kirkwood. Mr. Hey, guys. How are you? It, 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 it's a pretty exciting game. Noel Moore with the 30-yard field goal um, with 5.46 left in the third quarter. Car 27, Holy Cross 17. Tyrone Wilson with his third, third touchdown of the night with 3.03 left in the third quarter. A 30-yard touchdown reception. Car 34, Holy Cross 17. Uh, John Johnson with a 40-yard tie, 11.54 uh, in the fourth quarter, Cost 41, Holy Cross 17. Uh, Corey Adams uh, catches an interception out, out of, off of Cole Canatella. It returns it for a 60-yard touchdown. Car 47, Holy Cross 17 with five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Boy, they're impressive. All right, mister, thank you very much, Car Cougars. Well, again, we keep saying it, but... They haven't lost a game in that league yet, bro, in two years, and they haven't really come close to losing a game in that league. I mean, they've had people compete with them, but nobody's come close to beating them. I mean, when you, yeah, I, I'm, st- I'm still amazed at how they went through the Catholic League last last year. 
sliced and diced it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm just still amazed by that. And, here and by all, the way, Romo, here they all doing it again. Romo got a penalty for holding, and so that knocks them way back to the 15 yard line. Third down, fourth down. So they're gonna they're in trouble now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they were in good shape at the four yard line, three yard, actually two yard line. They got a penalty, and now they're going to be down to third and goal from the 15, and with only 24 seconds left in the game. So, Brother Martin's defense bowing up, and they got a big call and a penalty that really changes things in that game because Rommel did have it at the two-yard line, but the flag was at the five and penalized them back to the 15, and they, they're playing third and goal now from the 12, as it looks like. So let's check in with Patrick Email. All right, Patrick, what do you have? Again, all Griffins in the second half. 7 nothing at halftime. Griffins win 31-7. to they got the opening kickoff in the second half right down the field. Caught a handberry. The Southeastern commit in the, in the, the heavy package. Went in for a second score of the night. Uh, Dutchtown held. Sent them all, sent them all punted. Dutchtown got it. Shanked the punt. Sent uh, them went up top for a 40 yard time to make it 14 to 7. Then it was all touchdown. They got a field goal, 30 yards, and then two more touchdowns tacked it on at the end as the Griffin. Ty Sanamar in District 1-1. Sanamar goes to 7-1 on the season, and the Griffin move up to 5-1 on the season. Uh-huh. Patrick Emel here at Griffin Field on a great night for the Griffins for the original. A very impressive victory, to say the least. And Rumble's going to get another penalty, apparently. Well, they're killing themselves. Uh, where they had a chance all the way down to the two-yard line. They're going to end up at their 17 with the third and goal, and they need a touchdown to win. And with 21 seconds left, that's getting more and more unlikely. And uh, one way or the other, it would be a big win. Brother Martin holding on to win would be big after they looked like they had control of it. And Rommel, again, just showing how tough they are and fighting like crazy. But, again, burying themselves now with two consecutive penalties, a holding penalty and a procedure penalty. Now put the ball back at the 17-yard line, not... What you want, a third and goal from the 17 against a very good defense. Uh, General Buggage, give him credit. That kid's played hurt the whole game and done a great job. So has Jaden Martin, entire game. I mean, amazing. And Buggage just got sacked. So, Brother Martin, now it's down to one play. They sacked Buggage at the 23. So, Rommel's got one play, and that's it with 18 seconds left. Pope John Paul II leading Independence 36-30. to Great game with 145 left. Pope John Paul II 36-30 over Independence. Let's check in on Slidell Covington. Here's Scott Meyer. Scott? Hey guys, with 122 and counting in the game, it is Slido 33, Covington 19. Slido getting on the board, Austin Buell, defensive back, intercepted Coakley, returned the interception 30 yards for the touchdown. That came up 435 to go in the game. Covington hoped, um, unable to do anything on offense. They held, the, and then they punted the Slido. Slido punched the ball. Uh, into, close to the end zone, the Covington uh, player touches the ball in the end zone. Slido recovers it for a touchdown. That was 154 to go in the game. So the clock is running, and Covington has the ball at their own four-yard line with 43 seconds and counting to go in the game. Slido 33, Covington 19. This is Scott Meyer reporting for the original. Thank you, Scott. St. James 49, Donaldsonville 24 as they go to the fourth quarter. St. James 49 and Donaldsonville 24. They go to the fourth quarter of that contest. Gina pulling away now. They lead Bunky 38-22. 38-22, Gina leads Bunky 9-23 left to play. Big win for Patrick Taylor. They beat Sarah Reed 12-6. Patrick Taylor 12, Sarah Reed 6. That is the final score tonight. Uh, Patrick Taylor's got only one loss. Kenny Bourgeois doing a terrific job with the Tigers this year. And 
Okay, Carl, one second. Watching the final play here. Buggage just barely escaped a sack. Rolling right. He throws under pressure into the end zone. It's incomplete, and Brother Martin is going to win that game. Into the end zone, he actually had a receiver diving at the corner. Hit him somewhere, but couldn't pull it in, and Brother Martin gets a stop, and the Crusaders are going to prevail 21-16 as they get the ball back with five seconds left. Boy, a big win there for Brother Martin, and tough loss for Roland. It fought back and fought valiantly, but a big win for Brother Martin because they're running near the top of the power rankings. Right now in Division One Select. All right, Carl, any updates West Jefferson and East Jefferson before we get to break? Carl? Hey, Ken, it's uh, 944 remaining in the fourth quarter. It's West Jeff 27, East Jeff 21. Uh, East, West Jeff has the ball third goal for two. And they just scored a touchdown. Okay. All right, so. 35 remaining. All right, give us the score again. Uh, right now it's 33-21, uh, to 21, West Jeff over East Jeff. And they're going to go extra point forthcoming. All right. Okay, Carl, thank you very much. All right, Kevin Foote, what do you have, Kevin? Well, St. Tom uh, Turling's a lot of drama here. Turling's just went 17 plays, 64 yards, faced a fourth and goal from the one, went for it, and did not get it. Turlings is leading 34-28, to 28, and SDM just got the ball their own one. They just drove out, completed a first down pass uh, to their 25. So it's 6.08 to go. It's Turlings 34, STM 28, STM ball at their own 25. What a game. All right, Kevin, thank you. Newman B. Country Day, 35 nothing. I think we've got Nelson Stewart with us. Nelson, you there? Uh, I am, Ken. <laughs> I had a phone. Good, good to hear from you, yes, sir. All right, I'm, I'm not sure if this Nelson Stewart or Hank Tierney with this gravelly voice, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I, you know, I know. Get, get, get mad at the little, oh. little too many penalties. I lost my voice. Uh, <laughs> you don't like seeing those penalties. Look, you shut out an opponent. You start there. That's good stuff. Yep. Yeah, no, it was. I think you know, um, yeah, they did a really good job of ball control. They were snapping it. You know, one second. Um, you know, they moved it. We really didn't have any first half possessions. We got twenty-one nothing. Um, they did, you know, did a good job. And you know, really, you know, really, truly, they were going to limit what we could do. And we were just able to run the football, finish out, uh, be efficient. You know, our defense was putting us in good positions. I think you just got to be careful with the football. Um, not trying, you know, throw haymakers, run out style points. But we closed well, hit the chill. You know, kind of a you know, touchdown to finish it. And that's what we expected. That's what Wayne said about today. So they're going to do. They ran it. They're efficient. Um, there's stuff to work on, but you know, again, you shut out an opponent, ran the football, and um, look, it, it, to me, it all starts there. Roll Brown. Nelson, congratulations, first of all. I am tickled to death for your quarterback because your quarterback has to follow somebody who is, you know, a terrific player and, you know, nationally known and all. And he steps right in, and it's almost like you don't miss a beat. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. He's a real special kid. Um, you know, his ability to run, throw, uh, you know, I think that's what makes this game a little bit different. You were able to run him in the second half. He, he threw some high percentage throws, a great poise, real physical, good team leader, and, and he makes us go. And he's getting better each and every week. And this kid is his first year starter, you know, right now, again, undefeated at 7 0. And um, just awful proud of him. You know, great parents. He's got a great work ethic, and uh, he's a blessing coach. Jude Young, question for Nelson Stewart. Nelson, congratulations. Your team's played so many grinders in a row coming into tonight. Were you able to get extra players that hadn't gotten some playing time in there this evening and rest some guys who were perhaps a bit... Yeah, 
we really did, especially defensively. Um, you know, like I said, Hendricks Hill, reserve backs, we're able to rotate some wide receivers in. And, yeah, it's just, you know, the games have been so physically played. Dillisell and those guys and Bell Chase. It was good to get, you know, there, there's a little relief. But, you know, look, country, they played hard. I got some linemen that were big. And, you know, they're getting better. They played the last best of games, last, you know, Douglas and Willow. So, yeah, they did. Um, but, again, look, I, I think that it's good to get reserves work and, uh, there, there's a lot of football in front of us, some really good teams. But, yeah, we did, so that's always good, especially Hendricks, like I said, they get the touchdown to finish it out. Wes East. Yeah, Nelson, uh, congratulations. And, and kind of along that same vein, you, you beat Bell Chase 20-14. to 14, You beat Dallas Al 29-24, your two closest games of the year. Do you think that sharpened your team to the point where it helped contribute to a complete performance tonight? Yeah, 100%. You know, I quote in a case that we say Frank Monaco, and I say, you don't get better by just taking BP. I mean, we've seen some really good opponents, and it lets you look yourself in the mirror. You get those tight situations, and, you know, really, you see it, our ability to run the ball, play physical defense is real important. And, you know, it's got this better playing that schedule and, you know, get you ready for this last run. So, yeah, it was a complete game. There's still stuff to work on. I always, always hear that, but um, there's stuff to work on. It was a you know good win to get a shutout. First time we shut these guys out. Uh, I can't even remember. I think last year it was like 35 or 14 or 21. So had to get a big thing. Get a shutout, play physical tackle, absolutely playing those games. has done nothing but help us. Nelson Stewart, congratulations. 35 nothing over Country Day. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Kenny. Appreciate you. Brother. You got it. Jesuit now leads Booker T. Washington 44-14. Four minutes left, 44-14. Jesuit over Booker T. Washington of New Orleans. Final score, East Ascension beat Denham Springs 24-10. East Ascension 24, Denham Springs 10. That's a final Final score, Archbishop Shaw 55 and Patterson 13. Shaw 55, Patterson 13. That is a final score. Terrebonne leads East St. John 21-18 in the fourth quarter. Terrebonne 21 and East St. John 18. Willow School leads Ben Franklin 38-7. 4-14 to play. Willow School 38, Ben Franklin 7 in that contest. And St. James has scored again. They lead Donaldsonville 55-24. 9-31 to play 55-24. St. James on top in that game. With that, let's take a time out. Back with more in just a moment on the original. Hi, this is Dr. Brad Schaefer. As a podiatrist, I can tell you no two people's feet are alike, which is why I recommend Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotic Inserts. They're customized for your feet, so you get a unique solution your feet really need. Not just a one-size-fits-all insole. They're clinically proven to provide pain relief for achy feet, knees, lower back, plantar fasciitis, and heels. Take the Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotics Assessment in Walmart today. Now in the foot care aisle. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com.
Discover, this is Danny. Hi, it's Jen Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Are you hungry? Because everyone left after the asparagus sorbet. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Want more finals? Want to hear from some of the winning coaches? That's coming up on Ken Trahan's Original Prep Football Report on the Original Network. All right, Carr beat Holy Cross 47-17. Carr 47, Holy Cross 17. Cecilia 18 unanswered points. They roar back to beat Opelousas 25-22. Cecilia 25, Opelousas 22. That is a final score. Destrahan has finished off Sulphur. 45 to nothing. Destrahan 45 and Sulphur nothing. That is a final score as well. Talk Res Hopkins. Updating us on a stream of Bonneville. Talk Res. Yes, sir. We have, um, right now, we have Bonneville right now. They're down 13. It's Stoma has 38. Uh, we just, um, Stoma just scored off of, off of interception. So that's how he got the 38. We have David Perry. He's been having a great game. He scored on an interception and a fumble return. So right now, Bonneville is down 13. It's Stoma has 38 with 451 left in the fourth quarter. All right, 38-13 is Stroma with under five minutes left. All right, thank you, Cody Futrell, West Monroe, and Washtenaw Parish. Hey, Cody, what's happening? Hey, Ken, West Monroe is trying to get out of here, out of the Lions Den with a victory. Uh, they lead it 31-21. A few moments ago, uh, Hunter Fox made a 37-yard field goal for West Monroe to put him up by 10. And then West Monroe was able to hold after Washtenaw drove down inside the West Monroe 40. West Monroe held on fourth down. They've got the ball back, uh, trying to ice the game, but they just saw an incomplete pass, which is going to stop the clock with 2.06 left to play. West Monroe leading Washtenaw 31-21. to Reporting for the original, it's Cody Futrell. All right, Cody, thank you very much. Scott Meyer checking in on Slido Covington. Scott. Hey, guys, we've got a final score from Covington High School. It's a Slido Tigers 33, the Covington Lions 19. 33 uh, 33-19. 33-19 final score from Covington High School. All right, thank you. Matt Sims has a final score winning coach. Matt? Get him real quick. Hey, guys, I'm, I'm here with uh, winning coach. I'm here with winning coach Mark Bonese. Coach, one of the most wildest finishes. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get him real quick. That's all right, yeah. Brother Martin, 21, Rumble 16, final. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Okay. All right, Brother Martin, 21, Rumble 16, coach. A wild finish to this. You guys are up by two scores with a minute, two minutes to play in the game. Next thing you know, Rumble scores a touchdown. They recover the onside kick, immediately hit a 44-yard pass, and your defense is up against the wall at the five-yard line. But you guys withstood it and held on to the victory. Yes, sir. Our guy, our guy found a way to finish. It wasn't. Uh, we never seemed to. <laughs> we never seemed to make things easy. You know. Um, uh, had, had an opportunity to finish a little bit earlier, uh, but I couldn't be more proud of our defense. Uh, you know, having a stand at, at the five-yard line, six-yard line with first down with, with uh, you know, so many weapons that Rumble has, and our defense found a way, and, and um, they did a great job of finishing. Mark, Ken Trahan, congratulations. I, I watched that finish, and look, your defense did do a great job uh, to hold on, but they did a great job all night. That's a team that has some good good players on offense and really didn't give up. You gave up maybe two, two plays all night long. Your defense played well. They did. I mean, and we, and we gave up, you know, they gave up points when we put them in a bad spot, special teams wise and offensively. You know, uh, we got to clean those things up. You know, I, I thought we did some good things in all, in, in, uh, in all three phases at times. 
uh, but we also made some 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 really fatal flaws, uh, really you know fatal mistakes. Turn the ball over way too much. We've been doing that all year. We've been working it. Uh, it it's happened. It, you know, we got to do a better job with that, you know. But uh, you know, I'm proud of our guys. They found a way to win. They found a way to finish. You know, we talk about finishing. Um, and look, um, that that uh, when you put the, that Rome team's a really good football team, and I couldn't be more proud of our guys of finding a way to finish that football game. Rome Brown, yeah, your defense, yeah, we always talk about that, and that's what wins games. But your offense must have done something, Mark. Yeah. You, I know you hit a big pass play tonight, ninety-one yards. Huh? We did. I mean, we uh, first two possessions were really good, and we kind of wow. kind of stalled out a little bit after that. Um, I don't, I, you know, I don't want to say we got complacent. We just didn't play with any offense. You know, I think we got a little too comfortable. Um, and then, uh, you know, we got, we got, you know, we got some some young weapons. They're young, um, but uh, that was a, you know, it was a great pitching catch by Seth. Um, and I think that was the Easton uh, Easton Rolls, a freshman. Um, so you know, um, you know, young. You know, it, it's great when you see young guys make plays like that. Cause, you know, you had three, you know, three more years with those guys after this. Less East. Yeah, Mark, congratulations. Uh, you held on last week for that big three-point win against Holy Cross, and now you hold off a game Rummel team, and then next week you get a guy with 600-and-something wins, just life in the Catholic League, huh? Yeah, it's uh, – man, it's, uh, it's, it's great to be in the Catholic League, huh? It's uh, – <laughs> no, I mean, it is. I mean, it's uh, – that's why you do this. You know, I mean, you, you play this game, you coach this game. I mean, it's – you, you, you want to compete, you know, so you want to play, you want to compete against the best. It's only going to make you better. Um, you know, I, maybe there's something wrong, there's something wrong with us, there's something wrong with me, but I, you know, we love the competition. Um, that's why, that's the reason why we schedule the way we do. You know, um, you want to go and play the best, you know, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, we're excited, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to enjoy this one tonight and this weekend. And then we're excited, um, you know, to, to go against Sean Curtis and, and, uh, you know, a well-coached, uh, Curtis football team. June Young. And Mark, congratulations. And uh, you mentioned playing all these tough games each and every week, and you're playing a lot of physical, close games. With the offense and the issues with uh, turnovers, how do you work during the week on ball security? Uh, I mean, there's only so much time, and you're in the middle of the season, so I know that's a bit of a challenge. It's not. I mean, we, uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it by the numbers this year, um, but we, I mean, we, we work it every day. You know, we work it 15 minutes a day every practice. Um, you know, so I mean, you got to, you know, it's, it's fundamentals. Um, we are, we are still a big fundamental football team. I mean, even though at the end of the season, we don't, we don't shy away from the fundamentals. We sit there and work fundamentals every day. Um, if you want to have success, you got to continue to do that. You got to find a way. Big win for brother Martin, 21, 16 over Archbishop Rumble. Mark Moniz, congratulations. Enjoy the bus ride back. Thank y'all so much. We appreciate it. Okay, buddy. You got it. All right. Let's check in with Jason Bernard, St. Louis Catholic, South Lafouche. Jason. Jason yes, Bertrand. sir. Uh, down here in South Lafouche, coming out of the third quarter, the Saints held South Lafouche to a turnover on down to the St. Louis 17-yard line with 11:51 left in the fourth quarter. St. Louis drove the length of the field to score with 7:26 left in the fourth quarter on fourth and nine with a pass to Trey Tate for a touchdown for 21 to six St. Louis. The next drive for South Lafouche was heavy on the passing by Orzeron, starting on their own 20. Orzeron dropped back. Through a pass number 21 for a touchdown with five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Two-point conversion was good. Score was 21-14. St. Louis recovered the ensuing onside kick in the fourth quarter and drove the ball to the 20-yard line and took a knee to run out the clock. The final here in South Lafouche, St. Louis 21, South Lafouche 14. All right, Jason, thanks for the help tonight. Safe trip back. We appreciate it. Smokey Leonard, what do you have, Smokey? 
Uh, it's the final here in Springfield as the St. Helena Hawks put 44 points on the board. The Bulldogs had only 16. It was all Hawks from the opening kickoff. Uh, the quarterback ran in three touchdowns. The running back had three touchdowns. And the Hawks is on the move. This is Smokey Leonard for the original. All right, Smokey. David Meyer, what do you have? Uh, you got a final with Belt Chase 35 over Higgins Hurricanes uh, 0. Um, it was pretty much all Belt Chase from the get-go of the game. Uh, from the opening first play, Higgins, when they fumble, and then uh, once Bell Chase got the ball, that was pretty much it. Um, it was a complete game by Bell Chase. Um, I know they're a young team, so it looks like they're starting to finally uh, gel together and click right when you need to at the end of the season. So uh, that's what you got. You got a final with Bell Chase, 35 over Higgins, zero. This is David with the original. Patrick Taylor, Sharon Reed. Here's Rodney McDonald. Rodney? Yes, how you doing? The end of the game, Patrick Taylor, 12, Sarah Reed, 6. 12-6, Patrick Taylor wins. Thank you, Rodney. We appreciate it. And a final, it was 42-0 Haynesville winning over the Magnolia School of Excellence. 42-0 Haynesville over Magnolia School of Excellence. That is a final score. We'll take a timeout. Back with more of the original in just a moment. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first First fill up. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. For 29 years, we've been the prep source you can count on. It's Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, New Orleans. Talk 107.3 FM, Baton Rouge. Sports Talk, 97.7 FM, Ruston, Monroe. WSLA, 1560 AM and 93.9 FM, Slidell. And at CrescentCitySports.com. All right, thank you very much. Acadiana beat Southside 45-12. to 12. Acadiana 45, Southside 12. That is a final score. LaRonger 72, Archbishop Hannon 47. Three minutes to play. LaRonger 72, Archbishop Hannon 47. 
Final score, the Willow School beat Ben Franklin 38-7. Willow School 38, Ben Franklin 7. That is a final. Homer defeated Arcadia 44-12. Homer 44, Arcadia 12. That also a final score this evening. And 102 left. Zachary still leads Central 35-28. 35-28, Zachary over Central. Let's check in with Chris Snell, Richwood, and Union Parish. Hey, Chris. Hey, Ken, we've gone final here. The Farmers pull out a win, 33-16. to 16. Uh, The game's a little closer than everybody anticipated. Farmers just kind of let Richwood hang around a little bit into the game, came really down into the fourth quarter. Uh, a, fourth and, a fourth and goal, Richwood made a completion, but the kid stepped out of bounds at the one. The Farmers turned the ball over, so that was – 27 to 16 at that point would have made it a one score game with six minutes, something minutes left. But the Farmers then took it down, drove it 99 yards, capped off by a 31 yard touchdown run on a dive play up the middle by the fullback, Derek Dew. So the Farmers come out tonight on top, 33 to 16. All right, Chris, thank you. Wild game, St. Thomas Moore rallied and beat Turling's Catholic 35 34. St. Thomas Moore 35. And Turley's Catholic, 34. And Terrebonne upsets East St. John, 21-18. Terrebonne, 21 East St. John, 18. That is a final score as well. Final score, Gina beat Bunky, 38-22. Gina knocked off Bunky, 38-22. With that, here's Mike Creighton on Tioga and Neville. Hey, Mike. Final was 44-13. to On uh, the last drive, Tioga got about 40 yards to get zero offense for the night. Neville's defense was just unbelievable all night until the uh, the, the subs went in. It was a, one of the most dominant defensive uh, efforts I've seen all year. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank we appreciate that update. And with that, let's check in now with Eric Brown on the wild one between Central and Zachary. Eric, what do you have? Hey, Ken, I got a final score tonight to Zachary Broncos 35, the Central Wildcat 28. This is an excellent football game from start to finish tonight. Uh, second half, big half for Cameron Thompson, Cameron Thomas of Zachary. He had three touchdown runs, five yards, 29, and a 33-yard touchdown to put the Broncos ahead to stay. At the end of the game, the Broncos kicked off after a score to Central. It was basically like a squib kick. Central fumbled it. Zachary recovered it with under a minute to play, and they ran the clock out from that point. But... Very good, highly contested football game tonight with the Zachary Broncos coming out on top, 35-28 to 28 over the Central Wildcats. Reporting live from Zachary, this is Eric Brown for the original. Great game, East Louisiana Dunham. Here's Scott McLean. Scott? Hey, guys, final score, 49-22. Dunham, the X-Factor, Drew Bourgeois had four touchdowns. Great night tonight. Great time. Back. Uh, capacity crowd is a great time. Tigers roar. All right. Thank you very much, Scott. Justin Manali has a final score. Justin. Hey, Ken. Uh, final score from Jesuit, Booker T. Jesuit 44, Booker T. Washington 14. Uh, at the halftime, we were, Jesuit was up 23-8. to eight. Uh, First play of the second half, uh, Booker T. threw a lateral, uh, recovered, actually fumbled, Recovered by Wyatt Meir uh, at the Jesuit at the Booker T. 10-yard line. Next play, Patrick Berrigan scored for his second score of the game to go up 38, uh, 38 Jesuit. Uh, next possession, I'll tell you, Booker T. Washington's quarterback, number two, I don't know the name, uh, great athlete, played hard all game. He had a 50-yard scramble for a touchdown to cut the lead to 30, uh, 14. 
Jazz had scored two more touchdowns, one being a 54-yard touchdown pass to Gavin Palmazano from Bo Perez, and then another touchdown later in the game when the uh, backups win. But uh, Jezza wins 44-14 on the Holy Cross next week. This is Justin for the original. And that one will be live at CrescentCitySports.com. Thank you very much, Justin. Let's check in with Sam Francis, St. Paul's Mandeville. Sam. Hey, Sam. Sam with us? Okay, no Sam. All right, we'll see if we can get him back. Chris Roberts, Willow School, Ben Franklin. Chris. Oh, yeah, Ken. Oh, yeah, so we're at the end of the game here. Um, um. Yeah, we yeah we we asked a little um day one nerd bowl two thirty eight to seven up with Ben Franklin uh we had a game it was basically oh well um like you know Ben Franklin had a number of chances uh to put more points on the board but they had four turnovers three of those came inside of the Willow win um end zone and uh, they just couldn't capitalize and then in the second half Willow just kind of turned it on we had it was Daryl Franklin like he had like three touchdowns he scored and then one he threw on the halfback pass and. Had over 240 all-purpose yards, so it might be up for like player of the week honors. Yeah, send me the information. All right, good yeah, stuff. Send it to me. All right, Chris, thank you very much. Let's check in now with Carl Nenny, East Jefferson, West Jefferson. Carl, hey, can we have 42 seconds remaining in the fourth? It's West Jeff 41, East Jeff 21. Uh, East Jeff, uh, West Jeff has the ball right now. Uh, they're fixing to punt it away, uh, but for all intents, this this game is uh, going to be over here. Buccaneers will get that first uh, win. The Buccaneers get their first win. Uh, and, you know, it was kind of a sloppy game throughout, but, uh, you know, West Jeff uh, pulled it out uh, they, here in late in the fourth quarter. All right, Carl, thank you very much. A final, Thibodeau beat Central Lafouche 22-20. to It was Thibodeau 22, Central Lafouche 20. That's a final. All right, St. Paul's Mandeville. Here's Sam Francis. Sam? Hey, guys, how y'all doing? Hey, we just finished up here with 21-18 St. Paul's at the end of the day. It was a heck of a game. Mandeville scored with about 15 seconds left with an onside kick, but they did not recover it, and St. Paul's wins here at Hunter Stadium, 21-18. All right, big win. We'll stay unbeaten and on top in District 65A, beating the rival 21-18 over Mandeville. Thank you, Sam. Appreciate that very much. St. James Donaldsonville, here is Sean Oob. Sean? Hey, the final here at St. James, it is uh, St. James 55, Donaldsonville 24. Donaldsonville is now 3-5. and five. St. James improved to 7-1, and one, and we have Berwick away next week. So it should be an exciting district play. You got that right. All right, thank you, Sean. We appreciate it. Yeah, Berwick next week. Row. And then E.D. E. White, White at St. E. James. E. I can e. tell you. E. White. Can I go ahead and just tell you right now that game is going to be live on CrescentCitySports.com? Well, you can just go right ahead I and just tell did. me. E.D. White at St. James live on CrescentCitySports.com. E. Week 10. E. White. There you go. E. White. I already mentioned we'll have the rivalry game at Holy Cross Jesuit next week at CrescentCitySports.com as well. By the way, Karen Crow 42, Sam Houston 41. With under seven minutes left to play in the game, Karen Crow 42, Sam Houston 41. Absolute shootout there. That 3-5-A district is an absolute beast every year, isn't it? You know all about that yeah. from your days in Lake Charles, yes, right? Yes, 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 I do. Yeah, they play really tough football over there. And uh, the schools are always, you know, they're really into it. You know, you don't realize it till you get over there and you get into it. And they really, really get into it over there. And we'll talk, of course, with all of our analysts coming up the next hour. But what about Calvary Baptist? I mean, <laughs> they shut out an unbeaten Darbon Woods team. I mean, they're... There's something else, aren't they? I mean, look, you, 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 are you looking ahead? I mean, you got St. Charles Newman week 10, which would be big. Yeah. But 
but St. Charles Catholic Calvary Baptist down the road. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. If Newman doesn't yeah. upset the apple cart, it's right. also fun when you go back and you look at schedules and you see the losses that some people have in higher classifications. <laughs> in a lot of those losses, you know, it ends up calorie. Yeah, uh, yeah. They really got it rolling up there. They, you know, I don't know if I don't know if anybody's going to beat them. I would never I really sell St. Charles Catholic short. I wouldn't. Ever. I wouldn't. I, uh, I know, ever. but I agree. I'm a St. Charles Catholic. All I know Catholic. is that a couple years ago at I'm Yeoman a Stadium, Charles Catholic they played person. Lafayette okay. Christian, and everybody expected <laughs> Lafayette Christian to beat about four touchdowns. I'm a St. Charles Catholic, Catholic person. I uh, am. I right. really am. But, boy, Calvary's rolling. Yeah, they're rolling. And Ronnie Guin does a great job. And Wardell's a great quarterback. They have outstanding receivers. Uh, they got everything. So that's a terrific team, and they got a big-time win tonight to show uh, just how good they are mm-hmm. as they continue yep. to display the kind of skill that – Look, I mean, that's that's as good as it gets when you're talking about skill and looking around Louisiana. And I know we'll talk about New Orleans games later, but, you know, shout out to Patrick Taylor. I mean, this is ranked mm-hmm. as the number one academic mm-hmm. school in Louisiana right now, mm-hmm. and they're a one-loss team. I mean, they beat Sarah Reed 12-6. Sarah Reed. And forget yep. about, you know, schedule or classification. Hey. What they're doing is really impressive. It Kenny is. Bourgeois is a really good coach. Second-generation coach's dad, of course, a coach for all these years at John Aaron, uh-huh. and, and, and really – Really good job done by Kenny. Chip off the old block. Like I said, I always like when the academic schools, especially the new academic schools, I mean, it's really like they're almost just starting. They're like expansion teams almost. Okay, <laughs> no, no, really. You know, yeah. a lot of the magnet schools, they like expansion teams. And for them to do this well at they're this seven point and one. is really good. Yeah, yeah. they're 7-1 and it, one now. It really is. I, and I don't care what district you No, and I think, seven and 7-1. And I think they'll be 7-2 and two next week when they play JFK. But that's another story. So, oh, now the, you see, there you go. Cougars, there, uh, the Cougars, there you the go. The Cougars are really good. Okay, <laughs> Really good. Linares Page has it rolling. All right, before we get to break and the scores with Emmanuel in our analysis, here's your over for the night. Ready? Final score, LaRanger 79, <laughs> Archbishop Hannon 54. LaRanger 79 and Hannon 54. My math tells me that's 133 points. And I know that because Rummel taught me very well. I'm, I'm so, 133. I got to get the calculator out. I already did it. It's done. Forget it. While you calculate, we'll take a timeout. And we shall return. Daryl's got it. That's because he's a Rummel's guy. Rudy's got it. He's a Rummel guy. He got it. It's all good. Emmanuel's a Shaw guy. He got it, too. It's all good, man. So is Archbishops, right? We'll take a timeout here. Back with the scores from Emmanuel. We continue on the original. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. We're going abroad for the first time in years. To Spain. So we started using Babbel. And started learning Spanish fast. With Babbel, you can start having conversations in another language in just three weeks. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. In just three weeks, we're starting to have conversations in Spanish. Gracias, Babbel. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. 
Discover, this is Danny. Hi, it's Jen Coolidge. I just want to thank you for making me feel so special. I earned cash back on debit for my dinner party groceries. That's great. But with Discover Cashback Debit, we give everyone cash back on everyday purchases. Anything else I can help you with? Are you hungry? Because everyone left after the asparagus sorbet. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit, a checking account with cash back. It pays to Discover. Eligibility in terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. John Curtis Christian School is a co-educational, non-sectarian private school with a college prep curriculum. Boys and girls of all religious faiths are welcome at the school. John Curtis will strengthen the moral and spiritual values in Christ-like fashion. Established in 1962, John Curtis meets and exceeds the national standards, grade-level expectations, and state benchmarks. Our lower school runs kindergarten through seventh grade, preparing students for high school with a storied past and a bright future. John Curtis Christian School. Visit us online at johncurtis.com or call 504-737-4621. Ready for all of the scores? Remember where you heard them and saw them first. Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, New Orleans. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge. WSLA, 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Sports Talk, 97.7 FM in Ruston, Monroe. And at CrescentCitySports.com. Here's your scores first scoreboard update from CrescentCitySports.com with Emmanuel Pepys. This is another uh, adding machine game that's going on right now. In the fourth quarter, Karen Crow now leading Sam Houston 49-47. to Other scores include White Castle defeated St. John 54-6. to Opelousas Catholic a 50 to nothing winner over North Central. It was St. Mary's 49, Montgomery nothing. Second half, Sicily Island and Tensaw tied at 16 apiece. St. Frederick defeated John Paul II of Texas 40-3. It was East Beauregard 38, Maryville 14, Oberlin 59, Elton 16, Glenbrook 70, Plain Dealing 20. Hamilton Christian defeated Gaydon 41 to nothing. It was Kentwood 47, Slaughter Charter 13. Logansport defeated LaSalle 60-6. It was Generette 42, Highland Baptist 7. Another big number, Delhi Charter leading block in the fourth quarter 74 to 32. Catholic of Point Coupee leads St. Edmund 28 to 14. It was Wachita Christian defeating Cedar Creek 35 to nothing. Vermilion Catholic 57, Centerville 14. Central Catholic 29, Hanson 8. Red River defeated Winfield 26 to 6. It was Rayville 52, Northwood Lena nothing. Homer 44, Arcadia 12. Ascension Catholic 36, Covenant Christian 3. Welsh 55, Lake Arthur nothing. Oak Grove 42, Madison nothing. Mansfield 61, Lakeview 18. Loyola Prep, 52, Lakeside, nothing. St. Thomas Aquinas, 20, Northlake Christian, 8. Oakdale, 53, Pickering, nothing. Episcopal, 40, Northeast, 8. Grand Lake, 44, Vinton, 34. General Trask, 43, Vidalia, 14. It was Menard who defeated Rose Pine, 16 to nothing. Late in the fourth quarter, Homer Christian leading Jefferson Rise Charter, 41 to 8. It was Newman, 35, Country Day, nothing. Pope John Paul II, 36, Independence, 30. Lauraville defeated Ascension Episcopal 30-9. It was Beekman Charter 40, Ringgold 6, Calvary Baptist 35, Darbon Woods Charter nothing. Dunham 49, East Feliciana 22, Livingston Collegiate 24, Sophie B. Wright 14, Sterlington 28, Northwestern nothing. It was Northwest 42, Pine Prairie 6, Patrick Taylor 12, Sarah Reed 6, Cecilia 25, Opelousas 22, Union Parish 33, Richwood 16, Port Berry, 22, Basile, 14, St. James, 55, Donaldsonville, 24. 
University, 56, Glen Oak, 7. Iota, 57, Mamu, nothing. Iowa, 36, Lake Charles College Prep, 22. Kaplan defeated St. Martinville, 36-32. It was Kinder, 33, South Beauregard, 15. Abbeville, 20, Erath, 6. It is Gina de oh, defeated Bunky, 38-22. Buckeye leads Caldwell Parish, 47-42 in the fourth quarter there. Also in the fourth quarter, it's Port Allen, 35, Collegiate of Baton Rouge, 6. Neville defeated Tioga, 44-13. It was St. Louis Catholic, 21, South Lafouche, 14. St. Michael, 61, Terra, 14. It was St. Thomas Moore who rallied to beat Turlings Catholic, 35-34. Lafayette Christian leading Westgate, about to wrap up. It's 49-11 in the fourth quarter. Leesville, 62, LaGrange, 20. Lakeshore, 41, Pearl River, 6. Plaquemine, 56, Broadmoor, nothing. South Terrebonne, 44, Morgan City, nothing. Eunice, 21, DeRitter, 20. Evangel, 66, Minden, nothing. Peabody, 45, Grant, 16. Assumption, 14, Lutcher, 10. Shaw, 55, Patterson, 13. LaRanger, 79, Hannon, 54. Bro Bridge, 35, Beauchene, nothing. Bell Chase, 35, Higgins, nothing. St. Paul's, 21, Mandeville, 18. The Willow School, 38, Ben Franklin, 7. Parkway, 27, Natchitoches Central, 26. West Monroe, 31, Wachita, 21. Ruston, 48, West Wachita, 6. Hanville, 28, H.O. Bourgeois, nothing. Ponchatoula, 32, Fountain Blue, 3. Vanderbilt Catholic, 48, Ellender, nothing. North Shore, 14, Hammond, nothing. Jesuit, 44, Booker T. Washington of New Orleans, 14. It was Thibodeau, 22, Central Lafouche, 20. Walker, 41, Live Oak, 9. Slidell, 33, Covington, 19. It was East Ascension, 24, Denham Springs, 10. Destrahan, 45, Sulphur, nothing. Terrebonne, 21, East St. John, 18. West Jefferson has wrapped up East Jefferson, 41 to 27. That's the final. Dutchtown, 31, Santamont, 7. Carr, 47, Holy Cross, 17. Alexandria, 50, Pineville, 14. Brother Martin holds off Rummel, 21-16. Another big score late, Benton leading Houghton, 62 to 34 in the fourth quarter there. Baton Rouge Catholic shuts out Baton Rouge Woodlawn, 35 to nothing. It was Barb, 30, Lafayette, 7. Zachary, 35, Baton Rouge Central, 28. Acadiana, 45, Southside, 12. Airline, 42, Bird, 28. Parkview Baptist, 49. Mentorship Academy, nothing. And Haynesville shuts out Magnolia School of Excellence, 42 to nothing. Ken, back to you. And Green Oaks has just uh, finished off North Caddo, 32 to 18. Green Oaks, 32. North Caddo, 18. That is also a final score this evening. With that, let's pause 10 seconds for stations to identify themselves on the original network. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. It's in the air. It's good. It's the best. It's Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans. WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell. Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge and Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Ruston, Monroe and at CrescentCitySports.com. It's time for expert analysis from all around the state. And we start in the Baton Rouge area with LAFootballMagazine.com, Louisiana Football Magazine. Lee Burkine joining us. And Lee, always a pleasure. And I know the guys, Zachary Big went over Central. The guys will get into that. I'm sure one of them will Dutch down Big Win tonight, but... I want to talk about Kentwood. You know, they split the difference between New Orleans and Baton Rouge. And 
Every year they beat Amit, they're a state championship contender. They beat Amit this year. They're now 7-1. and one. They wiped out Slaughter, Charter 47-13. Uh, this looks like a Kangaroos team that can get to the Dome. You agree? I agree. They have a lot of seniors back, a lot of three-year starters. They've got size. Anytime Kentwood has size on the OD line and a lot of speed, it's trouble for everybody in the state and their classification. And there are uh, some tall, skilled guys that can really, really run. And, um, yeah, I, 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 I thought this was the year they would come back and win it all. Roll Brown. Yeah, Eric Brown told me you weren't going to give me any gossip, so that's okay. That's all right. I'll let you go a week. I'll let you go a week. But, but, wait, 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 wait. But, you know, 49-22, to 22, Dunham beat East Feliciana tonight. Yeah. I knew about him as a basketball player first. Right. Tell people who Elijah Haven is. Elijah Haven's a six foot five freshman that's going to be scary. We don't know how good he's going to be. He's only a freshman. So uh, three years left, that is bad news for the rest of the state. And obviously, a lot of kids are going to want to join him and go to Dunham. And future's bright for him. Oh, I do have some scoop for you, Ro. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. And, so and Elijah Havens is a quarterback, for those who don't know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So so Cameron Thomas is a starting running back for Zachary. He's 5'10", 190, actually an underrated prospect senior. His dad was an all-state running back at Baker. The older brother is Landon Thomas, who's oh. at Arizona State, signed at 240 pounds, now he's 298, 6'5", runs a 5-flat. He's going to be a monster at Arizona State. Remember the name, Landon Thomas from Zachary mm-hmm. High School. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive. All right, okay. uh, Les East, question for Lee Brickeen. Yeah, Lee, I'll go to that Zachary Central game. We expect okay. it to be one of the, the best games of the night. Zachary wins 35-28. Yeah. Your thoughts? <laughs> uh, Central's a lot better than I thought they were. You know, that's my alma mater. Um, Jackson Furman, the quarterback, is what makes them go give hats off to the development of Jackson Furman by the coaching staff at Central High School. Seminole has built a juggernaut offense. They kept Zachary off balance all night with trickery. And this kid, Jackson Furman, is a guy to put on your radar as a junior right now, class of 225, six foot, 290 pounds. And guys, this guy's the real deal as a quarterback. And Central's had some good quarterbacks over the years, Steve Ensminger. Several players have come out of there, so he's he's the next great quarterback to come out of Central. Jude Young. Well, that leads to the uh, question of the latest recruiting scoop. Anything locally as far as both uh, Tulane and LSU that's popping up potentially on the radar coming up, particularly with weekend visits and homecoming for both of those schools? Most of the same commitments are visiting the uh, LSU. I know nothing's really major on the Army game. A lot of the same guys are just coming to campus that are committed already. I don't have the full scoop on Tulane, but I do know um, that they're going to get some great players based on what they did last year because those juniors in high school saw the Cotton Bowl, and that was a big deal to uh, the whole United States and also locally. So I think Tulane's going to be one of their best classes ever. But, you know, we don't know how much they're going to take out of the portal again. So let's see what they're going to do with the portal before we see how many high school signees are going to have. We remind everyone about your website. Go to LAFootballMagazine.com. Also check our podcast out called the Sports Scouting Report. Go to YouTube. Subscribe for free. Today we have Central Private, their baseball coach. they got some D1 players. Also, we have Parkway and Houghton, two brothers 
the Brotherton brothers join us. They play every year, same district, brothers, two different schools. Lieber Keen, thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks, Kyle. To Bayou Country Now, where Chris Singleton joins us. Chris, obviously, gigantic win for Terrebonne, 21-10 to 10 over East St. John. Uh, did it uh, at East St. John, of course, in reserve. That's big. After coming off the loss to Destraham, what a statement by the Tigers tonight. Yeah, it's a big statement win. I mean, East St. John has been playing some pretty good football lately. But I think, you know, last week we talked, and, um, you know, Terrebonne, even though the, the score against Destraham really may have looked lopsided when you look at it, but Terrebonne had chances to make some plays against Destraham. And, you know, the, the score could have been closer to Terrebonne. You know, they didn't have some turnovers or they didn't make some mistakes, some penalties, and, uh, you know, um, some just some bad plays here and there. You know, his defensive line played pretty well against Destrehan. So I knew going into tonight, you know, that they were able to avoid the turnovers and avoid the penalties, you know, and get that offense going. They have a lot of great offensive weapons. You know, uh, yeah, everybody talks about the receiver, Colin Billiat, uh, who's an LSU commit, but they have, you know, a really two really good running backs in uh, Jace uh, Boogie Johnson. He's a senior running back, and they have another really good sophomore running back who's probably one of the fastest players in, the air, in our area. And Alvin Celestine, you're going to be hearing a lot about him. He has some offers from, like, Arkansas and some SEC schools right now. Uh, they got some really good weapons on offense, and their defensive line has been playing pretty well, you know, with Taylor Bingham, uh, the big uh, defensive tackle, and they got Tydrick Stewart, the, the end. Uh, some really good weapons on that team. So, you know, people ask me, oh, yeah, are you surprised? You know, somewhat, but I, I'm not shocked that Terrebonne pulled off the win. It was just a matter if they could put together four good quarters and a boy shooting themselves in the foot. And obviously, East St. John is just a tremendous team, and they've been playing well, good football all year. So for Terrebonne to go on the road and, and pull off a big win like that, that says a lot about what Coach Tyler Lewis and his staff has been able to do. And now they got a lot of momentum going into the you know the last couple of weeks and trying to get a good, really good playoff seed, host a home game, and who knows, you know, uh, if Destrehan and East St. John goes and East St. John beats Destrehan, you might have you know a tie for the district championship. So. A lot's at stake now, and uh, Terrebonne is in a really good position after this big road win tonight. Road? <laughs> They're celebrating in Napoleonville tonight. Assumption. Yeah. <laughs> With the upset of Lutcher. Yeah. Well, that game was in Lutcher, not a, not Napoleonville. But, um, no, but they're yeah. celebrating Assumption, that. <laughs> yeah. Assumption's been playing pretty well. Like I, I think I told you guys last week, you know, somebody asked me, what's the team that we should be looking for? I, I mentioned Assumption. Uh, they've been playing pretty well. Um, their only loss this season, I think, or one of their only losses was to Evie White, and Evie White has just been stomping everybody left and right. But assumption, uh, Reese Turner, the quarterback who stepped in after uh, their normal starter uh, got injured, and he's been just playing lights out football. Um, you know, he had big games, I saw, against Morgan City and South Lafouche, and tonight they go on the road, and um, you know, defense has been playing pretty well. Uh, and they got a really good uh, running back, and you know, Assumption is a team that's going to sneaking up on people right now. And for them to go and Lutcher is such a great team and defending state champions, and they've been playing well too. It's hard to go into Lutcher and beat Lutcher, and, and for Assumption to do that, you know, that's that's a huge win for Coach Will Broussard and his, his staff. And you know, now they're in the driver's seat for the district championship. So, and they have a, another big game coming up very soon against Vanderbilt. Um, who also has been playing pretty well lately and is a big rivalry. So Assumption definitely went in and, you know, did a great job, and they've been playing pretty well. That's one of the teams that's getting better every week, and, you know, they're, they're surprising some people, so you definitely can't count out the Mustangs. Uh, 
you know, you're going to get a, a shocking score like you did last, like tonight. And you're right, Chris. Yeah. Their two losses were E.D. White and yeah. St. James yeah. was right. the other. Yeah. That's right. Jude Young. Chris, uh, a game that might fly under the radar with those two big ones we just talked about, but St. Louis Catholic came in South LaFouche rolling, escaped with a seven-point win. That was close throughout. South LaFouche also only lost in a shootout to Assumption by seven. Tell us a little bit about the Tarpons. Yeah, the Tarpons have been playing pretty well. Like you said, they had, uh, they've been playing. They, they lost a close game against uh, Assumption, but they've been taking care of business in district play. Uh, St. Louis is a really good team. You know, even though I was a lone trip for St. Louis coming from Lake Charles all the way to South Lafouche, um, it's never easy to go in South Lafouche and get a win. You know, those teams. One thing about South Lafouche is those teams are going to play hard. They may not have the talent, the speed, you know, like some teams do uh, from this area, but you know they play hard. They're they're physical. Um, they they have a really good quarterback in Carson Ogeron. He's able to spread the ball around, and, and Coach Young, he's a really good coach. He knows football, and but um, they they played pretty well against Assumption. Could have won that game if not for seven touchdowns from the Assumption quarterback. <laughs> um, you know, and and now you know they're also in a position to if they can get a couple more wins to try to get into the playoffs. That I mean a lot for that team and that school. But the Tarpons are always a hard fought you know team that's going to fight you every night and uh i'm not you know i'm kind of surprised that you know it was just a seven point win for st louis because the team loses has been playing pretty well too so uh that says a lot about what the tarpon's been able to do this year no doubt he is uh, chris singleton and, and we always appreciate visiting with you chris we'll do it again next week all right you guys have a good night all right you got it thank you lamar gafford joining us now lamar you saw a showdown game tonight talk about it yeah, definitely did, and of course we have Gina coming away with the 38.2 victory out here in Bunky, and you know a couple of touchdown um, touchdowns here for Zarek Jones rushing, and then of course uh, uh, um, you know just just a lot of different guys out there uh, with a lot of touchdowns here. Also, Zai Hunter with a, another two touchdowns as well. I think uh, Gina got a chance to break open the game when they uh, returned the punt uh, for about 73 yards here when the Marion Hammock. Uh, score just to make it a two two possessing game, and by then it was pretty much the uh, the Gina defense taking over from there. But you know, I mean, that's off to this Bunky squad where you know this was probably their biggest game in in 20 years here. This is the first time that they had been undefeated um, this late in the season. Until then, I felt like they performed well, but you know, it was, again, it was just the the old upstart just continuing to hold serve as the as the, as the team in charge, basically. Bro. You know, when we get to Monroe, they'll talk about Neville, but how disappointed do you think Tioga should be by getting beat by Neville like that, 44 to 13? I think they may be a little disappointed, but I don't think they're going to be as disappointed. They probably already had a feeling that they were going to be second place in the district anyway, and I think they were going to be in that race for second place in the district. Um, you know, their matchup, obviously, tough loss there, but they still have a chance of possibly being 82. They still got a chance of possibly being a home. Uh, getting a home playoff game, which is definitely was go- the goal for them. And yeah, I mean, I think they're still probably in play for the first round by in Division One select. So you know, their big game next week against Peabody will tell everything because this possibly has the chance of giving them the, the second, at least second place in that district, and also giving them those things. And I think um, they definitely will probably try to come out for that one. But as far as being disappointed. A little disappointed, but I don't think they're going to be as disappointed once they kind of take a look at the state. Wes East. 
Yeah, Lamar, one of the uh, shootouts of the evening, Buckeye 47, Caldwell Parish 42. Your thoughts on that? This Buckeye team continues to score a lot of points. I mean, with, within McLaughlin, he's really brought in that style of offense that he had when he was the office coordinator at Ash and, of course, when he was the quarterback at uh, Louisiana College, now Louisiana Christian. And he's definitely continues to help them out with uh, scoring. You know, I've seen them score 67 against Bolton. I've seen them score 34 against, uh, against, uh, you know, against Bunky last week. And he continues to do that. Uh, looked like it was a little scary at one point in the time here where Caldwell had him on the ropes, but, you know, Buckeye continues to, continues to do the, what they did. And of course, um, a good passing, uh, uh, effort that tonight with, uh, Adam Broad next to Hayden Boone. Um, that was basically the dagger in that in that matchup there from uh, what the coaches were telling me. So, you know, as long as that connection continues to do pretty well, and then also with uh, Jim Burlew continuing to get about 40 carries, 40 to 50 carries a night, uh, you know, they like to play fast, and that's, that's one of the things here. They like to play fast, score a lot of points. There you go. June. Well, Leesville scoring a season-high 62 tonight, and they've won their third straight game up to a 5-3 and three record. Tell us about the Wampus Cats. They seem to be making some good progress here in October. Yeah, a lot of good progress for them. I mean, of course, this team goes as, as far as Xavier Ford goes. I'd like to see the stat line that he had tonight because I'm pretty sure he probably, he probably, cut, up, he probably cut up in the stat line there. But, you know, uh, we've kind of seen him. It's, it's been so accustomed to the last couple of years where he's gotten about 200, 250, and then sometimes he scores about four or five, even six touchdowns. So, I'm pretty interested in seeing what his stat line was, but uh, whenever they score like that, it tells me that he had a big night there. Lamar Gafford, our Central Louisiana analyst, joining us tonight. Teacher extraordinaire as well. Mm-hmm. By the way, Keisha says hello to you. A real educator. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And also continue to look at CineLawPreps.com. Uh, you know, we're going to have some updates on that too. So. Yeah, yeah as, I, as I mentioned, Keisha says hello to you, by the way. She's working. I appreciate that. Thank y'all so much. Working here with us now. All right, buddy. Thank you here. Lamar Gafford. All right. No problem. Thank you, Have buddy. Okay. So now we turn to Ro Brown to give us our analysis of the greater New Orleans area. I stress greater. You know, I mentioned Kenwood earlier because they, they kind of split the difference between New Orleans and Baton Rouge, but we put them in the New Orleans area, but they really are claimed by Baton Rouge too. But That's that all said, right. all right, let's talk about our area tonight. You know, what's most impressive to you? Uh, I like the brother Martin win, twenty-one to sixteen, you know, over Rummel. I mean, I like that win. It uh, it was kind of a typical brother Martin win, <laughs> you know, defense and uh, coming through when they had to come through, which is what they did in the end. I like that one. Car continued to roll, forty-seven seventeen this evening. Uh, Car with the win over Holy Cross. Of course, everybody knows Holy Cross has. Athletes, just like Carr has, but, you know, maybe not as many, perhaps, but 47-17. The Cougars still haven't lost in the Catholic League. And nope. That's, you know, that's, that's really incredible. District 6-5A, go over on the North Shore. St. Paul's 21-18 tonight over Mandeville. To stay unbeaten in the league. To stay unbeaten in the league. Indeed, they are. Yep. Uh, let's come back over the lake and let's go across the river. We're not surprised. We're six in a row now for Shaw. Uh, they very, lost, very quietly doing it. Yeah, right? they lost their first two, and now they're six and two. Uh, they won tonight over Patterson and won pretty big, I think. Scored about 50 points in that mm-hmm. one. 
a uh, couple of pick sixes. I think it was Dallas Bourne. When I saw them in their jamboree, I noticed they had two cornerbacks who could cover, okay? I mean, they could really just blanket people. And uh, that always helps your defense because you, know, you can let people do other things. And uh, hmm, what else did we have tonight? Well, I guess I ought to talk about some stuff tomorrow. Curtis and St. Aug will be tomorrow in that district as well. Should mention that. Oh, and I got to mention, you know, like we say, we don't care about the district. You know, in 1981, one of the best games I ever saw was West Jeff and East Jeff. Of course, everybody yeah. knows that. 46 45, Tyrone Vaughn's, Gary James, and all that stuff. But West Jeff and East Jeff, not as much, you know, star power now, obviously. But congratulations to the Buccaneers of West Jeff, their first victory of the season. They defeated their. Rivals, I think it was 41-27 or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. But congratulations to them. So that, that's good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Yep. Those are some impressive wins. We mentioned Patrick Taylor earlier having the record they have. And, mm-hmm. and again, St. Charles Catholic, go home, you know, 50 yeah, nothing night, over ML King Charter. Yeah. I, just, I just like watching them. They're just so, you know. <laughs> and there's one more. I just, you know, I just there's like one more you you got to touch on. Okay. Because it, it, right. it basically decided – a district championship in District 8-5A. Shelmet 21-12 over John Last Aaron. night over John over Aaron. Over Yep, yep. That was a big one. Yep, that was a big one. Uh, I don't want to say congratulations yet, but congratulations to the Owls for winning that one. Yeah, look, I mean, they're good. And they're solid. their only loss was to Holy Cross, and they played them very competitively. Mm-hmm. So the Owls are good. Mm-hmm. And that was a good win. And they've claimed that district second time in three years. By and large, you know, they you know, they do not expect to lose again, and I don't expect them to yeah. lose again. Yeah, you don't expect them to. No. It's uh, all about playoff positioning now. 9-3-A, Kennedy Cougars, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Taking on Haynes. Yep. They're 6-1, ranked 7th, and I think, in our pool. Yeah, and they'll be 7-1, and one, yeah. with all due respect. So, yeah. And then next week, Patrick Taylor, and they'll probably be 8-1, as we mentioned. Well, Patrick we'll Taylor see. doing a good job. We'll see. We'll see. Lenara Selpage, you know, they lost that close game at Santa Monica. That's mm-hmm. it. That's a, that's game they could have won. That's a dangerous team. They're going to get a good seed. That's why they play the games. Yeah, what are they, six now, power rankings? Yeah, they're going to get a good Five, seed. Six, That's right. I wouldn't yeah. want to play them. Yeah. Hey, they're putting something nice together there. Indeed they are. All right, that's our New Orleans area recap with Roe Brown. We'll take a timeout here, and when we return following this timeout, we'll head up to northeast Louisiana to visit with Mark Kramer. Still to come, we'll go to Charlie Cavell in northwest Louisiana. We'll also have our scores for a scoreboard update with Emmanuel Peppis and We'll talk to our Southwest Louisiana analyst, George Faust. All of that's still to come when the original continues. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download 
download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code HOOD for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code HOOD for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code HOOD. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. We've got the best analysts in the state. As part of Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 1061 Nash Icon, New Orleans, WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell, Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge, and Sports Talk 97.7 FM in Rustin, Monroe and at CrescentCitySports.com. And we head up to Northeast Louisiana now. That's where our affiliate, Sports Talk 97.7, is in Ruston. And we have an opportunity to visit with Mark Kramer of our affiliate. Always a pleasure, Mark. And, of course, the showdown game, Neville took care of Tioga. 44-13, really no contest there. Tigers were very tough. Yeah, that was about the only team in the district, Ken, that was going to give them any trouble. Uh, even a road game for Neville, which they haven't had many of this year either. And, uh, yeah, like you said, no trouble for the Tigers taking care of business there. Of course, they have their traditional open date in Week 10, so they only have two games left on the schedule. Rome. Mark Wassman beat up on Bastrop tonight, 31 to nothing. They are 7-1. and one. Uh, I've talked to you guys. Uh, yeah, I've talked about Wassman's defense. And uh, they're they're going to defense is going to take them a, a pretty good ways I think in the playoffs uh, for them to get kind of defense rolling a little bit tonight against uh, a Bastrop team that's very very young and trying to rebuild their whole program. Uh, just a good win for Wasman as they'll set up a big uh, Week Ten uh, matchup with Sterlington, which should be uh, since Sterlington won twenty eight to nothing tonight, another defensive showing for them. Uh, that game might be seven to three. <laughs> <laughs> I think they got Union next from that mistake. Yes, yeah. that's right. Right. All right. Let's see. Question from Mark Kramer. Yeah, Mark. Uh, at midseason, West Monroe ran into Zachary's buzzsaw, and since then, it's just been very workmanlike for the Rebels. Not anything outstanding tonight. Thirty-one twenty-one over Washita. But now they're sitting there with just one loss with Ash and Rustin coming up. How do you see the Rebels positioned as we hit the stretch run here? It's going to come down just like it always does to that Week 10 game against Rustin. And uh, they should take care of Ash with no problem, I would think, next week. But, uh, you know, West Monroe, you know, their their quarterback, uh, Federico, was on the USA Junior uh, national team or was trying out for it for the worlds and and so he was gone for a few weeks and they had some injuries and uh you know then they had the situation with the coaching change and i think now that all of that is behind them and they've had about a month or so to kind of get used to a new norm 
Uh, I think that's why you've seen West Monroe kind of round into West Monroe shape, if you want to put it that way. And uh, I think, uh, once again, that game, uh, that game in Week 10, I think, will be a really good one. That will be, will be at West Monroe. June Young. You spoke of Union Parish in that big matchup next week with Wassman. Richwood gave them a pretty good ball game for a half. The Farmers pull away to win by 17. How much of that do you think is looking ahead to the matchup with Wassman? Because you look at the numbers for the Wildcats, five shutouts this year, and they were really competitive in that loss, their only loss to Calvary Baptist. Yeah, I think um, that kind of game is, to use a trite term, is a is kind of a trap game, but to be able to still come in a, come out ahead on a 17 point win for Union uh, says a lot about them. Uh, once they got going, I'm sure uh, the paint came off the walls a little bit at halftime, and uh, they got a good talking to, and they came out and took care of business in the second half. That district, the last two games of the season for those teams in that district in 3A uh, are going to be outstanding, and we've encouraged people already up here if even if you don't have a a child or grandchild playing in those games if you want to just see a great high school matchup uh, either one of those places the last two weeks is going to be the place to be yeah no doubt pretty impressive and of course you know sterlington took care of northwester you know earlier this week 28 to nothing and no problem for the panthers they're still a threat yep and again uh, as i talked about wasman uh, both of those teams have an outstanding defense, and uh, and Union does too, for that matter. And these games are, if you've ever seen one of these games, guys, they're so physical. Uh, these three, For 3A schools, these schools are big up front on both sides of the ball. They don't really have to play anybody both ways. They can, but they don't really have to because of their depth. And uh, these games are just incredibly physical. You can see it after the games. The players are just absolutely exhausted. Bob Kramer, Sports Talk, 97.7 FM in Ruston. Always a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk next week. All right. Have a great weekend, guys. All right. You got it. Still to come, we'll talk to Charlie Cavell in northwest Louisiana. We'll visit with George Faust in southwest Louisiana as well. But now... It is time for a Scores First scoreboard update in conjunction with CrescentCitySports.com, where you get all the scores all the time, most accurate and most colorful. And here's a colorful man himself, Emmanuel Peppis. Thanks, Ken. And we begin with White Castle 54, St. John 6, St. Mary's 49, Montgomery nothing, Opelousas Catholic 50, North Central nothing, Westminster Christian 23, Sacred Heart 14, Tensaw 38, Sicily Island 30, St. Frederick 40, John Paul II of Texas 3, East Beauregard, 38, Maryville, 14, Oberlin, 59, Elton, 16, Glenbrook, 70, Plain Dealing, 20, Hamilton Christian, 41, Gaydon, nothing, Logan Sports, 60, LaSalle, 6, Kentwood, 47, Slaughter Charter, 13, Generette, 42, Highland Baptist, 7, Delhi Charter, 74, Block, 32, Catholic Point Capee, 36, St. Edmund, 20, Central Catholic, 29, Hanson, 8, Vermilion Catholic, 57, Centerville, 14, Wachita Christian, 35, Cedar Creek, nothing, Rayville, 52, Northwood Lena, nothing. Red River, 26, Winfield, 6. Welsh, 55, Lake Arthur, nothing. Ascension Catholic, 36, Covenant Christian, 3. Homer, 44, Arcadia, 12. Loyola Prep, 52, Lakeside, nothing. Mansfield, 61, Lakeview, 18. Oak Grove, 42, Madison, nothing. St. Thomas Aquinas, 20, North Lake Christian, 8. Oakdale, 53, Pickering, nothing. Episcopal, 48, uh, 40, Northeast, 8. Grand Lake, 44, Vinton, 34. 
General Trice, 43, Vidalia, 14, Mangum, 50, Faraday, 36, Green Oaks, 32, North Caddo, 18, Menard, 16, Rose Pine, nothing, Homer Christian, 41, Jefferson Rise Charter, 8, Pope John Paul II, 36, Independence, 30, Newman, 35, Country Day, nothing, Westminster of Lafayette, 28, Lafayette Renaissance, 18, Lauraville, 30, Ascension Episcopal, 9, Beekman Charter, 40, Ringgold, 6, Calvary Baptist, 35, Darbin Woods Charter, nothing, West St. Mary, 14, Delcom, 8, Dunham, 49, East Feliciana, 22, Livingston Collegiate, 24, Sophie B. Wright, 14, Sterlington, 28, Northwestern, nothing, Northwest, 42, Pine Prairie, 6, Patrick Taylor, 12, Sarah Reed, 6, Port Berry, 22, Basile, 14, Union Parish, 33, Richwood, 16, Cecilia, 25, Opelousas, 22, St. James, 55, Donaldsonville, 24, University, 56, Glen Oaks, 7, Iota, 57, Mamou, nothing, Iowa, 36, Lake Charles College Prep, 22, Kaplan, 36, St. Martinville, 32, Kinder, 33, South Beauregard, 15, Abbeville, 20, Erath, 6, Wassman, 31, Bastrop, nothing, Gina, 38, Bunky, 22, Buckeye, 47, Caldwell Parish, 42, E.D. White, 56, Berwick, 14, Port Allen, 35, Collegiate Baton Rouge, 6, Neville, 44, Tioga, 13, North, uh, Northside, 42, North Vermillion, 15, St. Louis Catholic, 21, South Lafourche, 14, St. Michael, 61, Terra, 14, St. Thomas More, 35, Turlings Catholic, 34, Lakeshore, 41, Pearl River, 6, Leesville, 62, LaGrange, 20, Lafayette Christian, 49, Westgate, 11, South Terrebonne, 44, Morgan City, nothing, Plaquemine, 56, Broadmoor, nothing, McKinley, 44, Bruley, 19, Eunice, 21, DeRitter, 20, Evangel, 66, Minden, nothing, Peabody, 45, Grant, 16, North DeSoto, 50, Huntington, 24, LaRanger, 79, Hannon, 54, Shaw, 55, Patterson, 13, Assumption, 14, Lutcher, 10, Bell Chase, 35, Higgins, nothing, West Feliciana, 22, Bel Air, 20, Bro Bridge, 35, Beauchene, nothing, The Willow School, 38, Ben Franklin, 7, Willona Shreveport, 46, Bossier, 21, St. Paul's, 21, Mandeville, 18, Parkway, 27, Natchitoches Central, 26, West Monroe, 31, Wachita, 21, Ruston, 48, West Wachita, 6, Vanderbilt Catholic, 48, Ellender, nothing, Ponchatoula, 32, Fountain Blue, 3, Hanville, 28, H.O. Bourgeois, nothing. It was Jesuit, 44, Booker T. Washington and New Orleans, 14. Scotlandville, 6, Liberty, nothing. North Shore, 14, Hammond, nothing. Walker, 41, Live Oak, 9. Thibodeau, 22, Central Lafouche, 20. New Iberia, 28, Como, 21. Destrahan, 45, Sulphur, nothing. East Ascension, 24, Denham Springs, 10. Slidell, 33, Covington, 19. Dutchtown, 31, Santamont, 7. West Jefferson, 41. East Jefferson, 27. Terrebonne, 21. East St. John, 18. Brother Martin, 21. Rummel, 16. Alexandria, 50. Pineville, 14. Edna Carr, 47. Holy Cross, 17. Barb, 30. Lafayette, 7. Benton, 62. Houghton, 41. Estruma, 38. Bonneville, 22. Zachary, 35. Baton Rouge Central, 28. Baton Rouge Catholic, 35. Baton Rouge Woodlawn, nothing. Karen Crow, 49. Sam Houston, 47. Acadiana, 45. Southside, 12. Airline, 42. Bird, 28. Parkview Baptist, 49. Mentorship Academy, nothing. And Haynesville defeated Magnolia School of Excellence, 42 to nothing. Getting back to you. All right. As always, thank you. We'll have another final scoreboard update coming up at the bottom of the hour. Stay tuned for that. Still to come, we'll visit with George Faust in southwest Louisiana. But when we return following this time up, we'll head up to northwest Louisiana to talk to Charlie Cavell as the original continues.
At Dudley Deposure, clients call within days of their injury. Because if you wait, evidence gets lost, and the insurance company can use that to pay less than you deserve. Demand Dudley Deposure. Call 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 23-15654. It's game day at Jim's house, and the spread is impressive. Mike's already done some damage with the hot wings, and now he's dropping back and going deep for another slice of pizza. I sure hope he brought the Pepto. Mike knows the Pepto-Bismol provides fast, five-symptom relief from unexpected and stomach upsets. He's no rookie. <laughs> the way he's throwing back those nachos, he's the GOAT. Be ready for game day with Pepto-Bismol. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use as directed, keep out of reach of children. The 2023 NFL season is here. Nothing compares to witnessing it live, in person. The roar of the crowd, the adrenaline, the rush of high-fiving random strangers. Don't miss your chance to be part of the epic showdowns, classic rivalries, and primetime games under the lights. Tickets to all regular season games are on sale now. Take your seat. Visit NFL.com slash tickets to purchase your tickets today. Let's head out. The theater's about to close. Wait, what does that sign say? Warning, watch your step. No, next to it. If you are 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of serious consequences from RSV. Respiratory syncytial virus compared to adults younger than 60. Hmm, I didn't know that. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. RSV vaccines, including Pfizer's, are available. Learn more at bewareofrsv.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. We're Dudley DeBosier, and we're proud to be the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. The Saints are back with a new season ahead with a whole lot to play for. Let's go, Louisiana. It's time to rally behind the black and gold. Demand Dudley DeBosier, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 23-15653. Now, 29 years as the staple of the industry, it's Ken Trahan's original Louisiana Prep Football Report on 106.1 Nash Icon at Talk 107.3 FM Baton Rouge, Sports Talk 97.7 FM Ruston Monroe, WSLA 1560 AM and 93.9 FM Slidell, NashFM1061.com and at CrescentCitySports.com. And we head now to Northwest Louisiana, where Charlie Cavell joins us. And Charlie Parkway continues to to find ways to win tonight. You know, they get to seven and one with a thrilling twenty seven twenty six win over Natchitoches Central. Yeah, it came down to a final play, and well, when you got the a place kicker and LSU commit like Aaron Burrell, uh, you know you rely on his leg, and he uh, he delivered for the Panthers and. You know, that uh, one thing about the Natchitoches Central Chiefs is that, you know, last week they gave Captain Shreve all that the Gators wanted and nearly pulled off the major upset and uh, weren't able to convert on fourth down deep in, in Shreve territory. And Coach Jess Curtis has really got uh, his ball club. I know they didn't win either game last week or this week. But he's got them playing much better, and they're really, really competitive, which Natchitoches Central pretty much hasn't been for a very long time. And, you know, Parkway's defense is outstanding. I mean, to see that Natchitoches scored 26 points against that defense uh, is saying a lot. Parkway's defense essentially has pitched, I think, five shutouts this year. They haven't given up a touchdown in – or – 
they haven't they've allowed three points and that was to bird last week uh their defense hasn't allowed a touchdown in in five games and to see what Dak at his central did was was uh pretty impressive and uh you know but it's about winning and you know, the Panthers win. They're at seven and one, and they still have an outside shot. If somebody can pull off an upset of Captain Shreve, they got a shot at uh, a share of the district title. Roll Brown. Yeah, Charlie. I want to ask you about a t- uh, game from last night. Northwood. They're four and four, but their four victories have come in district. They're four and one. They beat Booker T of Shreveport last night, thirty-five to eight. What about Northwood? Yeah, Northwood, you know, they took their lumps. They graduated a lot of their stars from uh, last year. Mason Welch, their quarterback, or Javius Moss, the outstanding receiver, uh, defensive back. And um, they were they're one of those teams up here, which a lot of the teams up here are young, inexperienced, and having to kind of grow up and throughout the season, and that's what uh, they're having to do. Outside, I mean, really kind of outside of in-district play, um, outside of North DeSoto and Evangel and Huntington to some degree, which Northwood is uh, beaten, the District 1-4A is outside of those uh, five teams is not all, in my opinion, not really that strong as, like let's say the Lafayette area district, uh, but you know Northwood's getting hot at the right time. The problem for Northwood is is they play in Class 4A, and but yet they're going to be in the select Division One playoffs. So they're going to run into like they did last year an Archbishop Rommel or uh, you know a team generally from the Lafayette area or the Baton Rouge area or, or the Greater New Orleans area. And that's a tough ask. They're uh, they're right on the cusp this year uh, of possibly being in 5A, but I think they're going to be right under the cut line and back in 4A. And uh, but you know Northwood's growing up, and then they're they're getting better and better and better. The Hudson Heron, who had, had been the backup quarterback and was a punter and place kicker, and he's taken over and has played very well. Uh, for Coach Brown and, and the Falcons. All right. Les East. Yeah, uh, Charlie, I want to ask you about Homer. They could have been in a tricky spot. They went across the border last week, played Prescott, Arkansas, and lost. And they got Glenbrook looming next week. They didn't look behind them. They didn't look ahead of them. They focused on a pretty good Arcadia team, and they rolled. Talk about that. Yeah, they – Coach Casey's got the Pelicans playing real well. I know they lost last week against uh, the Curly Wolves of Prescott, Arkansas. But, uh, you know, what they, they came out and said, hey, don't count us out yet because Arcadia is a traditionally power-running football team. And when you can line up at that level and just run over people the way the Hornets uh, have done uh, for for Homer to come out and and just essentially trample over the uh, Arcadia Hornets like they did tonight, uh, you know that's a that's a big statement. And they've got two huge games coming up against Glenbrook and of course the Claiborne Parish Super Bowl against the uh, 
arch rival Haynesville Golden Tornado. So it's going to be a fight right down to the end to see if, uh, you know, where Coach Casey and them line up and where they finish out the regular season and if they can stay hot and get or and, and get hotter, I guess I should say, uh, and make that run to the Superdome like they did last year. But two uh, huge games coming up for the uh, Homer Pelicans. Charlie Cavell, thank you. We appreciate the time. Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend. Okay. We finish off our trip around the state with Southwest Louisiana. George Faust, KLFY, joining us now. Georgia, again, in southwest Louisiana, just heading over to Lake Charles. St. Louis Catholics, a one-loss team. They beat South Lafouche, came down to Bayou Country, won 21-14. They're 7-1. Their only loss was out of state to Vider, Texas. They've got Iowa and Jennings remaining. They have a real shot to go 9-1. And, and, you know, St. Louis Catholics, pretty good football team. Yeah, they, they always seem to have a, a solid uh, uh, team that they can put on the field. And uh, obviously this year uh, they, they've found some success. And I don't know a whole lot about uh, about the Saints this season, but I do know that they uh, always put, put a, a solid product on the field. And it uh, looks like that's the case this season. Go Brown. Yes, you know, that crazy district, that 4A district, you had some good games. <laughs> <laughs> some some good games in there this weekend. So uh, you know which one, which one sticks out with you? Man, uh, look, I, I went to that STM Turlings game. Uh huh. I thought that, that would be the one. I thought that yeah, would be it. Yeah. Look, it, it, it the the crazy thing about that is Turlings had that game. They had it. They were fourth and one on their own one yard line. I mean, going in on STM's one yard line, kick the field goal. You're up by nine. I mean, I, I know Dane is. He loves to. He loves to push the envelope and you know put a put a foot on the neck and and push down and. I'm just, but man, you have you can kick the field goal, go up by nine. I really want to ask him. I haven't had a chance to talk to him since after the game. Obviously, I was back here at the set uh, getting ready for our show. But I, I, but how do you not kick the field goal on fourth and one? Go up by nine. Make SPM go you know, 80 yards or whatever it's going to be. And, uh, and they have to score twice. They, they have to, like I, I, that, that decision just keeps on running in my mind. I'm like, they had that game on and, and the way they played, they came out with a mission. They, they, they owned that game. They, the, the score is 35, 34, but that Turling's Turling's played the better game. STM just had the ball last and had the opportunity to. Uh, well, they didn't have it last, but they mm-hmm. they took care of the ball when they needed to. And and yeah, it, it, that's a that's a frustrating loss if you're a Turlings Catholic Rebel fan. And, and if you're STM, you're like glad we avoided that one. <laughs> Jude Young, really good game in five four A tonight, and a good win for Cecilia at home. They were challenged by Opelousas twenty five to twenty two. Tell us about the Cecilia Bulldogs. Their only loss, a three point shootout uh, against Southside. Obviously, Cecilia is pretty good. Yeah, Cecilia is real good. Dennis Gaines, the head coach, he has a kid named Diesel Solari. He's the quarterback for for the for the Bulldogs. But he's not, he's not only the quarterback. He he plays on defense. He returns. He has three kickoff uh, returns for touchdowns. And I had a chance to interview him last week. And I said, I said, Diesel, uh, tell me something. Why do they keep kicking to you? He goes, I don't know. 
but don't tell him not to stop. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I like it. And I was like, I was like, you're right, man. I mean, 97 yard return, a 67 yard return, a 92 yard return this season. The kid is, uh, he's dynamic and, uh, he's just, it, they do have some other playmakers, but he's the guy that kind of that draws your eyes, and, and they're just uh, they're just a good team. Opelousas is a good team too. I mean, that that was a fun game, twenty five twenty two. That that was that was definitely a, a the best game in that district for sure all year. Less about a minute left. Yeah, George. I think we all expected Acadiana to bounce back strong after the loss to John Curtis, but to beat Southside forty five to twelve. Does that uh, yeah. margin surprise you? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I, in fact, when I saw the score, I was like, wow, that, the Acadiana was a little upset about last year. <laughs> I think, uh, Coach McCullough probably had them, uh, uh, you know, watching film of last year where they, they, they lost that game and, and just, uh, yeah, look, Southside's a good team though. And I know last week I kind of, I put Southside ahead of Acadiana. You can't do that now because they, on the field, Acadiana's beat them. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think I, I still think uh, in the area, Karen Crow, uh, Karen Crow, Acadiana now o- over Southside. And yeah, they're they're just uh, Acadiana. I think they they were on a mission in that game, and that that, that score surprised me a bit uh, that it was so lopsided. But uh, I think uh, Southside's going to be all right. I, I don't think that's going to. Uh, derail their season, and he just—they're not going to be able to get district uh, win the district title, which uh, isn't their goal anyway. You know, they want to try and get a little deeper in the postseason uh, and uh, kind of make some make some make a name for themselves in the postseason. Now that they've kind of uh, established that they can yep. get there on a regular basis. George, thank you. We'll talk next week. Sounds good. All right, Ro, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. The pleasure has been mine, Kenneth. Daryl and Rudy, thank you, gentlemen. And Emmanuel will have scores coming up. Les and Jude, thank you tonight. John Curtis, Christian Night of Success next week. Till us out Cavaliers night. Graham Jarrett will be on hand. And you guys will have the Cavaliers, and you'll have some fun. The Cavs. The Cavs. Absolutely. Looking forward to having a bunch of Cavaliers out here. And uh, Coach Jarrett is always a good uh, ambassador. <laughs> thank you, gentlemen. All right, we'll take a time out here. Back with all the scores with Emmanuel and Jude and Emmanuel put a wrap on things for the original week number eight in just a moment. If you're like me, hair isn't just hair because hair is confidence. Hair is identity. Hair is everything. And I love that I can find beauty steals of 50% off by hair care must-haves like Lola V and Color Wow. Amazing deals on shampoo and conditioner pairs from Redken and Living Proof. And new product launches from my favorite brands like Dyson and Whey. All at Ulta Beauty's gorgeous hair event. Happening now until October 21st. So hurry, shop in store, online, or try pickup today. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Conditions may apply. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Woo-hoo! Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. 
How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code HOOD for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code HOOD for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code HOOD. Time for the one final recap of all the scores from Ken Trahan's original football report on the original network from CrescentCitySports.com. Here with your final Louisiana Scores first scoreboard update is Emmanuel Pepys from CrescentCitySports.com. All the scores, you can check them all out on CrescentCitySports.com, beginning with White Castle 54, St. John 6, St. Martin's 56, West St. John 22, St. Mary's 49, Montgomery nothing, Opelousas Catholic 50, North Central nothing, Westminster Christian, 23, Sacred Heart, 14, East Beauregard, 38, Maryville, 14, St. Frederick, 40, John Paul II of Texas, 3, Tensaw, 38, Sicily Island, 30, Oberlin, 59, Elton, 16, Glenbrook, 70, Plain Dealing, 20, Hamilton Christian, 41, Gaydon, nothing, Logansport, 60, LaSalle, 6, Kenwood, 47, Slaughter Charter, 13, Generette, 42, Highland Baptist, 7, East Iberville, 54, Ascension Christian, 29, Delhi Charter, 74, Block, 32, Catholic Point Capete, 36, St. Edmund, 20, Central Catholic, 29, Hanson, 8, Vermilion Catholic, 57, Centerville, 14, Wachita Christian, 35, Cedar Creek, nothing, Rayville, 52, Northwood Lena, nothing, Red River, 26, Winfield, 6, St. Helena, 44, Springfield, 16, Homer, 44, Arcadia, 12, Ascension Catholic, 36, Covenant Christian, 3, Welsh, 55, Lake Arthur, nothing, Oak Grove, 42, Madison, nothing, Mansfield, 61, Lakeview, 18, Loyola Prep, 52, Lakeside, nothing. St. Thomas Aquinas, 20, North Lake Christian, 8. Oakdale, 53, Pickering, nothing. Episcopal, 40, Northeast, 8. Grand Lake, 44, Vinton, 34. General Trask, 43, uh, Vidalia, 14. Mangum, 50, Faraday, 36. Green Oaks, 32, North Caddo, 18. Menard, 16, Rose Pine, nothing. Homa Christian, 41, Jefferson Rise, 8. Westminster of Lafayette, 28, Lafayette Renaissance, 18. Newman, 35. Country Day, nothing. Pope John Paul II, 36. Independence, 30. Lauraville, 30. Ascension Episcopal, 9. Beekman Charter, 40. Ringgold, 6. Calvary Baptist, 35. Darbon Woods Charter, nothing. Livingston Collegiate, 24. Sophie B. Wright, 14. Dunham, 49. East Feliciana, 22. West St. Mary, 14. Delcom, 8. Sterlington, 28. North Webster, nothing. Northwest, 42. Pine Prairie, 6. Patrick Taylor, 12. Sarah Reed, 6. Cecilia, 25. Opelousas, 22. Union Parish, 33, Richwood, 16, Port Berry, 22, Basile, 14, St. James, 55, Donaldsonville, 24, University, 56, Glen Oaks, 7, Iota, 57, Mamou, nothing, Kinder, 33, South Beauregard, 15, Kaplan, 36, St. Martinville, 32, Iowa, 36, Lake Charles College Prep, 22, Abbeville, 20, Erath, 6, Amit, 38, Albany, 3, Wassman, 31, Bastrop, nothing, Gina, 38, Bunky, 22, Buckeye, 47. Coldwell Parish, 42. E.D. White, 56. Berwick, 14. Port Allen, 35. Collegiate Baton Rouge, 6. 
Neville, 44. Tioga, 13. Northside, 42. North Vermillion, 15. St. Thomas More, 35. Turlings Catholic, 34. St. Michael, 61. Terra, 14. St. Louis Catholic, 21. South Lafouche, 14. Lafayette Christian, 42. Westgate, 11. Leesville, 62. LaGrange, 20. Lakeshore, 41. Pearl River, 6. McKinley, 44. Brulee, 19. Plaquemine, 56. Broadmoor, nothing. South Terrebonne, 44. Morgan City, nothing. Eunice, 21. DeRitter, 20. Evangel, 66. Minden, nothing. Douglas, 26. Abramson, 6. North DeSoto, 50. Huntington, 24. Peabody, 45. Grant, 16. LaRanger, 79. Archbishop Hannon, 54. Shaw, 55. Patterson, 13. Assumption, 14. Lutcher, 10. Bell Chase, 35. Higgins, nothing. West Feliciana, 22. Bel Air, 20. Brobridge, 35. Beauchene, nothing. The Willow School, 38. Ben Franklin, 7. Willona Shreveport, 46. Bossier, 21. St. Paul's, 21. Mandeville, 18. Ruston, 48. West Wachita, 6. West Monroe, 31. Wachita, 21. Parkway, 27. Natchitoches Central, 26. Vanderbilt Catholic, 48. Ellender, nothing. Ponchatoula, 32. Fountain Blue, 3. Hanville, 28. H.O. Bourgeois, nothing. Scotlandville, 6. Liberty, nothing. Jesuit, 44. Booker T. Washington and New Orleans, 14. North Shore, 14. Hammond, nothing. Walker, 41. Live Oak, 9. Thibodeau, 22. Central Lafouche, 20. New Iberia, 28. Como, 21. Destrahan, 45. Sulphur, nothing. East Ascension, 24. Denham Springs, 10. Slidell, 33. Covington, 19. Dutchtown, 31. Sanamon, 7. West Jefferson, 41. East Jefferson, 27. Terrebonne, 21. East St. John, 18. Brother Martin, 21. Rummel, 16. Alexandria, 50. Pineville, 14. Carr, 47. Holy Cross, 17. Barb, 30. Lafayette, 7. Benton, 62. Houghton, 41. Estruma, 38. Bonneville, 22. Zachary, 35. Baton Rouge Central, 28. Baton Rouge Catholic, 35. Baton Rouge Woodlawn, nothing. Karen Crow, 49. Sam Houston, 47. Acadiana, 45. Southside, 12. Airline, 42. Bird, 28. Parkview Baptist, 49. Mentorship Academy, nothing. And Haynesville, 42. Magnolia School of Excellence, nothing. A couple of minutes left here with Jude Young. And Jude, week eight, almost in the books. Of course, a handful of games tomorrow. But uh, obviously, a couple of, uh, couple of maybe surprising results, especially down the way with Terrebonne defeating East St. John, giving them, uh, of course, their first loss of the season. And then you see Assumption. And it, it seemed like Lutcher kind of had the measure a little bit early, but never really was able to separate. And Assumption kind of hung around in two big wins in that area there tonight. You know, in that latter game, I've noticed that throughout the season, having seen Lutcher, uh, it's obvious that their offense isn't as potent as ones that we've seen in the past. Now, they're playing very good defense, but they were vulnerable all night because they had the early lead and it wound up being 10-8 in the fourth quarter and assumption coming up with that winning touchdown. Uh, certainly a bit of a surprise there, but you know, last year, uh, it was a close game as well, a one-score game. I think it was 28-13 to 13 between those teams. So Assumption certainly isn't intimidated by Lutcher, and now they've got a big win over them this season. And, yeah, with uh, East St. John, I think uh, with Destrahan looming in Week 9, uh, they may have possibly taken their eye off the ball a little bit. And against a team that has the capabilities of a Terrebonne, they paid the price for that if they did tonight. Big win for the Tigers. And... Uh, takes a very a little bit of luster off of that matchup next week but uh, you can be sure that East St. John will give their best game uh, against Estrahan coming off the loss focus won't be a problem in that battle of Wildcats for East St. John certainly not a surprise on the score uh, as far as the result but maybe a bit of a surprise on the scoreboard Acadiana bouncing back in a big way of course you expect a team with that kind of pedigree to do so 
but maybe a little bit surprising the fact that they rung up 28 unanswered points in the second half against the South Side team that uh, really held a Karen Crow offense that's been very potent all year. Of course, they held them to under 20 points and had a chance to win that game. So uh, maybe some felt that Southside had a chance to at least compete and kind of hang around, and they did for about two and a half quarters. But Acadiana, a real big statement win and a bounce back here tonight. Well, we heard George Faust tell us that he was surprised, and when I'd asked him last week, he said that he thought Southside was a better team than Acadiana. But what happens, we, just what we talked about with East St. John, sometimes when you suffer a loss, whether it's a surprising upset or you really get handled in a game like uh, Acadiana did coming here to play John Curtis, you know that a program, a team like the Reckon Rams is going to refocus and give their best effort uh, nine times out of ten the next week, and that's what Southside ran into. An impressive win there, and in a district like 3-5-A, I mean, you, you can't take nights off if you want to win ball games and compete for the district title. So, no doubt, very good win for Acadiana. It says more about them than it does against Southside. Just ran into the wrong team at the wrong time. And one more quickly in this final minute, Jude, that I want to get uh, your thoughts on. Of course, uh, we mentioned Karen Crow just a little bit briefly. Uh, having to hold on for a win against Sam Houston. Uh, very interesting Week 10. Of course, that's in a couple of weeks down the road. But a Week 10 matchup against Shaw uh, in a couple of weeks for Karen Crow to prepare for. But they certainly got a big push tonight. Yeah, Karen Crow, look, uh, they've been so dominant in games and they hadn't been pushed since the Southside game in week number three. Matchups like that, win or lose, are going to make them more battle-tested for the playoffs. And yeah, Acadiana next week, Shaw out of district in week 10 before the playoffs. There won't be any light touches the rest of the way for Karen Crow if they want to stay undefeated. Obviously, great job on the scoreboard tonight. We got them all in the books. Emmanuel Peppis doing his thing. Thanks to everybody on the original, including the great Rudy Dixon, doing the job of all jobs as the producer of this program. Friday Night Football is next. Thanks for listening to Ken Trahan's original prep football report on 106.1 FM Nash Icon, New Orleans and at NashFM1061.com. The original was also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca Bicates, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. The original was also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln, by LifeGate Church in Metairie, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Wego, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Promotional consideration is provided by Central City Barbecue on South Rampart Street, Venezia Restaurant on North Carrollton Avenue, Two Tony's Restaurant at West End, Port of View Restaurant in Metairie, Reginelli's Pizzeria with locations throughout the metro area. Ye Old College Inn on Carrollton Avenue. Messina's at the Terminal and Runway Cafe at Lakefront Airport. By Copeland's of New Orleans and Kenner. Desi Vegas Seafood and Steakhouse in Metairie. Chateau Cafe with locations in New Orleans and Kenner. Moe's Pizza in West Wego. Hooters Restaurants in Metairie and Gretna. Geo's Pizza and Spaghetti House in Metairie. Hobnobber Cafe in Metairie. Fat Boys Pizza on Metairie Road. By Mike Sirio's Pool Boys and Deli on St. Charles Avenue. By That's Amore Pizzeria in Metairie. Bears Pool Boys on Causeway Boulevard at Metairie Road. And Sunray Grill in Gretna. Tune in next week at 6 p.m. for the original. 
And now on 106.1 FM and WSLA, stay tuned for Friday Night Football from WNOL and WGNO with Ed Daniels and JT Curtis as the best prep football coverage in Louisiana continues for a sixth hour. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 